1982 it was really quite a year. A year with surprising new faces, new controversies, and new mysteries. Yes, yes, y'all, it's going down right now. Episode 145 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror podcast is coming at you live. I am your host, Moods, and of course, I've got my 22 Shots boys up in here with me tonight, JP and Jeremy the Jew. And of course, we're happy to welcome back to the show and still the number one horror podcast on whorephilia.com, Exploding Heads Horror Podcast featuring Christian the Canadian, Brandon the Jew, and the man that can predict the ratings of any film just by looking at the poster or media artwork, the one and only Dave Z. What's going on, peeps? Hey! I finally hey. got another brother in the house. Another Jew. Hello, Jew, hello. Two Canadians. Damn. <laughs> All two six Canadians. of us. First time ever. Yeah, wow. This is a lot. Let's this just hope Christian doesn't talk too much. I uh, will not talk at all, then. <laughs> Sad. I love how we themed out the order that we're going in tonight. It's like one of my favorite things that we've done on this show so far. Yeah. So we got the I Jews first, the then we got the Canadians, and then we got the Americans. The, the theme is least like group. Oh, too bad you cut out so nobody heard. Yeah, we well, get in here. It's the least like group of people to the most like. Least like being the Jews going first, followed by the Canadians second, and then the. Oh, uh, so are you saying Ameri- that Christian and me are were neutral? Yeah, you're, you're switched. That's fucking yeah, pretty that's, much. That's just racist, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> neutral motherfuckers. Nice. <laughs> ah, shit. So what's going on, guys? It's glad to have you. I'm glad to have you back on the show, man. Dave, it's been a while. You missed the last one. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking thrilled that we're all here. This is amazing. I, I didn't think it was ever going to happen. For real. I mean, it's now. It's this is like you know we're coming together like fucking. You know, the like, Ultron. you know what it is? We, yeah, we follow like Ultron. And, and who just happened to be the head? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, What's the yeah. Power Ranger robots, man? <laughs> you know what the funny Megatron. part of this? Megatron. Watched, now we're going to be Megatron. Dave probably watched more movies for the 77 show, 76 show, than for this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. You're fucking right. <laughs> he probably watched more movies for the 77 show, which was never done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Edward. Oh boy. You know, you know. The irony, Dave, is that this has been the shortest uh, prep time we've had for one of these shows too, since the last yep. one. I think it's only been like six months. I think between. No, it's. I think it's been less. It's yeah, four like or four months. Yeah, four months, which is pretty crazy. You know, for the amount of films yeah. that we actually pushed in this, it's. Uh, I know Brandon just went retarded with his. Well, he always yeah. goes retarded. <laughs> he goes full like, retard every time. Full I retard. That's nothing to do about movie watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it came at the worst time for me because I moved into my house on May 25th. Today, it's almost October 25th, right? And it's, since I moved into my house, my whole lifestyle has changed for the better. But, you know, I, I was in a fucked up situation for a couple of years. And now my family and I are all together under the same roof in our house. And it's like I work all the time. Then I come home from work. And I spend time with my family, and there's just not time for movies now. But it's that's life. So you know? uh, yeah. I hear that, man. Having, it must suck having a family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, considering when you watch 102 1982 films and 200 200 2018 movies, yeah, I would assume so. Great, thanks for spoiling my number. 
No yeah, problem. She's just, <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to hurry the show up, don't you know? <laughs> yeah. You know my style. Well, the shit, question man. is, did anyone beat me? You know what? I highly doubt. You know what, Brad? So your number, what you watch 102? Yeah. That's uh, that's impressive, man. You know what? I went so hard at the beginning, man, and I didn't hit a wall. I just got sick of watching shitty-ass films on YouTube towards the end. <laughs> that I the, that's myself. one of the biggest problems is if you can't find a good copy of something, you know, some of these films aren't on Blu-ray, aren't on DVD, and, you know, like Dave and Jeremy, I've become so, like, into HD that going back to these, like, crappy VHS rips are just, it's its a pain in the ass at this point. You're, yeah, you're yeah. such a diva. So, I mean, my <laughs> goal was... You're a Bluetooper now? What? Uh, you know, no, it was just some of the transfers were, like, unbearable, you know? And plus... <laughs> You know, I got to the point where I was like, well, some of these films I'm going to watch, there's no way they're making the list. So I'm like, fuck it. So I ended up with 95. And I actually ended up watching two films before the show today just to get that even 95. I'm like, I'm cool with that. I mean, I think it's still an overachievement, but I'm not as retarded as Brandon with 102. So I feel good about myself. You're close. That's a good number. That's a good number. Okay, so I guess we're giving numbers. Uh I did 55, which I feel disappointed oh, about because weak. there's so many movies that I actually wanted to see that I didn't get to still, like some of the TV movies and stuff like that, that I actually felt a little disappointed. But then I looked at the past shows. This is the best I've ever done for a retro show. Oh. I've ne- my, my second highest was, I think, 45. So oh, I feel pretty good man. about it. That's good. That yeah. is good. Yeah. What did you Fuck. get, Christian? I did 52, hoping that you're coming in at 50, and I gave myself a two-movie buffer. Damn. That's still really impressive. For for somebody, you know, we know Brandon's crazy, but for somebody who also has a family and has plenty of stuff to watch for your show, that especially oh. with the year of the franchise going on and stuff, you guys are doing big numbers over there. So to see you go in and, and be able to pull that off is pretty impressive. That That's awesome, man. Well, I, I did shitty the last time, so I had to make up for it. Yeah, you said you were going to do that, and you did. You're a man of your word. I appreciate that. <laughs> what about you, Jeremy? I did 32, and that's no films below 7.5. So the Dave watched, Z tactic. Wow. I only watch good films. I didn't watch any bad movies because that's just a waste of fucking time. So. You know, but 82 is actually pretty – it's pretty solid, though. I mean, for the 95 films I watched, I think I counted 10 that I rated under 5. That's a pretty yep. good ratio of films that yeah, are and one decent of enough to watch. Yeah, and one of them was rated wrongly with Mongrel. Oh, I had, fuck no, it wasn't. I had 11 below 5 out of 102. Yeah, see? Like, it's definitely watchable material, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but see, I'm coming to the point where I don't want to watch stuff under, like, 5 or... Like, I want it to be seven and above, like Jeremy kind of, you know? But you're never going to know unless you experience the films for yourself. Yes, sure, I do. I sure. just look at Moods ratings, well, I look at JP's you, ratings, and if well, they're that's... similar, then that movie's probably okay, so I'm going to watch that and not. So, so with that said, did you watch Mongrel? <laughs> no. Yeah, because well, I rated it a two, and I think Jeremy, or uh, JP, what'd you have it at? Six. Yep, me too. Six. Yeah, that's a, yeah, big, I only that's watched a big difference. Four, five under five. Yeah, but still, mind. I still wouldn't watch it because JP gave it a six, and that's probably yeah. not going to make my list anyway. No, so. it's not. No. What's no. the point? Yeah. I got to watch all this stupid-ass Mikey Fisher movies, so it's like I'd rather just not watch any bad movies because <laughs> I watch enough bad movies as it is because of that dickhead. So. 
I like the movies he gives me, man. I don't know what you're I love the about. movies he gives me. Not <laughs> he me. Gives me great movies. He gives me indie that. gems, dude. I watch nothing but turds. <laughs> green you screen specials. You do it to yourself. Green man. screen special. Now, yeah. luckily, the last episode's movie wasn't green screen green screen special, but it was written, produced, directed, written, and music all by one guy. So with that, his that guy wrote the film twice. In it. He wrote him twice. I, oh, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Yeah, but Jeremy, listen, man, I, I can fix this. I think for you, you you're a wrestling fan, so you know what when I'm when I'm going to say this term, you're going to know what I'm saying. Your problem is that you sell it. Well, I have to. It's don't like, sell it. Oh, I can't do it, bro. You got to be I told a him sell. the same thing, Dave. You just got to yeah. come in and be like, it's it's all for well, the this show. Well, this movie sucked. It wasn't that good. Blah 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 blah. And then uh, you're sitting there like this motherfucking movie. People expected right. me. People are expecting that from me, so I feel like I have to do that. So you got to flip the script. Yeah, but you're getting the flip quality the of films to allow you to do that. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> I, I think oh, yeah. I saw a lot of shit beaters. Yeah, I always do. Oh. <laughs> I always <laughs> manage to fit in a few ship readers just to. What the hell is a ship a, reader? Like a movie like Boarding House or Panic. Oh, Boarding so, House is a shit. What so, is it? Ship reader? Ship reader. <laughs> <laughs> well, trust me, the movies I watch are way more ship readers than those, probably. No, Boarding House is the ultimate ship reader, whatever the hell that term is. <laughs> so, that on that note, song? what was the worst film that you watched of, of for the prep for uh, The Sender. Defender? Really? <laughs> what the hell's Defender? The Sender. Oh, oh, I like The Sender. I don't yeah. think, the, I don't think The Sender is a bad film. I think it's an uber boring film. Yeah, I like it's it. Really I could agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, well made. It's just boring as shit. Uh, the Sender and then second Forbidden World and what? Wacko. Oh. Wacko comes in. Forbidden? Oh, wait. Well, you, you watched, like, all seven, so that makes yeah. sense then. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, wow. But the worst film that I watched, uh, not like, I this one snuck in. It was non-horror. Strike of the Tortured Angels. Uh, but the second worst was the Loch Ness Horror. Oh, my <laughs> which God. Is actually, Loch Ness yeah, Horror. What you know what? I actually had that on my list to watch. That was one of the films I passed on because I kept hearing from everybody it was just torture. Yeah. Like, uh... It's a real shit. It's I'll add the forest. to it too. The forest, panic, and boarding house are were the worst movies I watched. Uh, I heard the, people say the forest is. Well, I started watching the forest. The forest and, 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 and oh. fucking horrible, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah the gave it a six. The forest is one. Of, it's one of the most oddball slasher films of all time. It's so bad that it's. <laughs> almost watchable i don't know what it is there's something unique about that film it's it doesn't warrant a six for sure but it's like it's terrible the worst curse film i watched of the, of the year is curse of the cannibal confederates yeah, that's what i was about to say curse i just skipped that one i just dude <laughs> oh my god this is a rewatch for me and like i forgot how bad it is but even for me and i like bad movies sometimes this one and is, you like trauma holy fuck it's bad one yeah. out of ten i rated it one out of ten <laughs> a triple feature with Curse of the Confederable Cat, uh, Confederates, um, Blood Tide, and... Well, I didn't think Blood Tide was that So we bad. got a trio of, of ship readers. Blood Tide one. and Island of Blood. That would Coming be soon, the triple of feature of ship readers. Dude, Coming soon. <laughs> I rated Island of Blood three and a half, but I didn't mind Blood Tide, though. I th- it was okay. Wh- which one's Blood Tide? Did I watch that? No, I watched Blood Link. 
Bloodlink. Bloodlink I watched, was good. I watched Bloodlink too, but it was a YouTube version. Bloodlink's it a was. good movie. I wa- yeah, actually, there was a lot of YouTube versions in this. Yeah. I, without movie. a doubt, watched my VHS of Bloodlink. <laughs> What's the biggest surprise that didn't make your top ten, but you thought wasn't going to be a good movie, but it ended up being Midnight. a good movie? Murder by the Phone, for me. Mine was Midnight, which is, uh, that's the one that was written by, uh, the guy who, from Texas Chainsaw, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Kim Hanks. You guys know what I'm talking about? Midnight? Yeah, yeah. Midnight. Yeah. yeah. I know what was it was... John Russo? Yeah, John, John Russo, John Russo yeah, wrote that movie. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, that movie was cool, man. It needs a better transfer. It's great. You just like the stepdad trying to sleep with his stepdaughter. Yeah, you oh, know who yeah, that guy was. That. Yeah, that's, uh, what's his name? What's the actor's name? Lawrence Come on, Tierney. Brandon. Lawrence Tierney. He's the guy from Reservoir Dogs, right? Yeah. Am I completely making up that name? Possibly. <laughs> Lawrence. No, I don't know his name. No, he's from Reservoir. Yeah. No, he's from Reservoir Dogs. Is it Lawrence yeah. Tierney? Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll it is me. Lawrence Tierney. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was Next of Kin. Ooh. I uh, really, really dug that movie. I'm Next happy that everyone like Next of Kin, man. Isn't it kind of ironic though, like? How this movie was never had a never had a release over here it was VHS and shit, and then we're prepping for this, and all of a sudden, Umbrella's releasing it, and I guess Severin's releasing it now and shit. It's fucking awesome, yeah. man, because it's actually a good that film. That is cool, man. That, that seems to happen every time. Every yeah. time we do one of these, it seems like a, a movie it gets announced around the same time. Yeah, Next to Kin is a for fun me, ass was, film, man. For me, it was Cat People. What? Cat People. I had never seen this this remake and i fucking loved it i didn't rewatch it for this show i knew it wasn't for making my me top 10. for me man without a question it was don't go to sleep that is a solid fucking tv movie man i was in fact 82 has every tv film that i watched from that year was solid some good shit man hotline was good cry for the strangers was good yeah man murder by phone whatever the fuck yeah, murder by phone. That Bells, murder Bells, by phone. That, yeah. was, that was good. <laughs> yeah, murder enjoyable. by phone was cool. It's totally a, a enjoyable movie. It is, like, man. Not it is. badly made or anything. That's yeah, a fun Canadian flick, man. For sure. Did anyone else watch go, Don't Go to Sleep? I didn't get to it. That was the one. That was one of the last ones on my list. Remember, I told you guys I was getting like asking you if I should watch that or Manhattan Baby. I didn't get to either of them. I know. Me and I Brandon watched, discussed watched, the yeah. the strength I, of the TV films. You're probably in agreement, eh, Brandon. Like that, the, that was a good theme throughout the year. TV films. Yeah, yeah. The early yeah, that was ki- that was kind of the yeah. end of it too. Like eighty up to about eighty four is when they were pretty solid still, and then mm-hmm. it's when they went to shit. But, yeah, don't go to. There was a lot of there was a lot of rape in eighty two. A lot of rapey films. <laughs> it was back when rape was socially acceptable. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting about eighty two and rape is that there's two films there's two films in this year which you don't find this a lot which supernatural supernatural rape, rape. Yeah. supernatural rape yeah. maybe my, that's my, a good title. it's my least favorite kind of rape though because <laughs> you can't see the assailant <laughs> you like natural rape you like super yeah. rape but you don't like supernatural rape <laughs> exactly uh, <laughs> Oh, oh there's another one I just have to mention because it, it borderlines on being at the bottom. Well, it's 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 close. Deadly Games. Oh, oh there's so bad. There's that woman. There's a woman oh. that comes out home and she strips. It just gratuitous nudity, and then the guy comes in the raper. She's like, "Go away!" 
Are you going to rape me? <laughs> oh, yeah. I I'll gave that a three good, out of ten. <laughs> I gave that shit one reader right there. And then, it was, uh, dude, it's oh, so bad. One that of the movie worst sucks. watches. Oh. One of the worst watches for me was Swingy Todd, the Demon Barber, of Flat Street. Really? Anybody oh. watch that? I actually didn't watch it. It was on my list, but it was one. It I was a goddamn It's a play. It's, it's a play. Lansbury. How do you not know that? It's not a movie. I don't know why you watched it. I'm sure it was really good for what it, it was. was on but the list. It, it's not a movie. Though. Yeah, but fucking Blade Runner was on the list. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Blade Runner's my number two. Stop doing <laughs> it. <laughs> One like, movie that surprised me because I, I re- always remember seeing a shitty copy of VHS, but on Tubi TV, I showed it to Tubi, Trick or Treats. Now, I'm not saying the movie is good, oh. but the transfer of that film looked great. I yeah. love the kid. I love yeah, that I, little I kid. I like that movie. Sucker! That, Everybody that, that kid's it. a fucking pimp. I love that movie. He's Everybody, Shelly. <laughs> he's Shelly. Yeah, he's Shelly. That that is. Is. He's, a, he's a little kid Shelly, yeah. Everybody hate, I, I've heard so much bad things about that movie, but then I watched it and I was like, hey, that wasn't too bad. Yeah, it just even, it needed more slumber. deaths in it and shit. It, was just, it felt like yeah. I was watching practical jokes the whole time with no kills. I'm like, yeah, an hour and fucking like five minutes before anybody's killed. Oh. <laughs> Wacko was pretty fun for a uh, like spoof. Yeah, Wacko, so that, that was the other theme I was so going to bring up, man. There was some horror comedy slash spoofs like Pandemonium. Pandemonium which... is the best. I didn't see that oh, one. Class yeah. reunion sucks. Class reunion. reunion sucks. I gave a two out of ten. That was the other oh. one of the worst movies I've seen. Fuck that movie's bad. Horrible. Wacko was funny. Wacko was. Yeah, I agree, man. Wacko was kind of funny. Pandemonium was my favorite one. I gave it like a six and a half. <laughs> that, that shit was. Pandemon- that yeah. shit was pretty fucking funny, man. Yeah, Clay's but. in Wacko. Always got to bring Clay up when we're on your show. Clay's on oh, Wacko. Yeah, yeah, he's in Wacko. Well, we all yes. know JP's favorite person's in Pandemonium. Pandemonium. He just had a stroke. I think he's referring to Pee Wee Herman. It's JP's favorite person. And for all you Halloween fans, there's a white horse in it. See, they really should have, you know, just for Jeremy's sake, they actually should have kept the original title of Pandemonium to Thursday the 12th. That title is so much better. Yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I got no answer for that. Isn't there? And then you could have did a double feature with Saturday the Fourteenth. Yeah. Thursday the Twelfth, man. That's that's awesome, man. Friday the Thirteenth, Saturday the Fourth. That's awesome shit, man. <laughs> but Pandemonium really doesn't make a lot of sense to the it's stupid. I don't know. But anyways, it was the funniest one. <laughs> cool. All right. What about eating raw rule? Isn't that a horror comedy? Oh. Oh, that fucking movie. Yeah, but that's a horror comedy. I'm talking about straight up spoofs, right? Pandemonium. Okay. Like these scenes, they, they you know they were parodying and you know other films yeah. and shits to to a point. So it's interesting when they're really early. Like what was the one we covered from '81 or '80? Student bodies. Oh yeah, student bodies. Oh. Yeah, student because it, okay. it it was able to capitalize on something that is like so new that it it like of course we know the trips by like '84 or '80 '82 or '83, but. You know, that was, like, right there. That's really one of the original spoof films. Yeah. For sure. You know. Or... To to make that film in the height, like, right at the height of the slasher film is, is quite amazing, actually. But Yeah. So, is that it? Yep. Well, Jeremy wanted to predict what everyone's number one was going to So, who's going first? I'll go. Uh, I pick everybody the thing, except for Jeremy, which I pick alone in the dark. Okay. I pick everybody the thing, too, except I pick 
Brandon Alone in the Dark. Huh. And I picked Moods, JP, and Jeremy the Thing, Dave Creepshow, and Brandon Alone in the Dark. Hmm. Huh. I'm trying to take this all in. Is it my turn? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I predict Christian, Dave, and JP the Thing, Jeremy, Class of 84, and Moods Tenebrae. Hmm. Hmm. This is crazy. Okay, so yeah, I'm all over the. I got Brandon and Jeremy. I should have predict. I could have never predicted Yinz's predictions. <laughs> yeah, that's even harder, right? <laughs> predict the predictions. Nice. We'll do that next time. Is he again a ship reader? We'll we'll do that next time we get you know when we're prepping for the '90s show. Um. Yeah. So Brandon and Jeremy, I had alone in the dark. Christian, the thing. Dave and JP, creep show. Really. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't know how to go with this one, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just kind of so. Not one person said everybody the thing, which is no. what every listener Thanks. was like. We already Thanks know. Thanks for letting me go, thing. you dickhead. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeremy didn't do it. I, I thought he did. <laughs> always fucking forgetting about me. See, Brandon, they always forget about the Jews. Yeah. No, I okay. know. Okay. Right. Well. Okay. Next up, Derek B. <laughs> Dave so he says it's kind of hard not to say the thing for Dave considering he said everybody's going to be the thing but I think Dave's going to say Friday 3 <clears throat> JP the thing Brandon the thing Moods Alone in the Dark and Christian the thing so everybody okay. the th- yep. you know okay. what though J- or JP you said it a second ago I was going to say everybody the thing and then I, th- I believe that you mentioned Alone in the Dark, and then it sparked in my head because Brandon's uh, been blowing Alone in the Dark on Exploding Heads for the hey, past. Hey, you guys should have a lot more love for Alone in the Dark. It's the first review Exploding Heads ever did. I know. It's True. special. Yeah. I and wanted to go back and thought of that. It brought us together. It made us what we are today, the most downloaded show. <laughs> oh, I have Boom. a question about that. Is it the most? Is that the most downloaded episode or most accumulated download? Most downloaded show. What it basically means is we are so much better than everyone else, including you guys. Yeah, and uh, it's just going to continue that way for the foreseeable well, I, I literally gave you props in the intro, man. The number one <laughs> horror podcast on horrorphilia.com. Yeah. Exploding, Thank you. <laughs> you know, but really, but what we episode? Did, what episode is this? <laughs> 145 this episode it's 145 145 yeah so what we're almost halfway there what episode is the one that blew the shit up 70 right no no what no moods you think he's talking about one episode we 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 did that's what i was asking was it one episode like most download record total downloads oh okay that makes more sense you finally passed skeleton crew then yeah which really wasn't hard we did it in half the time (laughs) <laughs> I wonder where we sit in total downloads. What a dick. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm I'm <laughs> That's great. Hey man, I'm cool with being number two, man. It's no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> right? Uh, you guys ready? Ready for what? The list. Wait, wait, wait. What are we doing? The list. Right? list. What list? Jer- this list. Jamie, or Jeremy got to fucking push this thing along. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this, man. Y'all ready? For this? Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. Top 10 lists coming up right now. The batting order. Brandon, you're leading off. Let's do it. All right. 
Here we go. Let's take it back to the year 1982. Oh, <laughs> the year of our Lord and Savior, 1982. And this is a film by William Asher, who, of course, directed and produced Bewitched. And it is called Butcher, Baker, Nightmare Maker. Nice. nice. What else yeah. is it called? Night, uh, night Warning. There yes. you go. Night warning. Yes, I love this movie. And I'll tell you what. I just watched it again just before we started the show, and Susan Tyrell's performance. Oh yeah, award worthy. Yeah, she With, is fantastic, dude. She's literally the highlight of that movie, man. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So good. I I read that this movie was originally uh, that that part was originally meant for Patty Duke, and Patty mm. Duke's great and all, but yeah. it wouldn't have worked without Susan Tyrell in this performance, and. Man, it's a it's a twisted film. Mm-hmm. I mean, an, an orphan teenager, you know, Susan Tyrell plays the aunt, and she basically is bringing him up, and uh, she's obsessed with him and doesn't want to share him with anyone else. And then, of course, uh, in more ways than, in more ways than one. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, craziness happens. She uh, she kills a man and and claims attempted rape, and then you meet the most racist cop ever, played by Bo Svensson. Mm-hmm. Which is great I mean, casting, by the way. It's, it is. Yeah. It is. It's so believable, and it's really. It's a dark film, but it's a great film. It's got yeah. great comedy, and it just in terms of her performance, her facial expressions, you just <laughs> you can't help but laugh. Towards the end, she goes bonkers. Yeah. Once, once she cuts, once she cuts her hair and comes yeah. down the stairs talking to herself, <laughs> she's nuts. And yeah. I kept this film off our slasher list because it really doesn't become a slasher to the final 10, 15 minutes. But when it does, it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I I had never seen that film until this year, and I'd always heard the title. It's one of those titles you're like Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. What the hell? You know what I mean? Um, See, like at the marathon, I went up to the guy who who programs it. And I was like, you have to get that movie to play uh, one of these years. That would be a good one. I think yeah. it'd be such a fan hit. Like it's yeah. so good. There's so many great moments in that movie. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's uh, it's one of those films that. I think a lot of people haven't seen it because of its availability. Um, yeah. It's kind of hard to see um, unless you, you know, we're lucky right. enough to get, yeah, or that, or, you know, I, I think Code Red released it on Blue. Yeah, this past year. Didn't it just come out this past year on Blue? I think no. it- Years like a year and a half ago. Yeah, right? it was it was last year. Yeah, the DVD's been out for years from Code Red, and they dropped the Blu-ray. It's still in print, though. I think you can still get it, so... Yeah, really? I have I have the DVD and the picture quality is is decent. It drops out in certain points, but it certainly doesn't hurt the film. And yeah, I was just a pirate, and I watched the Blu-ray. It was pretty good. You're mm-hmm. a pirate. Mm-hmm. Arr. Arr. So I didn't <laughs> want to watch a shitty YouTube rip of it. So, Brandon, what did you rate that film? Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker. I give an eight out of ten. Nice. Eight out of ten. Sweet. Yeah. All I right. love the girlfriend. She was also in uh, Wacko. What's her name? Julia Duffy. Oh, yeah. Oh, from Newhart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, from Newhart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> from Newhart. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Look at look at these guys really aging themselves. <laughs> she was yeah. not Newhart. Newhart. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, shit. I didn't know that was her. I'm, I'm flabbergasted right now. Wow. 
I used to fucking mm, man, she was hot in Newhart. You used to pump off to her. Yes, no, you used to pump <laughs> off to Bob Newhart. I did. Bob I pumped Newhart. off nineteen eighty two. Oh no, wait, I wasn't pumping off in eighty two. Either way, <laughs> probably fucking your pillow. That's what you usually did back then. Tickle time with pillow. Oh god, still young. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Jeremy, you're up next. All right, number 10, I have the Osploitation classic turkey shoot. Now, oh, wow. I found this movie interesting simply because of the fact that if you listen to my reviews of Argento films, what I love about his movies, uh, especially Deep Red and Berwitz Crystal Plumage, is the fact that those main characters get their masculinity stripped away from them. And this movie is very similar uh, with the fact that we have these group of henchmen who basically get their nuts chopped off and they're 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 trying to regain their masculinity because the one thing that they had that made them masculine their ball were taken away from them. So they try and become these mean, horrible fucking people. And by uh, using that power, they're they're you know getting that strength back that they had when they fucking were able to shoot their jism all over everybody. So mm-hmm. I, I really connected to that movie with that aspect and then the, you know the story is just fun it's a really interesting and 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 fantastic story about this this you know this futuristic world where uh these people with a lot of money capture the less fortunate and put them in these pretty much concentration camps and they're pretty much forced uh selectively uh the people who have money select one person to be released into the wild and they basically try and hunt them down and kill them and if they live long enough they gain their freedom and they could go on with the rest of their lives so it's just a really fun movie in that sense where we have this build up where we meet these people who are ultimately going to be the ones that are getting hunted and we meet these dickhead people who have a lot of money and uh you know they have no concern for any of these people and it's just a really interesting concept uh, of course it's been done kind of uh you know with uh, Battle Royale and the shitty Hunger Games, but in a different kind of a sense. But it's it's pre- it's pretty similar. It's that whole surviving uh, the game idea. thing. Right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the most dangerous game. game. It's uh, yeah. humans hunting humans. Yeah. It's a yeah. classic but, story. I love human humans hunting humans stories. Um, surviving the game is probably my favorite. But, that was an yeah. ongoing theme with Aussie films in the eighties, though. Too. I mean, if you look at the storyline in that in Turkey Shoot, Turkey Shoot, and uh, Dead End Drive-In. You know, the social commentary is very similar, right? So, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. like Turkey Shoot that much, Jeremy, you should ch- uh, check out Escape 2000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, man, it's the same movie. I'm not fucking, fucking random. Oh, it never oh, fails. Went over my head. <laughs> no, I actually love the movie. And one of the great yeah. things I remember seeing, I don't know, it must have been in the special features watching a making of. They had such a miserable time making the film, and yeah. most of the people involved absolutely hate the film. Yeah, like I, I feel like just... most Australian films are probably like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a really fun film. It's got I mean, a great cast, right? though, man. Like, Fucking, you know, it does. Rails back. Steve Rails back. Cover. Olivia Hussey's in the film. That's it has cool. all these people from Australian soap operas that you wouldn't assume would be in movies and get naked and show their mumps and titties and everything else along the lines like that. So I, I didn't even know it. Olivia Hussey was in it. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. That. I'm surprised you didn't ask who Olivia Hussey is. No, I, lo- I like it. I like it, Olivia Hussey. <laughs> I mean, it does make sense that Brad Tenter Smith directed that film and then went on to do Dead End Driving because, you know. No, he went on to do Leprechaun 3. 
Oh god. Oh. <laughs> he also did Night well, of the Leprechaun Demons 3 too. Leprechaun Three is actually the best sequel out of the bunch. So that's it's, okay. It's awesome. Night of the Demons Part Two. Uh, I give it an eight out of ten. Shoot. All right. Good stuff. Nice. Good stuff. All right, uh, Christian, you're next. All right. I could have had a three-way tie here. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Brandon brought up Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker. That's another one. I mentioned Next of Kin earlier, but that was another one that uh, I remember watching way back when under the Night Warning moniker on VHS and, and thinking it was okay. But I loved it, this watch. I thought it was phenomenal. But I, I this was a strong year. So I, I bumped it, and my number 10 is Alone in the Dark. So we already mentioned it earlier. We reviewed it on our first episode of Exploding Heads, part home invasion slasher movie there's a killer that wears a hockey mask for two seconds in it uh and you know what it, it, it's violent it's scary you got dr donald or dr pleasant dr pleasant he might as well be more whacked out than some of the killers themselves uh it's just a really well made film uh i think it's it's underrated as uh you know, we're probably going to hear a lot tonight and it deserves definitely to be seen again yeah 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 it, it's, needs, it needs the blu-ray treatment yeah already. that dv the dvd's been out of print forever <laughs> yeah and it, re- expensive. it really I there does was rumor that it was coming out uh, I don't I don't know. Know. i've been hearing rumors of that for a long time man somebody needs to put it out i, I don't know what's going on i mean that's the film that should have the right it was just so. an HD transfer on Shutter sure. or something. Yeah, that's yeah. how I watched it. That's yeah. true. So yeah, somebody's, so somebody's got, to got to own it. Well, someone's it's done a transfer. It, I mean, yeah. putting or getting the rights to actually put it out, I think, is a different thing. Because I know New Line owned the rights to it. So yeah, classic New Line logo coming up. I was like, hell yeah! Okay, like okay, nice. Yeah. Lots of suspense. Uh, well directed. I think it's probably Jack Shoulder's best film. <laughs> what else has it, he done? Uh, he did Nightmare, Nightmare Two, The Hidden. The first two that come to my head. Yeah. Nightmare 2 and The Hidden. The Hidden's fun. Yeah. The Hidden's fun. Yeah. Nightmare yeah, despite, 2 is fun. Despite Jack Shoulder saying that Nightmare 2 is better than the original and he doesn't care for, for Rest <laughs> Cave. Really yeah, yeah, he did say I that. Swear to God. Well, that's... I, I still oh, love him on. for bringing us alone in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, question. That dude's it's on classy. track. It's that classy for uh, the type of film it is. I give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Cool. Cool. All right, so coming in at number 10 for myself is a film I believe that we've actually done a main review for on the show also, come to think of it, and that is The Entity. The Entity, Barbara Hershey. Yeah, starring the beautiful Barbara Hershey, man. Um, she's awesome, man. It's This is one of, the, one of the two supernatural rape films that we were talking about off the top of the show. Um. I always thought that this movie has the probably most intense and unbelievable rape scenes I've ever seen in a film. When the score pounds as she's getting pounded, <laughs> oh, wow. it's just like, it's almost, yeah. it's just beyond cinematic, man. It's ridiculous, but I don't know, man. There's, I, there's something so intense and brutal about this film. And it's like, it's unsettling too, because you can't see her assailant. And it's just like, fuck, man. I don't know. The whole movie's great. The only issue I have with the movie, and like a lot of people do, is I find the end of the movie is too long. Once they get to this facility and they try to, you know, figure out the whole supernatural entity thing, I think it's just too long. And it's a little bit silly, 
But the whole ride there is really fantastic. I think Barbara Hershey was casted perfect. I've always been a tad bit confused about her Mexican son that's in the film. He just seems too old for her, or she seems too young to have that. It's not because he's Mexican, is he? No, it's much much too Mexican. His name was JP. (laughs) Exactly. Um, He does seem very older, but they bring that up in the film, right? Yeah. Like the doctor thinks that she almost has like an attraction to him or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, mean, he's obviously going to be leaning not towards the fact that there's some supernatural (laughs) thing raping her, right? So he's got to figure it out because, yeah, there's a scene in the film where she literally tells the doctor that she feels that there's some there's a big, strong person and two small people holding her legs. And obviously that's a representation of her older son and her two smaller kids. So essentially they were alluding to the fact that her kids were raping her and it's, it's really uncomfortable and shit, but Ron Silver does a great job in this movie as the doctor. I think he's just fantastic. I, th- that guy was totally underrated as an al- as an actor. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Bart, great film all around. The score is just phenomenal. It fits absolutely perfect. And uh, it's it's an intense watch, man. I rewatched it again last night and just loved every minute of it. But just a little bit too long in the end. Nine out of ten. I'm sticking with my nice. original rating. I so. found that pulsing, that pulsing every time she was being attacked to be a little a little jarring. <laughs> I, well, I think it's supposed to be. Right. No, I know, but I would have. That's, pref- that's I literally what it is. I yeah. would have. Pre- I would have preferred a different approach. Because you're supposed to be like, oh, this woman's getting raped by a fucking spirit, right? But, I, in the but Hers- I like the right way the Hershey that- Highway they got her. Oh, oh fuck! You were setting that joke up. It it I was very, was very Bernard Herman rippy offy, and <laughs> rippy offy, rippy offy. I don't know what's wrong with your phone. Ship ship order, ship reader, ship order, the ship order. That's that's the line. That's where JP came from. He he crossed over the shit border. (laughs) 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 Maximum overdrive ripped up this uh, soundtrack. It's like yeah, yeah. like uh, more poundy as you as you were saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah. The entity in in the number ten, Dave. Yo, okay, uh, boy, man, you guys are high in your ratings. Okay, uh, <laughs> I probably had about a dozen films that could have taken this spot, uh, and a couple of them were slashers, and I love slashers, and this is also a slasher, and I, this one appeared on uh, on my top 50 last year. It came in as my number 40. I'm a big fan of this one, and I think it kind of gets uh, a weird it kind of has a weird reputation mostly because of what it spawned and other movies that are kind of similar to it and this movie is slumber party massacre i knew it i knew you were gonna say that did I you said, i had it yep just the way you were setting it up wow <laughs> on, eh? right. guess i'm doing something right um yeah i've always really enjoyed this film it, it, it's basic it's not on the caliber of like the the great age slashers of of the 80s or of any decade but what it does it does right there's there's really no dull moments the the dialogue is playful i mean we get nudity right away we get the kills that we do get are good Uh, we get some good shots the soundtrack is is criminally underrated i just happen to think it's fantastic maybe that's just me and it's it's very 80s and it's very of its time but I, I, I really love it. Of course, it's basic as hell, and the killer doesn't have a mask, and they usually do at this time. But mm-hmm. what he does, he does, and it, what a slasher is supposed to do, this does. You get TNA, 
you get good kills, you get a simple story, a guy escapes a freaking uh, asylum or whatever, and it just starts whacking people. And on top of it, you have the whole agenda, you know, the whole um, – and we don't have to get into that because everybody talks about this big feminism thing and it's directed by a female. And we discussed this at length on an episode, I think episode 34. Maybe Jason Blum should hit that lady up. Sorry, I had to say it. Amy Holden Jones, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, lots of good scenes. Eating the pizza off the dead guy. Beautiful girls. <laughs> the killer, um, the, a great demise of the killer at the end. And, of course, who could forget Muffin Courtney. and Gordon? <laughs> Muffin and Gordon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Muffin and Gordon are in this film. They, they, they are around. They survived Friday the 13th movies, even though... <laughs> <laughs> one was before and one was after, but there they are. But I, again, it's just a fun slasher, and I'm a big slasher fan, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, there's a lot of movies that I gave this rating, probably like 10 or 12, and that, that's a that's a, a testament to this year. That, that means it's a pretty solid year, but it's only a 7 out of 10. I mean, compared to what you guys are having with 8s and 9s already. But so you're right. 7 out of 10, Summer Party Manager. So you're right. The What's killer that? doesn't have. So you're right. The killer doesn't have a mask, but he does have really good batteries for that drill. <laughs> <laughs> and really crazy eye movements. Yeah. Yeah. Eye acting is an all-time high with this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like the shit Lord. out of that denim. I like that he's a regular guy. Like that. That's okay every once in a while. You don't want to see every movie, but every once in a while, regular guy. You know. That's a regular guy to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't want to hang out with you and some some of your regular guy friends. That, that's the standard in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like, there's no nothing weird about about him besides he's a murderer. You know, <laughs> like, you well, that, that's, that's kind of a big thing, though. That he's a murderer. Well, he, I mean, there's nothing unique about it. Is what I'm saying. Damn it! Besides the drill and the mur- fact that he's murdering. Okay, then there's I'm nothing dead. weird besides Michael Myers. Besides, he has a knife yeah. and he's murdering people. He has a cool mask. He has a denim jacket. I think he's probably the only kill- slasher killer that has one. So okay, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, I guess. All right, um, Halloween. Three. So uh, no, actually, uh, coming in at number ten from nineteen eighty-two, <laughs> we have the Entity starring Barbara Hershey. Oh wow! So yeah, uh, I wow. I uh, really love this film. It's I think that one of the coolest things, one of the coolest scenes is um, during one of the rapes when. It's almost like the Invisible Man thing, where you see the hand on her on her boobs and stuff. Yeah, and like that. That visually is just like really sketchy and scary, you know. Because you can fake the like moving around and getting hit and stuff like that, but when you actually see imprints, that's where it really hammers home the the fact that this is happening to her. Um, and that's that's really unsettling. I, I when when she describes that he smells bad and stuff, that really paints a picture and uh, really freaks you out. <laughs> smells like a stinking shit breeder yeah (laughs) but it's a it's a really intense movie i think the music is is super unsettling it's one of the most successful things about it we i remember even way back in the early 20s of episodes we we mentioned that and i still i still stand by that and the only problem i have with the film is what moods mentioned and I think the end scene is not only too long, but I actually think it's kind of silly. Uh, all the lasers and stuff like that—it just kind of takes me out of it a little bit. It just seems like just too like cheesy or something. So that's the only thing I don't 
like, but the the intensity and the feeling that you get in the early half of the movie is worth it. Uh, so I came in at eight out of ten on the entity for my number oh. ten. Nice for number ten. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool prosthetic. Did I mention? I don't know if I. I was just. Come on, Brandon, why are you fucking up? <laughs> I'm waiting for moods to finish. We have to represent our kind good. Oh. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a cool uh that's a cool effect and prosthetic that they did with their boobs and the and the fingerprints yeah. and stuff. That's fucking still holds up really well, I agree. Yeah. That's a good stuff. I was just man. gonna say, because I, I don't know if I brought this up, but I found like the music when she's being attacked to be a little jarring. <laughs> yeah, <fucking> oh really? <laughs> really? I've never heard that before. Alright, I just thought I'd say that. All right. Is it my turn? <laughs> it is back yeah, to you. Fortunately. Yeah. All right. My number nine, believe it or not, and this is this is weird. The entity. Because, no, this is very strange because I noticed this was a similar theme for the first six movies we just talked about is from 1982. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Lucio Fulci's The New York Ripper. No, no. Okay. Really? Just, yeah. The New York Ripper is a blast. A uh, police detective and a psychoanalyst team up to track down a vicious serial killer. Absolutely great gore, ridiculous killer, quacking like a duck. <laughs> I mean, it's. I like that. I, I love like it. That. I and love if you that. want to talk about rape, Jesus Christ, this movie's the rapiest of them all. Ex- <laughs> extremely rapey. And you know what? It, it works for me. The New York Ripper here. It has everything in it, man. The New York Ripper is the full package. It has an amazing fucking theme song soundtrack. It's got yeah. the gore. It's got the unique killer. It's you know, it can bar- obviously borders the line of a straight giallo and American slasher. Um, it's got fuck man. I, the one of the best kills of '82 is in the end of that film. <laughs> oh my god, the kid, the kitty kill. Oh yeah. fuck, dude, that shit. Oh, just every god. time I see it, it's like oh wow, it's brutal. And I heard there's a Japanese cut where it's even more gorier than yeah. it is, and it's got which it's got toe rape. You know? Oh my god. It's it's the like, sleaziest. That's it's the, the weirdest scene. I've ever yeah, it's one of the weirdest <laughs> scenes. It's so fucking weird. They're like sitting across the table. They're probably like, this person smells like a Mexican. I'm gonna put my toe in her anyway. Yeah. Yo, and his toenails are funky. Because that bitch was a straight up slooty, man. She was a straight yeah. up slooty. She was out there, you know, looking for it, but then did exactly what a true slooty does is kind of deny it. Uh, she was into it. She, I think she was even enjoying it more by denying it. She was saying no, but she really meant yes. Oh, she yeah, she was saying no, but she was screaming reason, yes. So. Yeah, yeah. Look at JP shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, that Ooh, that scene. Too. Every, every time I see that scene, it takes me back to uh, when I was younger. I was like, I was uh, like third 20. grade. No, listen, this is good. <laughs> I, I was like twenty years old, and I was working at my my family's pizzeria. And pizzeria. Just hired, what did yeah, you do to the pizza? You're super Italian. <laughs> pizzeria. I was working in my pizzeria. <laughs> we tell fuck the pizza. We hired this Italian chick. She was 17 and so fucking hot. So anyway, after about... Her too. Hold up. Check it out. It's, it's, <laughs> it's similar. After about a week, um, she came in. She interviewed. She got hired. After about a week, I decided, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to try to fuck this girl. So I was on break. And she came in, even though she wasn't working that day, she came in with her friend. I don't know why, maybe to get food, whatever the fuck. And she came in and sat down. And I decided, because I want to fuck the girl, I'm going to, you know, I'm the manager. So I'm going to, you know, sit up and talk to her. So I go up there and listen. So I get the manager, so I'm going to fuck her. (laughs) No, but, but. You want to raise, you got to take care of the kids. Little Cosby shit right there. (laughs) I was like flirting with her. And then all of a sudden, 
uh, it's me and her friend and her sitting at this at this table in the front of the store. She takes her foot and fucking puts it up on my cock and starts fucking massaging my cock with her fucking big toe. And I'm just sitting there, just loving it. And every time I see that thing, I think of that. You, you get know. flashbacks. Wow, it was like a reverse yeah. New York Ripper, man. That's yeah, the yeah, good old days. Yeah. Did she slice your nipple in half? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I blew coke off of her nipple. <laughs> there we go. Good God. There we go. <laughs> How Italian yeah, is that? Probably. The manager of his own pizzeria. Of Fuck. Yeah, I'm just flashing amazing. back to my good old days. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking all kinds of shit. You know, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, so Jeremy, tell about your stories. Yes, similar ones. Right? I don't have any. <laughs> oh my! Straight okay. crickets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I just get excited about that. That took me back. You know. Nice. Yeah. That's wow. Story. That 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 went crazy. Yeah. So New York. <laughs> Thanks Ripper. for telling me that a girl touched your cock with her toe. I appreciate that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into this story. It's just a great film. You should have showed her your James Brown doll. Maybe she would have fucked you then. (laughs) (laughs) She was Italian, you know. (laughs) All right. So uh, what's your rating on that, Brandon? I give this one an 8 out of 10. All right. Next up at number nine, I have Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker, which Brandon already ruined it and said probably everything good about that movie. But Susan Tyrell is fucking amazing in that film uh if it wasn't for her that movie probably wouldn't have been as enjoyable as it was but i just think if you want to watch a movie where you see somebody who really acts like it's pretty comparable to betty davis's role in whatever happened to baby jane that similar kind of fucking absolutely craziness that she transforms into this character it's very similar to that role in that film um you know they both give pretty similar performances and if you just want to watch a movie where that's what i was going to say with the mafu cage that i watched last week like if you want to see a movie that you have somebody just go absolutely crazy that film is the only reason why you should watch it to be completely honest this movie is similar uh take her out out of the equation and the movie's probably not as enjoyable but I had a blast with it. I was going into it not knowing too much about it. I was familiar with the name, but I really didn't hear uh, anything more about it. I didn't know the plot or anything about it. And when I was finished with it, uh, I was like, that movie is pretty good. So that's why I have it at number nine, and I gave it an eight out of ten. Not much more to say besides the fact that Brandon already talked about everything. So (laughs) eight out of ten. It's exquisite batshit craziness. Yeah. It's just, it is great. And yeah. you're right. It's all about her. You take her out of the movie and forget about it. You know? Oh yeah, it's just a generic movie. <laughs> yep. Well, you you got uh, Duff and the Muff or Muff Duff. Well, I don't know. She's naked, isn't she? <laughs> Duffy. Does she, she got naked? Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. You see, you see boobies. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Boobies. <laughs> boobies. Oh Duff my god, the, boobs! Yeah, I gotta take the picture behind the bushes first, man. Boobs! <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great episode. <laughs> oh my god, boobs! Well, I think we're on a me, and Brandon did it to me too, Jeremy, so there you go. My number nine is New York Ripper. <laughs> and yes. I thought I saw this way back when, but I rewatched it for the show, and I definitely don't remember a quacking killer. So I'll have to say that was a first time watch and I absolutely like loved it. Uh, It's like, I'm not, I got to watch how I word this. 
Lucho Fuji, I like. I don't love. I like a lot of his stuff, but I don't love it. And this is probably one of my favorites. Yeah, it's one one of my favorites, too. Hey, man. Saying you don't love Fulci, that's cool, man. You're not offending me. You're not offending me. He's my he's I, my favorite I, director. I, so I know. I was trying to tread uh, tread lightly. Hey, here, man, it I is what it, I, I can see why people don't like a lot of his stuff, man. It's not for everybody. It's bad worm placement. That's why. Oh, well, there you go. See, you got bad worm placement, man. You got quacking killers. You know, you just yeah. you know, it's a fucking you know toe rape. It's not for yeah, everybody. Toe placement. Yeah, man. <laughs> so. I get it. But no, get this it. was this was absolutely this was great. I think I I, I heard Jeremy talk. Um, sorry, Jerry. Ooh. Oh. Oh wow. no! No. Oh, oh yes. Did you just call Jeremy Jerry? Oh. Wow. Christians in the hall of fuckers. Fuck yeah. Fuck we don't yeah. speak his. Holy we don't shit. speak his name in these parts. <laughs> well, that was amazing. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank that you was for that totally an accidental too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes, I I heard this earlier this year being discussed somewhere else else and i was like i watched it a week later i want you to fuck me jerry (laughs) fuck me okay (laughs) i don't know how to respond to that (laughs) it was a little bit late but it was still funny i guess but that'll work anyway yeah no this is a great film and yeah a jallo slasher it's just it's brutal it's a fun watch and i definitely recommend it to everybody it was an eight out of ten and I, i'm looking forward to checking it out again i just want to add one thing about it because I, I didn't say it at the end but it's also heartbreaking the big reveal in the end for as sleazy yeah. and and gory and that's really you know why you watch this film just because it's bad shit and the kills are fantastic the story at the end is like it, it's sad oh you mean the the meaning behind of yeah, why it's the, ha- the yeah, meaning yeah. behind it and the big yeah. reveal it's like oh man that you know yeah i can well, see that yeah yeah who would have thought well, Fulci, you know he's making a little tur- tear jerky you know why, yeah, why not yeah. I almost shed a tear right on my hard ass <laughs> cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh... <laughs> oh boy! I almost watered I down sh- my fucking KY right there. <laughs> I can see where Brandon's going with it too. I, I would agree. Not about quite on your hard cock too. Yeah, no, not about that part. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Fulci's a, a hit and miss with me too. I, I enjoy a lot of his work but i am with you on that christian and this one's one of my uh one of the one of my favorites of his well, clearly you fucking put it on your list so <laughs> no i'm saying one of my favorites of his films besides oh, you know the, the gates of hell trilogy obviously yeah. uh d- did you rate that christian put it this way yeah i gave it an eight out of ten and I watched, I, I, assuming that I got the year correct, because everywhere I looked, it was 82. I watched his other film, The Manhattan Baby from 82, and that one I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. You know, it's funny, Christian, because that was like the golden uh, golden time for Fulci. He did so many good films in about a three, four-year span. And it's weird because Manhattan Baby falls right in the middle of all these great films. And it's just, it's just so lackluster. You know, yeah. the idea behind the film, like, it's not, it's not a bad film, but it's bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's got an, it's got amazing music to it, but it has this idea behind it and it's just, it's not executed properly. I think there was, um, money issues and there was a lot of problems with that production and it really does show. So it's unfortunate yeah. because like he had this crazy streak of awesome films going, but yeah, it's, it's a big disappointment for me also. 
Well, I'm glad because I was like, okay, like there's one that's like he knocked it out of the park and then this other one that I'm like, but you could see there's a visual flair there still, but definitely it just seemed uh, mediocre in comparison. Like there, it was lacking uh, uh, pretty much in, in most departments other than from just visually. Yeah. Yeah. Visually was stunning. The, the, you know, the score and theme to Manhattan baby is the highlight of the film for me. And the fact that baby went for more super, more supernatural, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's got more supernatural and no, it's got what? It's got Bob in there from, you know, yeah. House by the Seven. Yeah. And, and it's the dubbing's <laughs> different. And it's just, it always cracks me up, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, he's like pretty much the same age, but dubbing's <laughs> totally different. Fuck. Uh, it's better in this one. It's definitely better than House by the Cemetery. It might be, we all know, the worst dubbing of all time. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So what, what was that? Eight out of 10? Eight out of 10. Right on. Cool. All right. Yeah, so it's like Goku, zombie. Invasion of the body snatchers dubbing. That would be horrible. Anyway, yeah. go on. All right, so coming in number nine for myself is, oddly enough, another film that we covered in a main review on this channel. I'm just realizing this right now. This is not planned. I think me and JP just did this ourselves. Part one of Frank Henenlotter, the Basket Case trilogy, Basket huh. Case. I nice. rewatched this film, and it just... It just sparked my my love for this movie. I love this film for a couple different reasons because the idea behind it is really kind of unique. Essentially, at the core of this movie, it's a revenge film. You know? Yep. It's yeah. a fucking revenge film. It's as simple as that, but it's done in a very special way of this Siamese twin, you know, you know, you know, cut from, you know, our main character, blah, blah, blah. And but the thing I love about this movie is the setting and the time it was filmed. I mean, it's just, it's so gritty New York city. I mean, 42nd street is so prevalent in this. It's just awesome. I love the setting. Uh, Frank Henlauter captured that so well. It's just, it's such a gritty film, man. Love it. Love the effects. I love the whole Blyle character. Um, just everything about it, man. I just, when I watch that film, I just want to get in a DeLorean and go back to 82 <laughs> And fucking just experience that. There's something about the aesthetic of this film that gives me goosebumps, man. It's so cool. Yeah, It's the whole idea. It's, you know, you take a simple premise like a revenge film and you, you create this out of it. Fuck yeah, man. Rewatchability, very, very high for me. It's awesome. It's awesome shit. So, um, I don't know. Talked about this film a lot. But uh, Basket Case, I'm still sticking with my initial rating which was also a nine on this one so this is good shit man good shit, and by man. the end of the show you might be giving out 12s <laughs> <laughs> you gotta i have films that are higher that are rated lower you know because my shit's not not always ranked so. uh that's what i did a couple oh, of years yeah, ago and yeah, jp yeah, tore right? me so apart just because that. i start with a nine doesn't mean i'm finishing up or his know. number one's a seven <laughs> 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 it's fucking weird but, yeah. All right. Fucking basket case. Right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> My number nine is also a basket case. So nice. There you have it. Beautiful. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I have to echo everything you said. I mean, the New York setting, the, everything about it. Gritty, Forty Second Street. Fucking. Oh yeah. Great stuff. I love how it starts because it's like that POV shit. It could be any type of horror movie when it begins. You know, you don't even. Mm-hmm. You know what you're getting into? It's so cool that it begins that way, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
I love the whole the hotel characters. All of them are fucking Dude, just, right, right. I love the that's owner. That's what's so cool about it. It has the heart, owner. man. It yeah. has heart. You want yes. to just like like your typical New York and who owns a motel on that? Yeah, like, he got like greasy ass tank yeah. top or something, you know. <laughs> How about the one guy? And he's like, he's loaded. He's like, so are you? He tells him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rich characters for sure, and. He just manages to encapsulate that in film. I think that's what Moods was saying too. Like that's what I, I would love to do. Be in that DeLorean with you, Moods, and zoom back and check it out. Oh hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, <laughs> awesome. It's, I like you know Belial's design is really cool. Some people don't like when they show him in, in the in the stop motion, but it's it's endearing to me. I. I, I love that. I'd rather see that than fucking CG. That's know? that's the thing. I love the stop right? motion in the film. I yeah. have absolutely no problem with that. You know, I think it's just. I mean, it's it's ambitious for Frank Henlauter even to do that. They didn't have to do that route, you know. They mm-hmm. could have just used. They could have just built a puppet, you know. But to do the stop motion, I think is going that one step further. And I mean, yeah. it's a fucking low budget movie, man. To do stop motion, it's still pretty cool. An interesting fact: Belial is about, I think, only about two inches shorter than JP is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm vertically challenged, dude. Vertically. <laughs> no, fucking right. But you know, it's the only place a- where you're challenged. <laughs> it's a perfect paced film. It really is. It, it clocks in. I don't know what it is, but it's paced really good. The practical effects are good. Um,. <laughs> The design of him, like I said, is great. Uh, it's just and, and the kills that we get are really cool. And the finale is fucking great. And yeah. I'm not a big fan of two and three at all. Me like, neither. Me I neither. saw them once when I was a kid. I rented them and did not like them. But this movie, this movie, it stands alone to me as a really great film. I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, and, I mean, he definitely took the comedy route with two and three. And, I think in part three, it doesn't have that funny ass sex scene in it. It's pretty. It's so, oh, it's so ridiculous, yeah. it's actually funny, though. <laughs> I love to. I don't care. I, I don't like... Two. I think it's the bus scene in part three where they have that huge sing-along thing, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I It goes into musical for a second, and I guess Brandon would like that yeah. shit because he's kind of gay. But uh, I'm not a big fan of that shit, so... It just doesn't fit. I, it feels like is, it's so out of place. All I know is that something's gay. <laughs> Brandon. I think Brandon. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure it's me. Oh, you do look like Edward, and he was pretty gay. So. Was I cutting out there? Yeah, but you you're fine on your end because you're recording. You're, the, yeah. the audience will still hear you. We're enjoying this because the audience will hear you, but we don't have to. <laughs> wow. Oh fuck. Oh great. What what's your rating on that, Dave? Uh, seven and a half. It was Dave's review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, me, Jeremy stole my thunder when Brandon stole his, his thunder. But uh, it is number nine. Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker. This was a first time watch. And uh, I did get to see the HD transfer and it looked really good. So I, I will want to pick up that code red if it's not a million dollars like they normally are. I think it's like 40 <laughs> then I'm not picking no, up. No, no, you can get it for then. cheaper than that, man. You can get it. <laughs> no, for cheaper. dude, I looked after I watched it. It was thirty four ninety nine plus shipping everywhere. No, I'm not. not you went, that. You I don't to, like this movie that much. They have it at Screener Archives for cheaper than that, I believe. <laughs> okay, I, I'll look into it. I'm sure it might be possible one day. But uh, yeah, Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker. 
already popped up. I think this is the third time. Uh, sure, it'll pop up again, maybe. And uh, yeah, it's it's I know a little bit, but with a you know female. Um, in terms of just like the crazy, the same vibes you get from the craziness. Uh, I really really like that. Um, just a, just a solid all around flick. And uh, this is the problem with watching stuff so far out is I forget what I want to say about it. I don't take notes. But uh, I came in at 8.5 on it. Nice. Right on. Cool, yeah. man. Yep. Good shit, good shit. All right, who's what up we- next? We got uh, Brandon the Jew. Back, back to the top, it's man. Back me, to the top right. of the order. Yeah, all right. Coming in at number eight is film that was just discussed recently. <laughs> Slumber Party Massacre. Oh wow, that's a nice surprise. Yeah, <laughs> really, really. That, that, wow. wow. Ooh. Sorry, you guys. Go done? ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Slumber Party Massacre. It's the feminist, a feminist take on a slasher. There, there you go. She brings it up right away. What? Feminist. <laughs> Said so it's the feminist in you, man. That's why you associate with this film. Hell yeah. It's fucking close to you, man. The only. I, I the feel only you, brother. Th- the only thing they didn't get right is the scene with them playing basketball where they're traveling like every two seconds and you hear the guys in the background going, there's another travel, there's another travel. It's just, I always laugh every time I see that scene, but great kills, great characters. Um, I love the killer not having a mask. His his facial expressions and his reactions are hilarious and terrifying at the same time, especially right when he gets his hand chopped off. His reaction after that is just so funny because he's like, "You son of a bitch, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. <laughs> That is the best part of the movie. I laugh out loud, but it's such a great film. It's such a fun film, and it's—I mean, it's super short, so it it clocks along at a perfect pace. I mean, well, this thing is like an dude, hour and ten minutes long. What do, you, what do you expect? It's a fucking Corman production, man. His wife. No, but that's—it's—it's it. it's perfect. Yeah. that's perfect. If this movie was yeah. an hour and forty minutes. Oh no, it wouldn't work. And it's beautiful women, good strong female leads. I love uh, Valerie. I wish she was still alive. I know. R.I.P. Valerie. Yeah. Even at an hour and twenty, it's too long. Oh, uh, see. What? <laughs> maybe if it had a Turkish Loomis, you'd like it. Shoot it up a couple of notches. <laughs> <laughs> You skunk. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, see. Eight out of ten for me, Summer Party Massacre. It was in my top 50. Anybody else right. has this on their list tonight? I'm off the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. Next up, I have from the year 1982, the Mexican American film, Amityville 2, The Possession. Now. It's Mexican? Mexican. Nice. Italian. Mexican American. You're Mexican Italian? American. No, Mexican Damiano, American. Damiano Damiani is fucking Mexican. No shit, huh? Okay. It's, it's one that, of JP's kind. I agree. It sounds Italian. Right. I always thought it was. Crazy. What, what are you. What? It's Mexican? <laughs> yes. Amityville 2 is a Mexican production? Why would he lie? Look says, what you did. Mexican you just gave American. JP a boner. <laughs> what know, the right? fuck? Look at him, he's flabbergasted over there. He's like, Mexican, come on. You know, I've never I thought it was Italian. I'm pissed off. He's what like, the pass fuck? the guac. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Screenplay. It's Mexican American. Holy it shit! It explains all the incest, you filthy Mexicans. <laughs> Thanks for stealing my thunder, fucking Brandon. Oh, sorry. Supposed to stick to... together. Uh, were you about to say that? I was going to talk about the incest being JP's favorite part of this movie because JP <laughs> loves incest, and this one's very high on the incest. Um, so I'm not really into the Amityville franchise. I really haven't watched that many of them. I've seen parts one through three, so I'm not really that. Uh, infested in the story. But this one's really fun. I think it's better than the first one, to be completely honest. Um, I think that the Montelli family is a lot more interesting than the Lutz. Yeah, the Lutz family. And, and, yeah, Burt Young. Like, we were talking about Susan Terrell in Bertrand Baker, Nightmare Maker. Burt Young in this movie is fucking mental. And he's so good as like the the role that you wouldn't really see him in after Rocky, but he plays this drunken asshole father who's so fucking dark. Is like he steals the movie for sure on top of the incest and all the weird shit that happens on the end of the film. <laughs> on top of the but, incest. Oh my god, Burt Young is so good in this movie. And if you have one reason to watch this movie, you should watch it because of him. And like I said, it's it's your basic Amityville story that you see in the first film, but it, it's it's just this different family who moves into the Amityville house, and of course they're. Uh, well, it, it's based on the the Feo family from the actual story. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> and you know, there's there there have some weird shit going on, and one of the family members, of course, gets possessed by the house, and he pretty much does what we see in the first movie and he murders his whole family and that's basically about it. If you like incest and if you like watching <laughs> a crazy If you movie. like incest. It's like, it's like one of the weirdest selling points. JP I likes am crazy. It's a great selling sister, point. I would like incest. <laughs> JP watches this movie it's basically because film. it's incest. And it's interesting that Tommy Lee Wallace did the, the screenplay. Uh, screenplay for this yeah. movie. Uh, you wouldn't assume that he would do a Amityville sequel, but he did. And, of course, Diane Franklin in her second role after The Last American Virgin. Uh, so, you know, she's good, too. So, eight and a half out of ten yeah, for Amityville 2. Tommy Lee Wallace was busy that year, man, because he wrote right? or he did uh, Halloween 3. So, yep. 82 was his year. The sequels. Fucking right. Sorry, Jeremy, what did you give it? I, I eight, think and I cool. eight and a half. Cool. Eight and a half. Nice. Emmyville too, and love great shout out to Netflix. the Last American Virgin, man, because that's a great teenage comedy movie, man. Oh, yeah. I love that. It's canon, canon goodness for once. You know, I kind of, I'm kind of kicking myself right now. I just made an order on the Arrow sale, and I didn't pick it up, and it was cheap. But got I, the olive, bro. Olive release. Yeah, I know because you know we were all part of that shit, and then you guys just got all the releases and never watched them or reviewed them. So go fuck yourself. I reviewed them. It's one of my highest reviewed fucking watched video on my channel, bro. <laughs> really? That one? Is? Yeah. Wow. Not even the movie is like the, the most downbeat ending, man. I yeah. know. It's oh, like I, I like that. I like that movie. You think I think it's the New York fun, Rippers but... downbeat. Check out Last American. <laughs> oh Virgin. yeah. I'm still oh, kicking yeah, myself. Movie. I should have picked that shit up, man. Fuck. Stupid. Lawrence Monison, right? Yeah. For Friday 4. <laughs> anyway, unless you guys want to talk more about your Arrow releases. I met him, and he's a dick, by the way. I met him, I met him this summer. Chris is oh, like, really? fucking physical, yeah. physical releases. Jesus. He's a, pretty, he's, a pre- he's a pretty big dick. Oh, that wow. sucks. He had a pretty big dick? No, yeah. he wasn't. He's not, swallow not it whole? Brandon. <laughs> swallow it whole. Uh, I'm sure Brandon doesn't have a big dick. 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> we're number eights. It's mango right down my throat. <laughs> what a lead in to me. I always love this lead in. Uh, <laughs> that sounded more like a spray in. Yeah. Like. <laughs> this is making me crazy. <laughs> my number eight is Basket Case. I mean, what more? The guy had 35000 bucks, made a movie. It's a freaking cult classic, spawned two sequels. Uh, a fantastic low budget film. We talked about it. It's full of colorful characters. He, he, Obviously, guerrilla-style filmmaking at its finest, man. And like you said, a revenge tale just told in a unique way that kind of hides the fact that it's a revenge tale. Mm-hmm. Good stuff all around. Eight, eight out of ten. And it's just it, it's just got charm. The, the biggest shame that I think in the horror realm is that Hen and Lauder never did more movies. Mm-hmm. I know I, I like Hen and Lauder a lot. Brain damage is my shit. Oh, like like when you too. think about it, Brain man. Like he, oh, he man. you know, he struggled to make Basket Case, put it out in eighty two, and then his next film was six years later in eighty eight, which was Brain Damage. In my opinion, is his best movie. Yeah, yeah. agreed. I think yeah. that movie is a fantastic film. Yeah. But then you know he did I, that, the the sequel in, in ninety Frankenhooker. And then I like Frank and three, too. but then he disappeared in the nineties and we know why, if you watch a documentary shit, it's actually quite interesting. He just kind of said, yeah. fuck movies. And cause he was getting screwed around. He returned with bad bo- biology in, in 2008, but I would always Which like, to- I like as well. Yeah, I, dude, I like that. you know, that's yeah. It's got big, big pussies and big dicks in it, man. It's kind of mm-hmm. funny, but uh, it's foaming at the mouth as you speak. <laughs> it's like this show. Brandon can't even talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first this is a wall. I don't know what the fuck fuck he's gargling over there, man. He's fucking gargling. <laughs> but Hen and Lauder, man. Oh, I don't know. It's just such a shame, man. Such a shame. Overrated. Said, how can he be over? The guy. The, it's like a cult following. Overrated. That's Brandon. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I heard See how he had to disguise like, his voice because he's no, he's he's no. You're not being true to yourself, dude. Come on, you fucking uh, lie yourself, dude. I don't, I don't like Frank and Hooker. I never, I won't even watch it with that stupid name. Well, well, I, 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 I think it's a stupid Frank film. Hooker, it's like good it. James Lorenz. Yeah, the movie is a little off, but that that guy, man, he should be in more movies. But have you seen Brain Damage before? Oh, Brain Damage, I like. Oh fuck. Yeah, Elmer kicks ass, man. It's good shit. Uh, right? Brain, da- Brain Damage is my favorite. Yeah, it's good shit. Yeah. What'd you rate that, Christian? I have another 8 out of 10. I don't want to hear Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Last time I had too many 7 out of 10s or something like that. 7.5. Yeah, because yeah. that was fucking retarded. You fucking have 7s. Yeah. Well, he had 7.5 up to like number 3 or something. Dave yeah. started off with 7s and Moods already says his ratings go down as we get closer to number 1. <laughs> well, I said summer lower. I didn't say they consistently go down. Come on. There's a I only had one 7. <laughs> Uh, no, not seven. I know. That was in the ass. <laughs> I always got fucked up list, man. But uh, yeah, so coming in at number eight for myself from the year. 19- no, I'm just joking. Um, done to death. Done to death. Superstition. Really? Nice. Wow. That's a, that's a one that I didn't expect to see. I liked it. Man, I have been in love with this movie for years. I, I, I love it. I love it. It's not the story is not anything that we haven't seen before. It's about a witch that was drowned, you know, in the late 1600s in this pond. Jump to the present time. This family moves into this house, and of course, uh, 
the witch is out for revenge and it turns into the supernatural slasher. And I, I, I like supernatural slashers. I like the fact that you're not seeing the killer and it's got really fucking dope kills. It's got a great atmosphere and that's all I needed for this, man. It's got so much rewatchability for myself that, you know, it's got to be there, man. You know, so what do you guys feel about this film? I liked it. It's another one that I wish I would have on like DVD or Blu-ray or something yeah. because I watched it on bucks. YouTube and it was a little bit, it was a little, I flew out. Bad. It was a bad transfer. Moods found half price book slipping. <laughs> yeah. This, this was a fluky find. And I know like this definitely needs the Blu-ray treatment. So more people can see it. I feel like no one has seen this movie because of the, I just seen it. that was the first time watching. Yeah. And it's unfortunate yeah, because too. it's a slasher film that, you know, that was different for the time. I mean, it was a lot of, you know, actual physical humans stalk and slash and shit. This is supernatural. Uh-huh. They weren't, there wasn't that many around this time. So it stood out a little bit, even though it didn't because it was underneath the radar, but um, it's fantastic, man. Some of the kills in the beginning of the film are just brutal. Like just yeah. brutal in this. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Good practical effects. Great atmosphere, man. Fun characters. House is awesome. And I, I, I dig the end. I think it's fucking awesome. And rewatchability. That's the biggest thing for me with slasher films. You know, there's so many duds out there. This one sticks out. And, you know, it's a slasher film, though. So, oh, but I found out- this in the bargain bin. Eight out of ten, you said? Sorry. I eight out of ten. There. Yeah, eight out of ten. Bargain bin. Yeah, one of those VHS bargain bins back oh. in the day. VHS. Uh, I had the VHS for years, but then cleaned it up, cut off like my laser disc and everything. And one of my moves way back when. Regret it now, but uh, yeah, I hadn't seen it for years, and I, I too watched it on YouTube, uh, which unfortunately, unfortunately, was the only way to check it out. And uh, you know what? I agree, moods. It's it's a hell of a lot of fun. Didn't make my list, but yeah. Definitely, uh, like a unheard of uh, gem from the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll tell you what. I think the third act is fucking fantastic. Um, I think the first act is a little slow for me. We get those good kills in the very beginning, then it's kind of slow, and then I kind of fall into it when they go when they start with the flashbacks, which are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's all about the fucking third act, which which I think is great. I enjoy this film. It, is it out of print? I have the DVD. Yes, the Anchor Bay is like. Man. It's like a fifty to fifty to sixty dollar DVD. This, wow. this DVD yeah. is an early, early Anchor Bay release, and it's been out of print probably since you know since those days. You, know? you can yeah. get it, Way you can rent long. it on Netflix, but that that's it. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Early so, Anchor Bay is uh, usually out of print. By I've now. seen it. One <laughs> Mood's got his copy at half price books for four ninety nine. I've seen another copy at half price books like. Like like a few months ago, and it was like fifty five or sixty. I was like, "That motherfucker!" They <laughs> yeah. fucking so also known as the witch, Dave. Superstition is known as the witch, huh? Yeah, alternate title. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, another high, highly rated first time watch for me this time. Didn't make the list though, but yeah, yeah, it was very close. Good shit. Word. All right, it's me, huh? Okay. Uh, we talked about this a couple times already. Uh, the entity. Uh, Does it have dramatic music cues? <laughs> very, very. I find the music a little jarring. <laughs> Dude, you know we have a jarring jar, right? Yeah, he's three bucks in now. Yeah. Yep, yep. I find Barbara Hershey a little jarring because fucking, man, she's so hot. Oh, jarring man. on the cock. Woo! Yeah, dude. What's up with those cock I, I have a hard time like, finding people hot that then get raped. I'm just like, damn it. 
<laughs> want to look at like, like her boyfriend in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's hot. She still looks good now. She's like pushing seventy. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you. She she's a really attractive woman. She's Jane like Fonda's the hottest old broad. How she's old was Barbara Hershey in in the entity? Eighty four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, let's see. Like, I, I, I'm pretty sure she's pushing seventy now, and it's 2018. So yeah, she was. Whatever, do the math, I guess. Yeah, say like thirty, like it's it's still yeah. like she was too young to have that old. I don't know. Still, yeah, it's still kind of strange. I that but. Exactly when I was watching the movie, I'm like, where did this son come from? I, must she must have had him at fourteen. Thirty four. Oh, she was well, thirty four. So she had two or three kids, right? So. Hmm. <laughs> Amen. She should have taken it up the Hershey Highway. She'd be okay. You know? I'm looking at a picture of her from 2016, dude, and yeah, like, wow. Yeah, dude. 68, Jesus. Yeah, look up James Bond. Yeah, bro. she has, like, this na- natural like fucking that. look to her, like, real yeah. beauty look Natural beauty, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah she, ma- she makes me feel like a natural woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, she was in... Uh... I'm sure Cox do that, too. <laughs> James Cox? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she looked very fucking Damien. Show a few years ago, she was there, and unfortunately, it got canceled. But she had a good role in that one, and mm-hmm. that was good. Anyway, her character in this film, I she's really relatable. She's very likable. She's a good mother. Uh, I like all the character development. I like the battle between the you know, the psychiatrist and and the, the paranormal people and what's going on there, and her friendship with the one guy. And I have to say what you guys have said. That, the climax, some of the stuff is just fucking un- too unbelievable and just too, just, I don't know. Just they managed and- to cr- yeah. make, like, somehow create this huge iceberg somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it froze the ghost. And I'm always yeah, like. It just feels so out of place, It's like man. this. I'm like, where the fuck are we, man? <laughs> like, how'd this happen? The Ghostbusters so ripped to- this off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a good story. Like, I'm yeah, not yeah. bored. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a little over two hours, and, and I'm pretty much invested. And like, you know, when she goes to the house of her friend, and like the, her husband, her friend's husband's like uncomfortable with her being there, and she feels like she's intruding herself, but she's in a fucked up situation. There's yeah. there's a lot going on here, and I, 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 she's a really relatable character, and you don't always see that when you're on board with the character from start to finish. So for that alone, <laughs> I've always been into it, and it's eight out of ten for me. I gotta ask you guys though. Uh, what did that do at the end? Because she still, it says it continued to haunt her. It didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah it, it literally it did work. nothing. <laughs> Other than have have the entity color a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the very end. It made no, a I'm huge iceberg. Yeah, yeah. You know, everybody had drinks after that was done, man. Just chip off a fucking piece of the ice. <laughs> they call her a cunt or Cordell. Cordell. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Uh. They called anyway. her a frigid cunt because of the iceberg. Oh, Ooh. there we are. <laughs> All right. Moving so on. what's the uh, rating on that, Dave? Eight out of ten. He said it. Eight out of ten. Way to pay attention. Well, I'm just trying to make sure they hit because uh, Rob will be like losing his mind when he does our ratings. <laughs> um, but all right. Coming in. At, what, what number are we on? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Come on, JP. That Empire box set behind your head, fucking yeah. up your. Uh... Uh, so number eight for me, it was uh, already done for eight, and that is Basket Case. Uh, I watched it twice in prep for the show. Actually, I, I watched it once, and then 
a couple of weeks later, it came on on the marathon that me and Jeremy did uh, for the Joe Bob thing. And uh, man, dude, I, 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 first of all, I had only seen this for the first time when I bought the Synapse or not the Synapse, the um, something weird video, uh, Blu-ray of it. And I thought it was like, okay. And then I watched it a few more times. This is probably my most watched movie in the past, like, I don't know, five years. I've watched it more than any other movie, according to my logbook. Um, but it every time I watch it, I, I seem to like it a little tiny bit more. And and we covered it on the Hen and Lauder episode. I like it more now than I did then, and I liked it a lot then. I love the, the, the gritty New York vibe, like you guys said. And, um, <laughs> and I just think this movie has so much heart, man. It just it feels like guerrilla filmmaking at its finest. It's a guy who wanted to make a movie uh, without permits and just just did it. You know what I mean? Like they what, what is there's this, that scene of the apes, guerrilla filmmaking. <laughs> that was the shit I'm about. <laughs> um, that scene where he runs down the street naked. The one I know oh. you love that scene, Brandon. Uh, you they mean did the one that. from Skin Deep? They they did that without permits. I know that. Um, there's a cool little feature yeah. on the on the Blu-ray where they go around to the locations of the filmmaking, uh, in today, like you know, well, ten years ago probably now, but, and and that was really cool. I, I agree, man. Hen and Lauder. I think he actually could make some great movies if if somebody would have gave him some money. You know, um, all his films are low budget, and you know, they he just has he has an eye for it. You know, you just feel hit and and watching him talk about movies. He reminds you of like you know an Eli Roth or or something like that or Tarantino or something. That he's just passionate about him, loves movies. Yeah, he's a straight fan stuff, slash man. encyclopedia man. He knows yeah. what he's fucking, especially you know East Coast New York shit. Mm-hmm. Like he knows everything from that era, man. Yeah, that's super cool yeah. to hear. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And I, I love the relationship between this deformed Siamese twin and, and his uh, <laughs> his uh, brother Dwayne or whatever his name is, and the the chick in that movie uh she actually was wearing a wig the whole time because she was like bald because she was in a punk band i don't know wow. if anybody knew that yeah oh, wow. we we call them baldies <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst man I, I can't wait till we get to what year did that come out 83 or something yep. man i wish i could cue up fucking willie d's bald-headed hose song right now man <laughs> that's so, what so you fun. see d yeah you know that shit uh, dave fuck yeah dude. <laughs> so fucking funny yeah. All right. <laughs> that basket case is an 8.5 out of 10 coming in at my number eight spot dope shit love basket case yeah good film good film right good call good call all right coming in at number seven is creep show yep oh seven. That was my dick. Think you think you're trying to get a response, but nobody's saying anything. Yeah, so I was, I was waiting for some sort of response. No, we just recently re- covered Creep Show. What the? <laughs> some kind of response. You got one. <laughs> creep Show. Anthology film. Anthology, great anthology film. It hasn't been uh, duplicated since. Not even Creep Show 2 could capture what Creep Show did. And I used to like Creep Show 2 more until we reviewed it this time for the show. And, uh, Me too. I used myself. to like Creep Show more too. Creepshow two more too. I prefer yeah. part three myself. Oh god, <laughs> it's fucking, it's fucking solid, man. It's real good. Real good. <laughs> so, what's your favorite segment? I haven't got to that. Show. My my favorite segment is still something to tide you over. But I'll be honest, every single segment 
reviewing it this time went up in terms of enjoyment. I used to always skip uh, "They're Creeping Up on You" as a kid because it was. I used that's to skip the, because it terrified a, me. Okay, I was like, "That's the thing about Creep Show is everybody has their different favorite segment and their different least favorite segment. It every one has popped up in another person's thing I've seen over time. Now, my least favorite is probably Jordy Vero, but I could I could appreciate it now. See, that's my favorite. It, it's weird. Oh. It's like even though it's my least favorite, I wouldn't I wouldn't give it a low score. I think about it now, and it's really quite dark. Even though I love the ending, that's why it's yeah, my favorite. Thing. The ending's super dark, even though but there's so much comedy throughout. But it's it, not the, the thing about that is it's not comedy in, in like he's just you've never met somebody that's just off like that. That's just how he no, is. He, you know no, what I mean? I get it. I get it. But it's yeah, it comes off as comical until the end when he's saying you know when he's basically begging god for him to have luck this time yeah and then the very end where you're like okay so everybody's fucked then too it's yeah. super counter yeah, oh, yeah. you lunk yeah. you lunkhead my my least favorite <laughs> is mother's day or father's day rather really i love father's day i just yeah. wish it had a few more kills in it that's my least favorite by by far in fact that was the only one that i watched that watching it this time that didn't go up like all the other segments i liked more except that one i liked it even less Wow. I think my favorite is something to tide you over. My least favorite is probably they're creeping up on you. Really? Yeah. See, that, the, they're creeping up on you is my second favorite. See, yeah, it's fun. It, you it's you have a very strange order to hear that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the the lonesome yeah. death of Jory Verrill. They're creeping up on you. The yeah, crate, no. something to tide you over. Then Father's Day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so nobody, nobody else on earth has that order. Like, I agree. My my least yeah. favorite forever was the crate. I don't know why. It's a little huh. long. It's a little yeah. long. Yeah. Why? Maybe, long. maybe maybe that's what it is. It's just Are feels... they all the same length? No. 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 Definitely not. Uh, Definitely. Yeah. I never knew. After I never... It's like a two hour movie and the crates like an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the crate's just scary. That's why it's, it's it is scary. creepy, but something to tie you over just is more terrifying to me. Just the no. idea of being buried and, and dude, drowning like that. I one hundred percent agree with that. It's something I said this to JP once before too. I'm like, dude, that idea is scary as fuck. Terrifying. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah, but isn't it kind of goofy where they show the the picture of them under the water and he's like, "There's all the f- <laughs> looks like a fish tank." Well, it was a fish tank. <laughs> it That's was exactly a how fish. they shot it. <laughs> well, it looks like one. So it does. It looks goofy, but they all have a little bit of goofiness to them. But I love that one, and I even like hearing about the goofy antics that went on while they weren't shooting with Leslie Nielsen because he plays such a prick in that one. Yeah. Right. So I mean. I love it. I mean, I had a great time with it with, with it uh, this time around, and yeah, I'm excited they're doing a, a creep a, like a new in- iteration of Creep Show. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that mm-hmm. be, uh, yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. You know, right. Right. never know. But I'm I'm jumping up to nine out of ten. Leslie I mean, Nielsen should have been the he should have been the bad guy and or a dick in more films, man. Day in the Animals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hopefully it's not. He's the fucking. Oh, we don't know. You know. <laughs> oh God. Was we that just... real? Because yeah, if no. it ends up being, then I don't really oh, know it's what's Leslie's machine. <laughs> uh, does um, so does your films step down as you go too? Yeah, my number one is actually a zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Panic? Because I know you do that. Uh oh, retard never... alert! <laughs> retard alert, class. What what was your rating on Creep Show? Nine out of ten. 
Okay. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Nine out of ten. Yeah. It's not my favorite anthology film, but it's up there. It's what is my, your favorite? It's anthology. not mine either. Honestly, right now, Southbound. I would probably say either Trick or Treat or Southbound. <clears throat> really? You like Southbound that much? I th- I think it was yeah, such a brilliant film. I think it's a brilliant film. Southbound is yeah, it's it's, it's very good. much in the light of Trick or Treat, right? The way they yeah they mix they, can, they continue yeah yeah. I and maybe I need to give it a rewatch. Dude, it's I thought it was I thought it was solid as fuck too, man. And I I thought it was, oh man, I I felt like I was getting shit on by people too. Like you like that yeah, shit too I mean, much, it's, man. It's not I'm for like, everyone. I don't think it was for everyone. I think some people prefer you know story tied up, but this one kind of just you know tied into the next story and it's just like one big continuation yeah, it's so well shot it's not even a question with me trick or treat is my favorite anthology film i can watch that anytime that that shit is so good trick or treat yeah. then tells from the hood those are my two yeah tells from the hood is up there too creep show they're all they're all fantastic anthologies mm-hmm. all right yeah. who's next me so <laughs> next up i have Class of 1984. He included it, and somebody's out. Fuck, I'm wrong. I thought he was having it number one. I'm glad he picked it, though. Yeah, this movie's great. You know, I talked about um, last top ten. Last top ten, I talked about uh, Massacre at Central High. And this movie has a fairly similar kind of sense. I mean, this film, we see adults. When in that film, it's basically just entirely done with just teenagers, and we don't see any adults. But it has that similar kind of, uh, uh, you know, delinquent kids, pretty much running this high school, and we have this teacher who is trying to, you know, connect with these punks who are pretty much running this entire school, and it has a very punk rock kind of feel to it. Uh, It has a soundtrack. Uh, with a song that is done by Alice Cooper. So uh, it, it, it has that kind of feel to it. And if you like a, a you know, a dark film surrounding about, uh, it's pretty, kind of like a coming-to-age movie with our main character, uh, it, it's, it's quite good. Uh, we have a young Michael J. Fox in this yeah, film. Michael J. Fox young. is in this? Yeah. Yes. He's like a fuck. He's a little chubby fucking mop head. Yeah, kid, he's, man. and he has like a major part. You know, he's can not you like fucking why believe nobody laugh at my Brandon joke. Fuck you guys. Can you guys yeah. believe that, you know, he became Marty McFly, the cool ass Marty <laughs> McFly three years later? Come on. His acting was a little shaky in this one. Yeah, but that's <laughs> his family ties days, though, man. Come on. <laughs> he even has the family ties haircut. You know? Yeah, well, that was, that was a he was on the horrible t- joke. Michael J. Fox is a Canadian icon, a little shaky. He's a fucking prick over here. <laughs> <laughs> you scumbag. You know, man, I actually lived. <laughs> Did when, nobody hear mine? I thought mine was. When I, I Christian, when I lived in Burnaby, man, I lived right close to where he grew up, man. A couple blocks well, over. Yeah, yeah, and I bet he's a national treasure there, too. Fucking rights, man. Yeah. Fucking rights, man. Fucking guy. <laughs> he shakes the fucking place up, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Roddy McDowell's fantastic in this. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, especially towards the end. Uh, the end film is definitely the highlight of this movie. Uh, of course, we have some more rape going on. Uh, Brandon's favorite theme of 1982. More rape, but uh, it's a weird franchise. This you know to uh, spark two sequels you know so this is really a trilogy of films it's very weird i wouldn't have seen this kind of uh this movie sparking that 
I haven't seen Class of 1999 or its, its sequel. It's completely different. <laughs> yeah. Class of 99 it's... is fucking awesome. And Class, oh, right. I like Class of 99. Two fucking that's... words, man. Pam Greer. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Class of 99 is completely different. Way more cheesy, but a lot of fun. Yeah, the yeah. Whole, the I have to watch it. Like I said, I have the fast run, so. The whole end sequence 80, in Class of 99 is amazing. It's just... 84, 84 though, is a serious film. There's, there's a lot going on there. I mean, my favorite mm-hmm. scene in the film. The bathroom is, scene. Actually, no, it's the piano scene when Peter starts yeah. playing the piano. That yeah, right I like there, that scene. Too, that right there is yeah. the moment when you realize that this this Didn't kid all... has all the potential in the world. It's to a be commentary a good on youth, exactly, and he has all the potential because he's brilliant yeah. and he can do anything he wants. But he chooses to be purposely going out of his way to be a fucking asshole. Exactly, you know? yeah. it was a real Dude, powerful moment. We all knew somebody like that man. We definitely did. You know, I knew a guy Don't that like was just like that man. Podcast he was... with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah man you just want to say like fuck dude you know do your shit properly man but yeah it's I, such I a love, great film good jeremy i love the scene in the bathroom where basically these kids they're selling drugs and he walks in to try and restore some kind of order and the kid you could clearly see that he has no control over what's going on in this situation it's just a it's a really well acted scene and i you know it's one of my favorites of the film for sure on top of the the piano scene and uh you know this is written by tom holland who of course yeah. went on to write child's play and yeah and the greatest fright night yeah psycho 2 well, I love so, it. Roddy McDowell, that great scene when he's ooh, teaching the, the class with the, with the gun. Yep, and The Beast Within, also from 1982. Yes. So, Jeremy, I those films back to back and didn't even realize it didn't do that intentionally. So, Jeremy, do you, you consider this film horror? Mm, yeah. I, I made it in I do so. I think, I think at the end of the film, it's pretty horrific what's going on. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think if Massacre at Central High is horror, then this is horror. But that's like a slasher. I feel like almost. that film sort of kind of plays out like a slasher. Yeah, this one, I don't know. I purposely yeah. left it off the list because I didn't think it was. Otherwise, it would be in my list. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just it ineligible year? as well, but it wouldn't have made my list had I. Is yeah. it this year's Helter Skelter? Pretty much, so. pretty much. Yeah, Helter oh, Skelter Helter was Skelters. Come on, it's more horror. Yeah, but they wouldn't allow it on my list. <laughs> I know it was on my list. It would have been like my number. Well, we four. we it, it was on my list. It's too. you know it's freedom, yeah. man. You can do what the, you can do what you want. I just left it off because yeah. I just didn't feel like it fit the the format properly. But that's fair. These yeah. motherfuckers fucking setting me up again by putting that <laughs> shit on the fucking list and then saying it's well, not. Well, me and Brandon normal. always seem to be on the same page. He did the same thing no. with Helter Skelter, and I did the same thing yeah. with Helter Skelter, and I also did with Class of '84. I asked him last night when I messaged him. I said, "Hey, man." You know, class eighty four. Yeah. What'd you do? And he's like, left it off. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I did too. Skelter, I feel no, like that. Has- no, I le- I purposely left it off the list too, thinking it wasn't horror enough. But I I was counting on Jeremy having it on here because I think it needed to be talked about. And I, I'm fine with. You know, my biggest horror. problem with the film though, and why it wouldn't have made my list, is that there's so many moments in the film where the adults are like blatantly like, okay, this is ridiculous that nobody would believe that this kid. It, it's like. And I know that the filmmakers are trying to say that we're turning a blind eye to to the problem, but it felt too blatant a, a lot of times in the film. But I think it's and, realistic because I yeah. that happens all the time. I see it every day. Mm-hmm. 
You know, people yeah. don't want to deal with issues straight on. Not if they can, if they rape and shits involved. Fuck, fuck <laughs> for sure. Nobody, nobody too. wants to be with. Nobody wants to be talking about that shit. Of course, man. You I know. know. Yeah, this this would have made my list, but I did take it off thinking it wasn't going to be. I guess God you didn't damn grow up you on. motherfuckers. Sorry, Jeremy. I'm not, I wasn't. Why do we that agree that this wasn't supposed to be on? Hey, man, it's all good. It's, it's, it's up to each individual. I'm That's, glad we're talking about it. Yeah, people yeah. should check it out. It yeah. would be it would be higher up on my list than it is on yours. I say Scream Factory released its fucking horror. Anyway, eight and a half out of ten. Death nice. All right. Comes a, that's my number Perfect. one. I've never seen it. I've never seen oh. Class of '84 or Class of '99. Class of '99 is more horror. <laughs> I never thought either was horror, so that's why I never watched them. What about Class of '99 Part Two? I can't say. Not horror, but <laughs> still fun. <laughs> Sorry. We're at number sevens. All right. Yeah. Again, I, I think we're going to be seeing this a lot where this list, my, uh, it's been talked about already. My number seven is, is Amityville 2, The Possession, best film of the whole franchise. Now, I can't claim to have seen every Amityville horror movie ever made, but I hope definitely not. out of the first three, well, i probably seen the first six that came out in order for sure, and this is definitely the standout. For, it's the skin. Another theme of this year of '82 is not only rape. Uh, sorry, not rape. <laughs> no rape was. It was rape. Yeah, uh, it's rape bladder effects. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Theme, and now it's also bladder effects. Where like the where the skin starts pulsating. We like you were talking within. about it uh, with the Beast Within. For, it's the whole movie is that pretty much. Uh, Barbara Hershey's tits and the and the entities. <laughs> <laughs> and and now. Amityville 2. Five. With, uh, uh, oh, thanks. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Amityville 2, same thing. Great movie. Probably the scariest out of the bunch. Tons of atmosphere. Totally rewatchable over and over again. This is, this is definitely uh, a standout haunted house flick. Eight, eight out of ten. Nice. Nice. Good shit, good shit. Alright, so coming in at number seven is one that we've talked about, and it is Alone in the Dark. Mm. Yeah, I love this movie, man. Well, I lost already. (laughs) (laughs) I think Jack Palance and Martin Lando are so goddamn good in this movie that it just ugh, I could just pop it in again just to see their performances, man. Yeah. It's so damn good, man. What a cast though. Donald Pleasance, Palance, Lando. It's got fucking dynamo in this film from the yeah, running man. I was man. gonna say dynamo. <laughs> Fat, fatty. That yeah, man. Great. His nickname is actually Fatty. And he's man, <laughs> it's too bad that that guy died right after I think the running man he passed away. Super young. Yeah, well, he got he got electrocuted. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> no, oh, I know. Seriously? <laughs> no. He fucking died of a heart attack or some shit. Yeah. But no, that I, guy, I, that I guy, I think would have had a promising career, man. He was. Yeah, he was good. He, he was, was very good, good, man. You know, he was actually a trained opera singer, so that whole Dynamo thing was actually him. Yeah. Mm. It's fucking crazy. That's pretty good shit, man. But uh, again, Lone in the Dark, man. Oh, just awesome. Great performances, haunting, atmosphere is amazing in this one. I don't know. There's something about this film, and I don't know what it is, but it's so damn good. 
<laughs> I don't even know what the fuck it is, man. <clears throat> it, you're right. It is very engaging. It is very engaging, man. The whole end of the film is just, I don't know, that, that shit scares <clears throat> me. You know, the whole home invasion type thing, you know, being hunted mm-hmm. down like that. It, like, that's the type of shit that scares me, and I think that's what engages me so much. The characters are awesome. Creepy. But, uh... Man, I'm not hearing any of this. All I'm hearing in my mind is... Because I fucking lost my number one pick. God damn it. You gave me Lone in the Dark. So, that's crazy. Wow. That's nuts. I thought you liked it more than what you were thinking, you know? He set well, you up. It still well, set me up. It's still in the top ten, man. Ah, he you know? screwed you again. <laughs> oh, it screwed me. He fucked me. Isn't it, isn't it insane that this, this movie has a 6.1 on IMDb? That fucking blows my mind. Like, what are people that's watching high, That's here? high for horror on IMDb. I guess. Yeah, it is, actually. I guess. Yeah. But, very. yeah, it's crazy, man. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a very it's a very engaging film, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's haunting to me, and I just, I love it, man. It's got great music, you know. It's got great cinematography, too, man. Great. I don't know how the fuck, man, they got all these amazing actors for this film, for that type of script. You know, mental patients breaking out and just going on a murderous rampage. But they did. Glad they did. You know, mm, Pleasant's yeah. playing a doctor, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a billion dollar budget too, I think. You right? know, it happened in the Halloween re- happened in the new Halloween, so it could happen in this movie. I guess. We're talking eighty two, you know. I know. But Alone in the Dark, man, it, it, this is kinda odd actually, but I give this ra- I give this one a nine point five out of ten and it's sitting at seven, so <laughs> You're all over the place. Wow. I know. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you I love nine, it, man. Eight, nine and a half. That, I mean, that was a good guess for number one, I guess, then, right? Yeah, <laughs> nine and it, a half. It should technically be his number one. <laughs> yeah, good. it's a good film. Great film. <laughs> Damn. All right. Who's All next? Right. I'm next. Okay, uh, well, there's four movies on this list that I can't remember when they weren't in my life and not around as far as me watching films that that's how long i've been watching them that's how many times i've, I've seen them in this particular movie started it all for me sorry jeremy um friday the 13th part three god damn it <laughs> you suck <laughs> did you do a line of coke off of it man i'm not joking <laughs> I-, I thought this shit was going to be at least in your top three i thought i would have guessed top three i but... did i was like for sure dave has Friday three in his top. I was thinking number three because they were like Friday three and number three. I'll tell you what, because uh, I don't know when this is coming. Well, we just talked about this a week ago tonight, a week ago when we recorded our, our, you know, some of our reviews for Friday the 13th. And because I'm watching them all right now, because I'm comparing, especially against the other, the first four, which I, I, I love them all, but it's it's noticeable that this one just isn't on the level of, of one, two, and final chapter. It it just is. Doesn't mean I don't love it because I do. It's a great movie. Uh, it's I think that the fact we have this discussion all the time, and I always reference you, JP, because we kind of have this discussion a little bit. Sometimes if a, a movie isn't a franchise, it can hurt it, and sometimes it can help it. And I think in this case, it actually hurts it. And I think that if this movie was not a Jason movie. And it was just a story about uh, a girl that h- had survived some sort of attack two years ago in the summertime uh, when she was at, at her parents, you know, summer resort or home or whatever, vacation place, and then came back and all this shit went down. I honestly think that people would have a, a more favorable 
review of this film. I think the fact that it's lined up with one, two, and four and being compared to them, I think actually hurts it. And the negatives, I think most of the negatives are just, it's not even anybody's fault except the fact of 3D. I think the concentration on 3D. Have you ever watched it in 3D? No. I actually, I actually I don't think I'm in 3D and I like I've it. I've seen it in theaters. Yeah. I really want to. I, I have to find my glasses. I still have never watched it in 3D. You just broke. <laughs> you just broke my glasses. <laughs> you just broke my glasses. You just broke um, my 3D glasses. You just buy some of me. That's interesting, Dave, because I would think that maybe Shelly is the reason why people hate the film. Oh, I, I don't like Shelly. Buddy, See, I'm with you. I'm I with like Shelly. The thing is, I don't <laughs> mind Shelly. And, like, I don't understand the hate for him because Shelly's kind of responsible for the mask. They kind of give him that, you know, a little bit of credit there. Yeah, but anybody could have done that. It isn't like he'd done something special. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm just saying, but it oh, is still his character that is responsible for the mask. Right? Yeah, that's, but it's his biggest downfall is the lack of character development. Yeah. Because of the focus on Or 3D, the obvious but... mistakes in the film where you can see the reflections and mirrors and <laughs> there's... Yeah, there's... but one of the... It has one of the creepiest moments in the entire franchise. I dude, like part three, Where he takes, it, takes his mask off. That's the entire scary. third act is the first thing I ever saw that made me fall in love with horror. Just the yeah. third act is when I woke up. It's an early saw. watch for me, too. <laughs> I've seen that movie really young. scared the fuck out of me, and I loved it. I didn't know what it was, and that's the reason I'm doing this show right now, because this movie exists. So yeah. I have to love it for that reason, and it's a Friday the 13th, and I love these movies. It's just, I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I, I'm defending my rating, because it's not like my number one, but it, it's just not on the power of the other three. But I still think it's a great slasher. It's a great movie. It's gory. It, it's fun. The characters are fun. I just wish, if it wasn't the focus of 3D, I think that's the too much time was spent in it. This could have been better. But it's still a great, great fucking slasher movie, and I enjoy the hell out of it. So for me, it, it comes in at a eight and a half out of ten. The antagonists right. in this one are like so cliche. You know, I mean, besides Jason, not Jason, but the other dudes in the this one. Oh, oh you mean the biker Loco. guy? Yeah. yeah. Loco. Loco. Like the fuck? Like, come on, dude. Like, all of I them like are just. I love that cat call. They just, all I, of them, crack, like all of them crack me up. All of them crack me up, man. They're just, they're so cliched characters, but. They are they're cliche, funny characters, like, though. Yeah. They're funny, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess they are kind of cliche, but. I don't know. There's just something. This movie, I think, if you're going to have a party and fucking not watch a movie to laugh at it, but watch a Friday the 13th with friends <laughs> that you can drink beers and fucking, you know, you know, enjoy. I think this is the one you pick. It's just it's it weird. Up. It's weird because if I'm in the mood for a Friday film, the Friday films that I watch right now are Friday three and Friday six. Those are the two that I go to. I go. I watch Chris Friday Tucker three. Ice Cube one. Oh <laughs> good answer brandon good answer. it is a good answer that is man. dope soundtrack but that's that actually is kind of funny because it... that leads me into the soundtrack friday three has the best theme music ever in that yes. whole franchise yeah that's good that's good yeah. the soundtrack itself uh, if you're going to pick any from the first four, because they're all very similar, but they kind of expand a little bit, part three is probably the best one to sit down and listen to. Like, if you're going Desert Island, that's the one I'm taking because of the disco oh, theme. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I use that in else. so many videos, man. That that score. Ugh. I love that I shit, love, man. Oh, me too. 
<clears throat> All right. So uh, my number seven pick is also Moods' number seven pick. Uh, I think we've done that at least twice now, which is pr- not normal for us. No, uh, that but is that not is <laughs> Alone in the Dark, nineteen eighty-two. Oh. Uh, this is a, this was a first-time watch for me, and I I remembered Brandon reviewing it recently on Exploding Heads, where he like was going through his eighty-twos and he brought it up again, and he had mentioned that you guys reviewed it um, on the first episode. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what that movie – I always – this movie, for whatever reason, I think it's the title, Alone in the Dark. I have never been able to remember which movie it is. You know, like, It's I've weird because there's a bunch it. of them. Nobody's actually – Yeah, there's alone. alone in the Dark. Is yeah. that the new way bull based film? On the fit, based on the video game. Yeah. And then there's all the fucking Alone in the Dark games. You know, there's a lot yeah, of titles. Yeah, that's why. Know. That's why. Especially yeah, if you type Alone in the Dark then, in, it comes up with all those shitty ones first. You're like, god damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, when you guys were reviewing that, I, that's what I thought you guys were doing back in the day, like when you first did that. And I was like, uh, why are they picking this shit? You know, because I've <laughs> seen that. I've seen that one from the early 2000s or, or mid 2000s oh, or whatever. Tara Reed and fucking Christian Slater? Yeah, that's I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah, that one, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Is that the Uwe Ball one or is that the other one? The dark. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Uwe Ball too. Yeah. 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 But. I was uh, really happy to see uh, Mister or Doctor Pleasance in this movie. Um, <laughs> really, I like, dude. Can you just watch him in anything and just listen to him talk? It's just he's he's oh, so good, dude. There's nothing better than listen to him talk in Wake and Fright because I legitimately think he was shit faced through that whole movie. Oh yeah, that movie is so good too, <laughs> Brandon. I know you watched that for the first just, time. Just recently movie. watched it for the first time. Phenomenal film. Yes. Did you feel like shit it. for the rest of the it day? It might even be the best Aussie film ever made. In my opinion. I got to watch it now that we have some time off. Did you did you feel like shit the rest of the day, Brandon? <laughs> I felt like shit. I felt I felt like I needed 10 showers. Everybody was so fucking disgusting in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That movie is <laughs> depressing. Yeah, nobody has it. Nobody drinks water. Everybody's dehydrated, fucking drunk as hell. <laughs> Dude, and you feel dehydrated while watching that. Hell movie. yeah, I felt. I felt. <laughs> it's funny too well because that. you know the kangaroos that get fucking blasted. That shit is all real too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's Dude, a, that's, that's a horrible scene. <laughs> They're overpopulated anyway. No, they did it the right way where they went in and and they were just filmed somebody who was already dealing with that. You know. Yeah, so they, they actually tagged along on a hunting trip and they filmed the whole thing and they they shot like. A ton of them. <laughs> it's kind of brutal, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, Ouch. honestly, Ouch. like it probably was like a ton, like in yeah. weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alone in the Dark. Uh, this is one that I can't wait to get when it comes out. I was just really invested in this one. Uh, like you guys, you guys said it all. F- fantastic cinematography. Uh, just a, a great. I love the home invasion stuff. It. It's you like by the end of it, you just feel you know terrified like the characters and stuff like that and um <clears throat> just great setup pleasance awesome just great great movie i know you love this one brandon <laughs> yep, I, uh, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10 nice jeremy stop it was that him i'm assuming <laughs> it is i'm assuming it is <laughs> I wasn't even doing anything i'm just sitting here well the second i around. said that it stopped your talk on your keyboard <laughs> someone fuck me someone fuck me <laughs> no he's rolling his eyes alright so we're on to number six number six alright for me it's a film that's already been discussed it is Amityville 2 The Possession 
And I'll say this because we already talked about it. I, I think one of the one of the criticisms you can come with this film is that it's two films in one. It starts out as a film about just a really fucked up dysfunctional family, and then all of a sudden it becomes a possession movie. And my thought is mm-hmm. the way the film starts. Well, no, no, no. It start. It is a possession movie the whole time. It comes and turns into an exorcism movie. Okay. There you go. I was you just about the- to say the same thing, JP. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> like, literally, though? word you know for what, word. Though? It's 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 really not because the uh, to me I feel that this family was fucked up and there was hints of incestuous behavior the mother sort of burying her head in the sands obviously mm-hmm. the father yep, yep. Yusuf, long before they came into but this that's house. why the 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 force attaches himself to them because it sees that stuff too oh yeah no right. i totally understand that but what i'm saying is that i almost wanted to see the movie without any supernatural elements because this family was so fucked up that this could have been an even darker film had there been nothing supernatural about it so I feel like that might be the divide here. Then it probably would have been a drama. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> but no, it, I, a lot it, of would, it would have been it would have been dark. With some incest. Yeah. It w- it yeah. wouldn't have been a horror film, but it totally makes sense why, you know, the evil attaches itself to this group because this group is harboring a lot of dark secrets. And uh it was interesting. I was doing a little reading on on all these actors and the the woman who played the mo- mother, Ritanya Alda, was nominated for a Razzie for this performance. Oh, the Razzies, dude. Yeah. The Razzies. They yeah, still go on. I, I, I always hate the. I, I, you know what? The last you know decade or so, they usually hit it spot on with it. But sometimes I read, you know, especially the older movies, and I see something like this because I thought her performance was very good. Obviously, th- this movie, yeah. Burt Young, is the standout performance. I thought the kid yeah. who plays Sonny, Diane. I mean, the whole cast. Even uh, what's his name who played Father Adonsky, James Olsen. Yeah. It, it's it's a great film. It really is, and it's. It's very downbeat, very much like The Exorcist. You really don't know what the fate of uh, Father Adamski is. You really don't know what the fate of Sonny is. You can't help but feel bad for Sonny in the end. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just really downbeat. And, and you know what? It's been a while since I've seen the original Amityville, but I think it's pretty safe to say that this also is my favorite of the franchise. And yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen all 50 of them, however many there are. I've seen probably a half a dozen of them. Yeah. But this one is is super strong. It's a nine out of ten for me. Nice, cool, nice, nice. Jeremy, <laughs> I'm just sitting here like an idiot. Okay, um, let's do number six from the year nineteen. Are you sure you want to do number six? <laughs> All right, guys, let's do number six now. We are on number six. I know, right? but it's the way you said it. Like you had to make a decision. Like, mm, Which let's one am I gonna do, do number six. <laughs> <laughs> Which one should I do? Thank God for the um, sound. <laughs> number six, we have Incubus. Whoa! All right. Year nineteen. Wow, Jeremy likes fucking uh, supernatural rape too. Yeah, Lots dude. Dude, the dialogue in this movie, there's some ridiculous lines of dialogue in this fucking movie. But it's shot like a real film and everything like that. Even though it's like lower budget, it's it's shot like like a real, it's kind of like, you know, like an Italian sleazy kind of film. But it's shot in a really, you know, well done way. And the acting is pretty good across the board. You know, there's nothing too bad about it. And the story's really interesting. I mean, I, I, it's kind of predictable. It's not kind of predictable. It's way predictable. 
I mean, you kind of know what's going on with this kid when he's, you know, when he falls asleep, he has this nightmare where he sees this lady naked with her huge muff laying on this dungeon table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time he wakes up, there's another rape and murder that happened in this uh, in this town. And the best one of these murders happens in this barn in the middle of this movie where this guy gets a fucking shovel through his neck and he literally shoots his foot off with a shotgun. And it's like a really like it's a pretty good close up shot of his foot just getting disintegrated by the shotgun. It's probably the highlight of the movie in my opinion. It's awesome. Uh, so this whenever this kid sleeps and he wakes up, there's always a murder going on, and uh, it's 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 an interesting murder kind of a story. God damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> what the fuck? There's my purge sound effect going on. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I thought we were under nuclear attack. I got Jesus, <laughs> man. I was ready to fucking get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'm, I'm run. under my desk right now. Everybody run. Run away from this review. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. There's a lot of dialogue that literally says, what we had here was a real intercourse with a hell of a lot of sperm. <laughs> and and they don't know if it's like more than one guy yeah they talk and about that in the uh, film they're like there's no way that's from one person it has to be multiple people it's so much sperm yeah, it's like a bukkake like it is like a bukkake <laughs> man fucking right and then we see the creature and you know the creature is all fucking weird at the end of the movie I don't know I, it's I an incubus that- yeah, it is an incubus, but you like you watch this movie and you don't expect that to pop up at the end of the movie, but it does. You watch a movie called The Incubus, and, and but, I was really shocked to see at the end there was an incubus. But, but an incubus oh, yeah. is, is just a fucking huge dick demon. With this big wiener. It's a fucking uh, huge wiener. That was my nickname in high school, the huge dick demon. Yeah. <laughs> was it just a huge dick? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. No, there's a, there is a charm here. I mean, I I agree, Jeremy. I mean, it's good. I didn't make my list, but I, I enjoyed it. And it was a second-time watcher. I think going into it, that this kind of movie would be well-made and everything. Like, it would have yeah. solid and everything across the line. Is that but another Canada fucking joke right there? What? what? Canadians can't make good movies or what? <laughs> Canadian oh, flick. Just listen to Christian Silicon. He's always ripping on fucking Canada. He's like, well, I'm surprised this shit's filmed so good, you know, because it came from the land of Canada. It's a a lower budget kind of a film that it's it's pretty sleazy, so you wouldn't think a lower budget sleazy movie would have a pretty high level production value with, you know, pretty good technical merits and everything along the line like that. I don't know. I liked it quite a bit, surprisingly. it, It actually was my number 12, so... Yeah, it, yeah. since we're saying that, it's another film that didn't make my list but was really close. Every film that you guys have mentioned that hasn't made my list is a, is a high up there in terms of being close. Yeah, so I give it an 8.5 out of 10. Nice. Yeah, and this, Incubus is a good film, man. It's uh, the, yeah. only, the only issue with it is this. The dreams, the nightmares, the desires, the fears, the mystery, the revelation, the warning. <laughs> the happened? Incubus. The only issue with it is, is he's out of here. Yeah. He's out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so the only issue is, is what? Did I cut Moods out completely there? Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the issue, Moods? The only, the only issue, issue is is the silence. goddamn fucking 
is the tagline, the dreams, the nightmares, the desires, the fears, the mystery, the revelation, the warning. Are you kidding me? Jesus <laughs> it's like the fucking wow. longest thing ever. It's like that demon uh, dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep, just like the dick. So I caught this on TV. Now, it must have been late night TV way long ago, but because I, I remember catching it maybe halfway through. And I said, holy shit, that's Bruce Dickinson. But there was no way to confirm because there was no internet at the time. And I totally forgot about this movie. And Derek B messaged me. He's like, hey, did you watch The Incubus yet? And I'm like, yeah. no, I downloaded it because it's on. it was on Amazon. So I downloaded it to my iPad and watched it when I was on one of my it's trips. From and it's band. fucking Bruce Dickinson, man. Yeah. Man, it's from Dickinson's band. Um... But does he have more cowbell is the question. <laughs> no. <laughs> Before Iron Maiden, yeah, he was in. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the band. Yeah, it was it was his band at the time. Not the Saturday Night Live kid. Yes, I am Bruce Dickinson, the real Bruce Dickinson. I thought that was the name of. Uh, Shit, I can't remember the name of the band. Anyways, yeah, totally. I think it was Dickinson. "Fuck You, Yankee Blue Jeans." <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> Good pick. That one's a title that's actually got announced for a Blu-ray too. Vinegar Syndrome at the end of the month. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one I'll upgrade because yeah, I'm actually gonna grab that. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab that too. I already pre-ordered it after I watched it. I'm still keeping nice. my Samson? DVD. Was that the man, Samson? The DVD Samson. looks like shit. Bro. Yeah, you're right. That's what it is, Christian. Yeah. Not okay. what? The DVD looks like shit. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's a Scorpion DVD. No, it doesn't. It looks good. Well, whatever was on Prime, it looked like shit. Well, it wasn't that's their fucking not, DVD then because the Scorpion DVD looks excellent. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. Who's next? Uh, me. Number six. Here we go. My number six is Halloween 3. Nice. A movie I used to hate as a kid. <laughs> Most likely because of no Michael Myers, to be totally honest. But then I grew up and just realized... This movie kicks ass, but it took a long time because even four years ago, I really didn't like it all that much. I thought it was just better. I like the cinematography a lot more. I like the music. And then it's just grown on me each and every year. And I watch it more and more. I think years ago, whenever we did with Matt on our show, I had watched it like five times in October alone. And it's a shitload of fun. It it's a standalone, uh, great flick. Deserves to be watched every Halloween. You're gonna be bombed, moods. <clears throat> it, you know what, Christian? It, it, I haven't had a beer yeah, all a weekend. Bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, it was actually my favorite Halloween for the longest time. So the opposite of you. Wow. Well, again, I came from like loving Michael Myers, of course, and just not. Uh, I guess at, at a young age, not being able to let that go. And then, yeah, I don't know, that all changed. Love's an understatement. It's really an unhealthy <laughs> obsession. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> No, I, I really dig the uh, killer, killing kids uh, plotline. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's super mean-spirited, yeah. isn't it? It's oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it, yeah, it, quite enjoyable. Uh, got a, a, enough tricks up its sleeve. Definitely doesn't deserve the hate. Eight out of ten. Sweet, yeah. This is actually it's actually the first Halloween I ever seen, so that's that's, that's awesome. probably why I like the most. <laughs> I saw a rare sixteen millimeter print a few years ago, and it was yeah. awesome. 
See, that never happens to me, JP. It's like I say that all the time, that it happens to everybody else but me. Like Friday the 13th 3 was the first one I saw, and it's not my favorite, and I think the other ones are better. It, I always hear people say that on podcasts well, and everywhere else. That It's not my favorite anymore. I'm saying it was my favorite oh. until I got into the rest of the series. <laughs> um, but right like Friday 7 was the first one I seen. That's not my favorite. Um, Elm playing. Street – Four was the first one I seen, not my favorite. <laughs> but um, yeah. <clears throat> so, no, but you fuck to it, so that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just yeah. <clears throat> you did fuck to it. Yeah. You never listened to my interview with Jerry. That soundboard's the best thing ever on the show. Yeah, Christian, we need one. Yeah. Want to know the amazing thing? You know, you could have the soundboard, and then if you want, you could be like, Now I sound like a baby. Now I sound like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I need that in my life. I need that. I want you to do your next review with that. <laughs> all right. You do it. See, that, that's what the Patreon money's doing for you guys, all right? You guys, are, we're improving the show with the Patreon money. <laughs> Well, I got I, cut I, off on I don't know last if I show, though. Fuck. Well, we gave it to the, literally the worst person has control over it. <laughs> like, like it was a bad but, idea. But should I be controlling this shit, man? Come on. Do something right. All right. He's laughing. I am laughing. It's great. I love it. I want one now. <laughs> we'll tell you how to get one after the show. Yes, please, because I'll be fucking doing it all show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, we were fr- we're still afraid of it <laughs> on our end. Um, who's next? Who was next? Uh, did you rate that? I did. Uh, eight out of ten. Yeah. All right. Coming in number six for myself is one that's been talked about, I believe, a couple times now, and it is, of course, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. Fantastic film, man. Susan Terrell, like I said before, knocks out the fucking part. She's the reason to watch this movie. Um, it's It's been said before, you know. I mean, I think that it's it could be a little bit generic, but there's some other shit going on in this that actually makes it worth watching. Bo Svensson, I think, again, is so perfectly casted as the fucking bigot, homophobic <laughs> detective in this film. He just he pulls it off so well. I like that whole storyline, man. It's got a yeah. you know... It's just it fits in so well, and it keeps it intriguing. This one goes batshit crazy in the third act, which I love. But the whole movie is intriguing. You know, it's just one of those films where you just can't look away. It's awesome. Um, I've been saying this for years, man, and I don't. I, I can't believe how many people haven't checked this one out until now. You know, JP. Remember, I mentioned this yeah, one to you a couple or, years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, um, I I ordered this for you, like. Before the podcast, even remember, yeah, yeah, you messaged me on YouTube when we before we even podcast, and you're like, "Hey, dude, I live in Canada. They don't ship up here. You think you could buy these for me?" And, and so ship it was your to me. So you were as horror like I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I sent I sent him the money for him, but yeah, yeah at, at sent, the time, he sent me the money. yeah, fucking Bill from Code Red had fucked us over and wasn't sending. I him think up, he and I even like, gave me a little bit extra and said, "Keep the change." Yeah. So, but yeah, man. I mean. And I was like, right after I watched it, you got to check this shit out, man. It's really, really damn good. (laughs) And uh, I still don't hear a lot of people talk about this one. Is it just me or is this one just not talked about ever? 
I think just a lot of people have never heard, like heard of it or seen it. Like I hadn't heard of it until you asked me about it, and then I didn't know it was good until we started talking about it for this. Sh- you know, you told me it was good, obviously, but mm. like, you know, yeah. So I think just not a lot of people have had heard of it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, even people yeah. that love Bill Paxton and watch everything that he's in, you know, he's even that's in this true. fucking movie, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Bill Paxton's in this shit, you know. That's you know, if he there's should have had a little bit bigger part too, I think. Yeah, Bill uh, Paxton's awesome. Would have been nice. Fan. Definitely would have. But been I, nice. I love, uh, I loved going on the B and reading all the uh, facts about Susan Tyrell. She was just a quirky person outside of uh, the. She said she had like the the work ethic of a of a slug. She basically worked when she needed money. Yeah, it was, it was just great. Yeah, it was it was really refreshing and and awesome. She said she'd work like once a year. She she didn't care what part she be. did. She said she would just take the role just to get money, just to pay the rent. And she was a really quirky character. But I mean, I at least just... at least she would put the effort into the roles that she was taking, though. Oh yeah, no, she played a lot of over the top characters yeah. in her career. I wish she was uh, still alive. She was she was terrific. Really was, man. Yeah, Butcher Baker Nightmare Mar- Maker. If you've never seen it, man, you gotta check it out. I'm not sure if I'm the last one's gonna talk oh, about yeah. it, but definitely worth your time. Nine out of ten. Fantastic movie. Great performances. Check it out. <clears throat> nice. Nice. How many times have you guys seen this movie? Once. Once. Okay. Once. See, the I've first seen time I saw it three times. Now, I was I nine out of ten, and now I'm seven. I've watched it like four more times, and for it's just one of those movies for me where the more I've watched it. The less I, 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 I just. Oh, I think we all have those films. Dawn of the Dead remake yeah. is like that for me too, man. Every time I me watch too, the film, I swear yeah, it goes down too, a, half yeah. a point or a point or something. I'm just like, yeah. I start noticing more things I don't like about it. Yeah, me, me too. Dead, yep. Yeah. Yep. But that's why it's not on my list. I still like it, but too many zombies. <laughs> <laughs> too many fast zombies. The beginning's still great. I'll give you. I'll tell oh, you that. the beginning. The beginning is the best part of that movie. Yeah. Where right. that guy fucking running his head through the bathroom door. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. What what did you rate that, Mitz? Nine. Nine. Right. Nine. Right on. Okay. Uh, this is one that nobody's talked about yet, but I know it's going to be talked about some more. Um, it's probably going to sound a little strange coming from me because this is a movie from my favorite director. This is Tenebrae. Mm. I thought you were going to say Poltergeist. Whoa! Uh, no. <laughs> As with everything with our general, why he's my favorite is because to me he's the most consistent. For me. Uh, yeah. It doesn't mean that every movie that he makes is a 10 out of 10 for me. As a matter of fact, I would only say two of his movies are. And the rest are, for me, <laughs> 9, 8, 7, 6 is the lowest I've, I, I've gone. So yeah. I do enjoy... All his stuff, he's the most consistent. So, uh, my ratings for the uh, for the rest of these are all going to be very high. And this is a very good year, and a lot of these movies are, are special. So, you know. But this one, uh, man, it's a great film. I just happen to like some other ones better uh, from this year. But um, uh, Neil, Peter Neal, I think, is probably my favorite lead in our general film. I just... Something about his leads, I'm never a hundred percent on board with them. But the male leads, the females, yes. But the male leads, I always like them, but I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm never very much into them. Like this one, this one I am. Peter Neal, I think is great. The kills are great. 
I think it's an excellent. What about the blood splatter? Oh my god, the blood splatter on the wall! Holy fuck, dude! It's Get it's really good. Heart. I know you took oh. me out of context. I don't like the kind. It's like like Adam Green kind. Oh, I yeah. love the, it's. This is like a flowing fountain of blood, dude. It's yeah. good and sprays the wall. Man. I rewatched it again today, and I was thinking every time I see that blood splatter, I always think of you, JP, and I'm like, damn. But it's it's not. <laughs> It's not the same though. This is looks realistic to me. I love the blood the blood blood splatter in this one. It's actually it's a- awesome too. The way she turns around and just coats that yeah. fucking wall and like it's uh, just so brutal, man. The way it goes yeah. down, man. It's awesome. It's beautiful. And Argento Argento said Peter Neal, the the actor who played him, I can't remember his name, but uh, said it was the toughest actor he ever worked with. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really? like any of his actors. Any, that's, uh, that's true. You, you hear that a lot from him, but uh, yeah. he does a great job. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I really like him. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, 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 like, I heard that I like he liked filming kids. his daughter naked, though. Well, we all know that. Who wouldn't want to film his daughter naked? <laughs> hey, <laughs> my, man. my favorite actor, like actress to work with is my daughter. She's got nice titties. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the theme of the, the incest theme continues. Yeah, wow, weird. right all night long, all night long. Yes, uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> the kills are, are are all great. I mean, that one tracking <laughs> shot outside the lesbian's apartment. Ah, uh, dude, fucking- it's so good, oh, man. Oh my god, it's a thing of yeah. beauty. It, it's fantastic. My one complaint, and I never complain about her. But Daria Nicolodi's character is very. There's nothing to it. She's just there. Is Which it just me, or is there certain scenes in that film where she looks like a zombie from Dawn of the Dead? She's so fucking pale. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Just incredibly white. She's like his. She's like his. His. Uh, his publicist. Yes, but there's nothing to her. All she is is just there. You could have played the same part. She doesn't. Nickelodeon, all her other parts that she plays, Nickelodeon, something to that character. It's not her fault. You know, it's that- funny how it's funny how a lot of fans <laughs> always criticize Zombie for having Sherry in his films, but no one ever did that for Argento and having his his love That's interest at the time. She's she's great though. In even in this, I so think so. Sherry. But you know, she's casted because at the time I think she was still with him. Or was she yeah. not? I think she might have. This was the end of the relationship, I think, around this time. Yeah, I think that they were on the outs at this time. Yeah, but she was yeah. still Maybe in the that's film. why she didn't get so, so such a good uh, spot in there. <laughs> yeah, we did after. She did when they did Opera, uh, which was after this. She had a great part in Opera. You know, in, in other movies, yeah. she had a very interesting. It's not her fault. It's just the way the character was written. Nobody could have played it any better or worse. It's just, yeah. well, maybe worse, but you know what I, I mean? Agree. It's just. She was just an, uh, a character that wasn't – there was nothing to her. But I'm not here to complain. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. I think that it's it's probably better than the Animal Trilogy, mm-hmm. all of them, and not, and not as good as Deep Red. That's, that's I how dis- I look at it. I, I, think I, this, agree with I think that. this is one of his best movies, period. Yeah. It's yeah. a great movie. Uh, it's a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Top it. Three. I, pers- three. I personally yeah. think that Deep Red is his yeah. best movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, second best. Well, I think this is his best movie or or second best. I, I, it, it depends I, I, where you put Suspiria. I still think that relationship with 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 her character in this is is is, is well done. It's subtle enough to to make you think, okay, what type of relationship do they have, and and what does that mean for Jane, who's very clearly stalking Peter 
all the way to 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 Rome. So it, it it it's you know it's almost like like little red herrings thrown in here. Yeah, yeah, they were, and they made the yeah. story interesting. Yeah, it was just. But I, I, I get what you're saying. She's not as powerful as it's not as powerful a role as in some of her in some of the other Argento. None films. of them at all. Yeah. It, it, yeah. The dog scene is great, even though it's for no reason. But I crack up the whole fucking time. Oh and man, it, that dog got ups. Dude. No, it's not as bad as the. It's not as good as the 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 dog scene from Gozu. Nothing will ever beat that. I this love is the dog funny. scene. I love it. I love it. I thought yeah. it was great. And and JP, you know, you mentioned something about uh, you know her conveniently going to the house, and you know it was within a a small radius. And they talk about Maria, who's the one who ends up at the house. She's managing uh-huh. her father's motel, and they say that it's only a couple of blocks away from this house. So. Yeah, of course it's a plot convenience, but yeah, not super far fetched. But at least it was written yeah. in there, and they tell you that. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel like this is a movie that every I've this is only my second time watch with it, and I feel mm-hmm. like the more that I watch it, it it feels more more and more cohesive. Which most Argento films are like that with me. Um, which I, it's a guy who I had seen one movie and I didn't care for it, which was Suspiria, and now he's become my second favorite director. You know what nice. I mean? So nice. <laughs> I, I've come a long way with Argeno. And you know what? Uh, Simonetti leading the uh, the freaking the score here is, is fucking great. The theme song is one of the best uh, of any Argeno film. Oh, uh, dude, Deep it's, Red. it's so Deep good. Red's the, best. the theme so song, good. I'm saying, not overall beginning to end. But yeah, man, the opening theme song of Deep Red's better than Tenor Red. That's great, too. I hear it. Yeah. They're all great, man, but yeah. he does right here and we got beautiful italian women here's my thing i think it slows down for a short bit what after the reveal of the killer the first killer i think there's like (laughs) maybe 15 to 20 minutes of this film where i don't want to say i get disinterested i'm just not as As interested yes that's why it's only a nine out of ten with me Mm. so but i mean it's still a great movie and I love it. You get that classic scene in an Argento film where, where one character sees something, but he's not quite sure what he sees, and he keeps going back and rethinking it. The, uh, yeah, the assistant. Yeah. I, I love how Argento does that in yeah. every film. Yeah, it's cool. And Did you I, I love I the the loca- the locations they use for this yeah. film. Oh. oh. And I so gotta good. ask because I always thought she was really hot. Did you guys know that the girl on the beach is is a transgender? Really? Seriously? Oh. The fuck? Seriously? <laughs> One hundred percent. I just serious? recently read it. One hundred percent. Well, that would explain why you fucking Did you pump single her out that? there. I never pumped off to her, but I always thought she was very attractive. I found out she used to transgender, and you know what? And now you I still am extremely attracted to her. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, Brandon. Embrace it. Embrace it. I figured this movie's going to come up later, but I mean, look, yeah. you also did mention like one of the like coolest scenes of John motherfucking Saxon in broad daylight. <laughs> getting killed yeah. i mean it was yeah. just really not yeah. heard of because yeah. especially jello films because usually that shit was safe for nighttime yeah and yeah. whatnot there's just so many well-constructed sequences in this the cinematography is top-notch oh, as like c- yeah cinematography is <laughs> we're not bringing everything over to this show yet. we're not giving you man. all of it <laughs> <laughs> you're still not going to be uh, the most downloaded yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's it is one of my favorite Argentos, mm-hmm. and yeah. that just happened this year. Nice. Really? Do the Blu-ray? Yeah. You got the blue or no? 
No, no, no. I just watched oh, it on Shutter. You got that blue diesel? <laughs> I got that blue. You mean I you're not the blue? You're not a blue tuber? Come you on, man. For this, it's fucking pristine. It's it does, insane. It, they're both great. The arrow yeah. and the, and the synapse is uh, this and phenomenal. Yeah. Are fucking yeah. just pristine films. Yeah, I got yeah. the synapse steel book of this, and it's just uh it's. Jeremy, it's where'd you get your awesome comic uh, copy of Phenomena from? Absolutely. Oh, from Moods. He gave me. Well, I got one from Synapse for free. And then I got one from Moods. He gave me this nice, awesome, sexy box set. For 50 bucks. <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> he sent it to me out of the kindness of his soul. Oh. Nice. Yeah. He's a good save the ship into the States, Moods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess I'm next, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, my number six is a film that hasn't been mentioned yet, but I'm sure it will. Uh, and it is directed by the one and only Steven Spielberg, Ray Hooper. Is it, though? <laughs> Depending on yeah. who you want to talk to. Uh, it is 1982's Poltergeist. And this is a movie that, honestly, guys, I have never loved this movie. I've always known it was good, similar to The Shining. I know it's good, but I never really loved it. For whatever reason, watching it this time, it did hit on all cylinders for me. And I was like, you know what? I really like this now. And sometimes it just takes a few watches for that to happen. I seen it as a kid and, and you know, I just, I, I thought it was good. Um, but as I, as I got older, I seen it a few more times, thought it was good. But this time it really, really impacted me. Um, I, I just love the, the Spielberg feel that it has. Um, I love that. I, you know, one thing that I really liked is the movie, you know, comes to like a halt, and I'm like, oh, I was like, damn, I thought there was more scenes in this. Like, wasn't there like, mm -hmm. a, where, where's that clown scene at? I was like, did I miss it? Uh, and then the movie continues, and I was like, oh shit, I totally forgot it did that, and yeah. it's like a false end. And I was like, dude, this is awesome, and uh, that's where the film really gets gets even better. Yeah, that's where yeah. they expose Tangina as a fraud. This sounds say like clean motherfucker. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You're gonna walk around this house like a fucking big. She's, I mean, yeah. Interesting fact: Tangina is actually two inches taller than JP. Yeah, but is she, is she transgender too? <laughs> I swear, you can look that up. The girl is transgender. Oh, so you mean I that she's I not hope. attractive then? Oh, is she pre or post? God damn. You said Tangina's transgendered? No, Zelda Rubenstein oh, wasn't. Wait, wait which transgender the... did you mean, by the way? Was it a fe female the girl that came up? Yeah, did she still have a dick, or did she not have a dick? Really? Okay, damn. Did she still have a dick? You guys have never done that before. You click on a porn site, you're like, you're already uh, doing your thing, and you're like, oh shit, I clicked on the wrong clip. Ah. Uh, <laughs> At this point, I've seen some good looking. I've seen some good looking trannies. Yeah, yeah Jeremy actually likes trannies. I do. I'm know. just relieved. I'm just relieved because I've jerked off to Tangina, and now I know she's not a transgender. <laughs> 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 um, but My yeah, balls are clean. <laughs> Poltergeist is uh, is good stuff, man. It, it's it is a scary movie, and it's PG, dude. It's crazy. Like the guy when he pulls his face oh, off and stuff. Oh, I can't imagine, you know, being. I saw know, it when I was like eight or well, nine. I, fucked me up. Yeah. I Marty will it. not be coming back. <laughs> I mean, it's pre PG thirteen. I mean, this movie would have gotten a PG thirteen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yep. yeah. it's one of the films that, that kicked off the the. Sure, got an art. To be yeah. honest, it would have got an art today. I Maybe. don't think. I don't think Maybe so. Not. 
I think so. I think that scene in the bathroom would have gave it. It would have got a six, fourteen uh, A, whatever. Yeah, fourteen A. <laughs> what? Get it? No, it would have got a fucking G. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, both three guys, man, classic stuff. I uh, really enjoyed it this time, uh, and uh, it's one that I've avoided for so long because they always show it here in the theater, and it always takes up spots and it annoys me because it's just it, every retro horror event that they do here they play poltergeist and it just annoyed me but uh i'm feeling different about it it's 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 a great great movie and it always has been but i i truly appreciate it now and uh i gave it an 8.5 out of 10 nice 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 It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. All right, let's get into the top five. Brandon, start us off. All right, coming in at number five, and I think uh, I don't have to say that's already been talked about because I think that's what's going to happen from here on out. But number five for me is the very first film we reviewed on Exploding Heads. It's Alone in the Dark. Oh, wow, that low in the list for you. Fucker. Yeah, you sorry, guys. Balls. You've been fucking everything. Wow. I'm still not out I love yeah. I love this film. I mean, we 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 talked about it. What an amazing cast of characters to have. Yeah. Even just one of these actors playing a, a a good villain would be would be a great film. But to have four of them, I even like the bleeder. I'm I'm a big fan of the bleeder. I I love the way he he pops up in the end. And of course, Donald Pleasance is Doctor Bane. <laughs> what the way he pops up in the end? <laughs> oh, I, I'm a big fan of the bleeder. <laughs> <laughs> That's my move. <laughs> but Dr. Bane, I mean, there's so much depth to this character. And I just, I, I always love the scene where he's talking to Byron. And, and he, and then the doctor goes up to him after and says, what did he just say to you? And he said he would set me on fire if I didn't stop or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that that's what Dr. Leo said to him. Because I believe he was just as nuts as these inmates that he was in charge of. And it's got great comic relief with the, with the daughter, with Lila. I love uh, Lynn Shay's character in the beginning. Yeah. You know, telling him he can't see the doctor because he's invisible. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot Lynn Shay was in there. Yeah, Lynn yeah. Shay was in it. And, yeah, uh, part, yeah. Of course, Bunky. I love the whole scene with Bunky in the bedroom. It would have mm-hmm. been better if she was killed on a Bunky bed, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh That's God. a great sequence, though. <laughs> it is a great. It is a great. <laughs> it is the the great crowd loves you. <laughs> That's not off-putting. <laughs> you got a goddamn laugh track. <laughs> Finally. 
it's it's a it's a perfect example of a of a slasher meets a home invasion, and you really you really don't see that. We talked about that when we reviewed it, but mm-hmm. you don't see that a lot of a slasher film that turns into a home invasion film, and it's just got tons of likable characters. Even even great cover art, man. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, the cover art's fantastic. And all the characters are likable. You even even begin to like the bad guys. I mean, there's such depth to each one of them. So it's it's just a terrific film. I've I've always enjoyed it. And every time I watch it, I just continue to like it more and more. I give this one a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Yes. Nice. Cool, man. All right. Next up from the year 1982 is the Mex of Kin, the Mexican. No, the next of Kin from Australia, the second Australian film on the list. So what is good about Mexican? Um, you know, this movie, I think this is another film like Alone in the Dark. That's it's very heavy in the atmosphere. It has a, a similar kind of level of, uh, I think, when you think of Australian film and its scenery, you know, you think about this film, especially towards the end when we see our main girl driving down the street or driving down the road. And it's, you know, it's all uh, wasteland and, and desert and things like that. But this film, we basically follow Linda. Linda is a woman who. Linda, uh, Linda. Linda, Linda, Linda. <laughs> Lambda, Lin- Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Lambda. <laughs> But um, so we follow Linda. She uh, <laughs> goes and she reads her mother's diary, and she learns about this uh, this home. This I watched this a long time ago. Her uh, did she own the the nursing home, or did, or did she just work there? No, I think her? she owned it. Yeah, no, she, she owned it. Definitely yeah, owned she it. inherited it. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Linda inherits this nursing home from her mother who dies, of course, and she she goes there, and as she reads her her diary, weird things start to happen uh, with these elderly people. And you don't really see too many horror films with with, uh, a connection to elderly people. That's one thing. You know, you see a few, and there's been some, but you don't really see a film where the main purpose of, or the main focus of the film is elderly people. It's kind of interesting, but... Uh, as the film goes on, we start to learn, uh, of course, there's something quite evil going on in the house, and it's affecting these elderly people. Like I said, it's a film, uh, until a few months ago, really wasn't ever getting any praise or anything like that. Nobody was really talking about it. And now that Umbrella and Severin is going to be releasing it, and uh, Second Sight is going to be releasing it, all these companies are now releasing it, and I think... Uh, people are finally going to be able to realize how amazing this film is and uh, appreciate the atmosphere and the narrative. And uh, Tarantino loves this film. It's very, very great. Check it out if you haven't seen Mexican. Uh, I gave it an eight and a half out of ten. I, I love how the fact that like I've read, you know, certain articles and watched interviews and stuff, and Tarantino has said that The Sender is his favorite film of ninety or from, I remember from eighty two. I've but read that too. I've also yeah. read that this is his favorite film from '82. <laughs> you know, so I don't fucking know what's going on. Obviously, I you would pick this news. one over the center. We should have had him on the show to discuss his top yeah. ten. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the uh, the the cornucopia of uh, the. Uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to sound Tarantino-esque. 
<laughs> what, what I got out of that, Jeremy, is that we should have an elderly slasher film come out. Ooh. That'd That's be good. What, yeah. The seniors Halloween. doing the slashing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we You're got right. Halloween. Yep. Michael Halloween. He kind of did in, you know, Alone in the Dark, man. It's it's some old fucks doing some killing and shit. It's, we yeah, kind of got so. that in that one. Rabbit yeah. grannies. What about John Jarrett in this film, man? Yeah, young John Jarrett. Some younger John Jarrett? Yeah. Good shit, man. Yeah. Just recently met him. It was fucking awesome. He's did you talk guy. to him about Picnic and Hanging Rock? I did not, actually, no. No, I had it on my Blu-ray of... Uh, Dark Age, and he said to me that he fucking didn't like that movie. <laughs> so we had a good laugh about that. He still Was he like it. in every Australian film ever made in the 80s? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> was he in The Quest? I'm just going to throw one out there. <laughs> you know, there just wasn't a whole fucking lot, man. <laughs> oh, dude, you sampled that laugh? <laughs> That's the funniest laugh of all time. <laughs> good shit. Yeah, I wish I'd have brought this up actually to John. See how he felt about Mexican or Mexican, mm-hmm. you know? Mexican. <laughs> uh. Yeah, my turn, right? <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're. Turn. Up. I don't even know. Yep. Oh, uh, so we're on number fives. Here we go. Top five. All right, number five. Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. I'm a Friday hey. fanboy. We've talked this movie to death. We're gonna be doing a Friday retrospective on Exploding Ed's Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, this movie, I've always liked this movie. We'll tell you that the final chase is epic. Uh, it deserves to be seen just for the final chase alone. Uh, the kills, there's some great kills in this. And if you do get a chance to see it in 3D, I think it would raise it half a point, if not a full point more. So I did rate it an 8. I would say if you see it in 3D, it could easily be an 8.5. Uh the eye popping, the the uh, spear gun to the eye are two fantastic sequences of 3D. And, of course, the opening credits are epic as well. Definitely, definitely a standout. I've come, sometimes I say the music annoys me, but I think uh, Harry Manfredini does enough new stuff that uh, it, it is a standout. It's one of the standouts in the series, soundtrack-wise as well. Yeah, it's like my. It's I think it's my favorite in the whole franchise. The theme is amazing. Funny, I I really like Friday Five for that. I don't know why it. It just doesn't more. Like you've got the traditional stuff, so to speak, and then you get all this new Friday Five uh, themes. And for whatever reason, that always stands out to me as my favorite. You got those Tommy things going on in there. The Tommy type themes too. Yeah. Mm. yeah. In there. But we don't want to turn this into a Friday retro yeah. show yeah. for you guys. <laughs> so what did you rate it an eight? You said or an eight point five? An eight, an, an eight to an eight point five. It just depends on what version you get to see. I will tell you the the red and blue three D sucks. Oh yeah, I, honestly, it, I don't mind it. Oh, <laughs> like, I, I, like it. I still have I, never I, watched it in three D. People say it gives you a headache. It does give you that version gives you it, a headache. It does give you a headache, but <laughs> some, uh, so, sometimes you got to suffer some pain for some enjoyment. <laughs> See, I don't know. I think it might not give me a headache because when I watch found footage 3D on my Mac, I had regular, you know, those 3D glasses, the regular kind. I got no headache. It was great. So I'm thinking if that works. Maybe it know? helps when you're like two feet from the from your screen. Well, the, fun, the credits are I not don't know. Like, it's 3D in that version, though. So that's even like you don't even get that. I found so this Uber geek 
bless your heart out there, made a fan-made version that uh-huh. kind of sits between DVD and Blu-ray and put it out on the internet, and it's like as close to Blu-ray 3D as you're going to get. I'm surprised that nobody, that they haven't, like, did Yeah, the, they did it for Jaws yeah. 3, so you think, you know. Because yeah. it's dead. It's All the new TVs, no it's TVs have... It's not no, dead. They still, I know, Universal right. still releases 3D movies on Blu-ray, yeah. bro. No, I know. No, I, I, I love that. Listen, try yeah. to find a t- 3D a TV. TV right now, dude. It's so, I tried. Play. It's yeah. so hard. They're so expensive now. You got to go yeah. back to 2016 models. That's where it ends. They're not making 84K TVs with that feature. The problem with it is they fucked hmm. it up. Like anything, they made it the feature of the TV, and it should have just been an add-on. Yeah. Oh, you got you got 3D if you want to access it. this moment that he knew. Yeah, you know what, Chris and I agree yeah. with that, man. They should have done that for sure. <laughs> the soundboard, yeah. I love this fucking soundboard. I'm not gonna <laughs> you throw anything on there. I don't even. It doesn't even have to be relatable to what we're talking about. <laughs> as long as it's there, it's but, funny, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Like this, this uh, fan made version is great. Most of it works. There's some things that are not quite that don't quite come out at you, but uh, I still haven't seen it in a theater. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to that day when I get to check it out in a theater. Yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. man. Yeah, it's cool. You still have to wear those stupid-ass glasses, but... <laughs> hey, that's part of the experience. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For sure, man. All right, man. Coming in number five for myself. Today is motherfucking Halloween. 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 Today is motherfucking Halloween. Fuck. You little kids. Yeah, this episode right. does drop on Halloween. By that's the way. why uh, I. That's why I said that. Thank you, JP, well, for catching damn, on to that. Dude. Thank you. you for... Why didn't you lead off with Happy Halloween, oh. everybody? <laughs> I don't know. I, I never. I never thought mean? of that till we right never now. do the right thing. Oh, I never. And why I never... didn't you get him the auto tune? Uh oh, retard alert! Oh, and this is why alert. you'll always be number two. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. That was not You tuned. little kids. <laughs> See, that, that was my interpretation of it, man. You know? But Halloween 3, man. Halloween 3. What can you I say? Blew it! Two <laughs> motherfucking words, man. Tom Atkins. No. Tommy it's a, motherfucking it's a three Atkins. Words. Yeah, it's three words. <laughs> Tommy man. motherfucking Atkins. What are you saying, man? But Tom Atkins, my boy. Awesome shit, man. Um, I, I, I've always loved this film, man. Like. I love how it's so mean spirited. I think a lot of people that watch this film kind of overlook that aspect that they're they're literally killing kids, man, for the sake of killing kids. Yes, this movie is definitely full of fromage. You know, it's um, it's definitely got some mozzarella. It's not. It, it's a little bit messy, like some cottage cheese, but you know. But uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, Sebastiago? What the fuck? You know, man. Right. It's fucking cheesy. It's got its cheesy ass moments, man. But it's solid cheese, you know. It's not like cottage cheese. It's not that messy. It does have its plot holes and shit, man. But I don't give a fuck. This movie is fun as hell. I love the music, man. I love the characters. I love the whole idea behind this movie. It's awesome. Definitely one of the most overlooked movies and underappreciated movies of the time. We all know why. No Mike in this film. People wrote it off. Fuck them. It's fun. It's fun as hell, man. It's got literally the catchiest music of all time in a film. One of the catchiest tunes, I should say. Great masks. 
So much good shit going on. Brandon, what the fuck are you laughing I at? Feel, I don't know. I feel, it looks like you're doing a solo cast. It looks like you're not aware that anyone else is here with you. Because I'm just talking over here. like fucking. Yeah, you're like looking off to the side like on air. <laughs> I'm singing my own version of the Halloween song. and. <laughs> but you know I'm what, man? I'm to hear all this praise, though. I just, I absolutely love this movie. And the more I watch it, the more I love it. And it's that's a good thing. You know, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about films where we watch and, you know, they kind of go down in ratings and shit. This one just, when I was younger, I, I liked it, you know, and then I, I liked it more when I was older. And now I love it. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of, it's when I think about Hall- the Halloween franchise, the first thing I think of is Halloween 3. I know that might be sacrilegious and all the fanboys mm-hmm. are going fucking crazy right now because they're like, <laughs> man, what do you mean? No, Michael? No, I, I'm fine with Michael. I like the original Halloween film, but this is my go to film. And, yeah. you know, that's the thing. I have the most fun with this film. I think it's... It just, has thick atmosphere. It really does, man. It's so much fucking fun. It's, it's so ridiculous, but it's good ridiculous. It's not over-the-top stupid. Well, maybe a little bit. But, you know, but it works. <laughs> it works. But it do, it definitely works. And, you know, come on, man. The music, dude. And it has... It has, it has I, I love the ending. Even though it doesn't make oh. the most sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how are you going to call the kid... Like, <laughs> like you're just going to call up the cable station. Like, you got to turn it off. You got to turn it off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how they're, how they're actually transmitting this and doing this whole shit is a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really is. But come on, man. You got to give them props for killing kids right on screen. One. Yeah. Not only that, depending on it's how you brutal interpret death, the ending... Too. If they stopped it or not, technically, Con- technically if they, they- did, then Connell Cochran has a higher body count than Michael Myers, Jason, <laughs> and Freddie put together, exactly. and he's the real fucking badass. Yes, yeah. exactly, man. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's not a perfect film by any means, but it's worthy of being being in here because I love it, and it's an eight out of ten for me. But I love it. All right. So, cool. all right. And next up, we have. <laughs> here to save the motherfucking day all right dave you're America. right okay uh this movie Fuck yeah. uh, crazy because i didn't expect to see this much love for this movie this is another one like i mentioned before there's four that i've felt have always been there in my life and that are, are special to me this is one and i'm i'm, I'm happy that so many people are on board now with this <laughs> film it seems like it took a long time but here we are, and it's been talked about already tonight, but man, Amityville 2, The Possession, is a movie I just fucking love. I felt for years like I was the biggest fan of this movie. Like, nobody ever talked about it. I've been fucking- I know. I remember when I found out you liked it a lot. I was like, oh, me too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good story. I've been raving about it. That was such an asshole thing. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> First of all, it's fucking scary. It's one of the few movies that scare me. There's probably less than 10 movies. That, the first fucking. 45, 50 minutes of this movie are a 10 out of 10. They are fucking as perfect as a film can get. Everything about it, when he's home alone and the possession takes place and you hear the laughing and everything that's going on. When I was fucking young, I was a chicken shit. I was afraid to be home alone. And this stuff resonates with me still. If I watch this when I'm home alone, I'm fucking a little bit freaked out. You need to tell me that Kevin McAllister is cooler than you? 
just I don't want to go on and on. I, I've never done a full review of this movie, but I really would like to because I, I have a lot to say. I mm-hmm. I adore it. Young is fucking awesome. I, I even quoted him today. Fucking, I was watching football with my dad and brother. I, I quote lines from this movie randomly. When he says something, when he's talking to the priest, he says something, and he goes, huh, you're going to bust the house? Bust it. If you're going to go, go. He tells him, oh, he's fucking great. He's <laughs> got an attitude. Oh, God. I, I, How did that curious. come up at football today? I thought you turned um, to someone and said, want a smoke priest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mind if I do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah how did that come up <laughs> Um, Somebody says something about go, go or something. And I said, if you want to go, go. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch football. I don't even like football, but I want to watch football with you just to see Dude, how many quotes you break out. All we do all day long is fucking is give nicknames to everybody, quote movies, fucking just have a blast. But anyway. That's awesome. What a film. I, I And Diane Franklin, man, she just yeah. fucking rocks my world in this movie, man. Just because oh, she's yeah. a bad girl. I mean, if she was a regular girl. <laughs> she's, a, she's a bad girl. She's such a fucking pig. That having sex with your brother thing really turns me on. Yeah, she's a fucking low-down, dirty fucking girl, man. I, yeah. I like that shit. She's fucking bad. <clears throat> Why did brother so fucker cute, never catch man. on? Man, she's cute. I gotta say, man, this is one of the only movies... That dropped in rating for me. No, it oh. did, man. It fucking did, dude. I 100% going into 82 top 10 thought that this film was going to be, you know, right there for me, man. I always loved this film. It's my favorite film in the Amityville franchise. And upon rewatch, I was just like, I wasn't like disappointed with it or nothing, but it just it dropped a little bit. Let me ask Just you, is t- it the second half? Is it the second half deflation? It is the second half deflation. It one hundred percent is, man. I love the ride, you know, for the first yep. you know, whatever, two thirds of the film, and then the the third act is a little bit deflating, hundred percent, and that's what it did it to me. And I was kind of disappointed after I watched it. I was like, fuck, man, you know, like I watched it a couple years ago, three years ago when the box set came out again and from Screen Factory and yeah. And I was like, yeah, I loved it, man. It was fucking great. But I, watching it this time, and I was really kind of analyzing it, I was like, fuck, man. It just it went down a little bit for me. It's, I still have it high, you know, pretty highly rated. But uh, yeah. it just fell off a tiny bit for me. And that's one of the films that was, I guess, a little bit disappointed with from 82 upon rewatch. Mm. Wow. So, I, I understand, uh, obviously, the second half deflation. Because it, it yeah. used to happen to me. But the thing is... The first hour, up until he kills them, it, it does deflate after. And for a little while, I let that get me down. And over the last couple of years, it's like like I always say, sometimes you watch things a lot and it, it can go one way or the other. Now I appreciate that stuff, with it, mostly because of Sonny's performance. Yeah. I let yeah. you it down. Just like the way he acts when he's possessed, yes, it's an exorcist rip. And once you get over that – uh, yeah. I think there's a level of enjoyment there. Yep, and yep, yep. The possession Absolutely. itself, the exorcism itself, is fucking great. And the end is, I love that fucking shot. When you mm-hmm. see the priest there in that place by himself and the, the way the camera swoops in. And the POV in this movie of the fucking demon itself. Mm-hmm. You don't see another movie do that. The POV of a fucking demon that's going to possess. Yeah. Fucking I mm-hmm. love it. And the, like, the very evil end when you see the priest there. <laughs> I knew you were going to say evil dead. And he's fucking, his shit's... You know, uh, bubbling on his arm and the he's bladder effect. You oh. see constantly in Evil Dead. 
<laughs> but that's a fast-moving demon. This is the this is the more traditional demon that we're used to. This is the original Michael demon. No, it's just different. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best laugh ever. I don't think yeah. like like doesn't scare me the way the devil in the Amityville in the Amityville two does. I, I can't explain it. It's just yeah, I, I get it though, Dave. I one hundred percent get it. You know, I just there was a there was a minor case of deflation there for me. Yeah, and I think it's a little bit too long in there too. I think it's a little bit drawn out, and I was having a little bit of issues with it. But I still love the film. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I have it rated pretty 82 high. 82 is a competitive year. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. And, like, you know, I have films with the same ratings that are in my top 10 that are out of my top 10. You know, it's just, yeah. it is what it is. There's 10 spots, you know? So Yeah. I just adored this film. When I was a kid, I fell in love with it the first time I saw it, and I was young, and I fucking, I started to write a book based upon fucking shit here. And <laughs> I've had nightmares. Legit nightmares <laughs> about the basement. You know that one scene Dude. when he crawls Dude. in and he sees the hand on the fucking uh, on the concrete, mm-hmm. and then the shit starts dropping and fucking. Yeah. All you're in stuff. my head right now, bro. You're in my head. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I've you're, you're writing a book too, JP. Yeah, sister fucker. I was in. <laughs> I didn't know you know how to write. Ah, Christian. <laughs> I really don't. Honest, will test to that. <laughs> You do know, yeah. You have fucking Carly was fucking messaged me last night, and she had better spelling when she was shit faced than you do when you're fucking sober. (laughs) Oh, what you want? Anyway, nine out of ten. Because I'll just keep fucking. I know, right? It's horrible sometimes. (laughs) Awesome, awesome. I want you two to start writing on this movie. (laughs) The thing that kills me, man, is when when JP is talking about George A. Romero, and he spells it wrong, and I'm like, dude, it's Romero, dude. George W. Romero. He spells Romero. He spells Romero every single time wrong, and I and I never say anything because I don't want to be that you know grammar Nazi. But I'm like, dude, it's Romero. Romeo. <laughs> you see his name a million times. Just copy it. You're right, though. I do fuck up a lot. It's fucked up because it's like he's so prevalent in this town. That's that's the irony. All right. Number five. Speaking of Romero. Uh, we got 1982's Creep Show. Uh, this is one that you know it was never my favorite anthology. I always appreciated it. Like Brandon, I liked Creep Show two better. Um, but that that's probably I'm I'm probably sure that's changed by now. Um, because the last time I watched Creep Show two, I wasn't as high on the raft. I was way more higher on Chief Woodenhead. Um, but this this movie, Creep Show one. Uh, the only segment I don't like is the first segment, and I, I hate that it's the first segment because I honestly find it boring. Um, it's it, it, I just don't like that segment that much. But the other segments all hit heavy. Um, I absolutely love the lonesome death of of uh, Jordy um, for what is his Barrel? name for Barrel? Yeah, I think Stephen King is great in that segment, and honestly, it's it's a segment that actually creeps me out. Like it's kind of scary to me that this would happen. You know, it's it, like I could get into the terror of it, just the idea that this like moldy grass substance is is you know taking over everything, and then it, like by the time his body is covered in it, it's fucking <laughs> it's terrifying, dude. It's messed up. Um, and you know, I like the I like the lighting that they do with the the grass. They make it look you know not just like regular ass grass. It's space grass, damn it! It's meteor shit. Um, but <laughs> uh, I, the 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 one segment that came up that I used to not like is 
the uh, the the something to tide you over segment. I actually used wow. to not like that segment. What? Wow. Yeah, Very but this time crazy. watching it where they're you know the way the the waves are starting to come in and they're up to their neck, I actually started getting like anxiety from it, which never happened before. Uh, it's actually why wouldn't you though? That's that shit's scary as fuck, dude. I know, but yeah. I just thought it was silly or something when, the first time I seen it, or like other times I seen it. I just crazy. I always remembered that fish, <laughs> that fish fucking tank scene. And I was just like always would think of that, you know. And um, the, the I gotta hold my breath a long time thing or whatever. I mean, come on, man. They're in the ocean, man. There's gonna be fish around, you know, if yeah. you're fucking buried and shit. Come on. Damn straight. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that segment. The crate. Um, I find the crate creepy because. When I was a kid, there was a abandoned house next door to me, and there was a, a crawl space in between the walls, like it was hidden. And we was and uh, they took a they took uh, they they knocked a hole in the wall, and inside the wall was a fucking crate, dude. Like it was oh. legit a crate. And I always used to think a leprechaun and and the crate, and <laughs> it was just there. Like there, it turned out there was nothing. I think there was a couple books in it or something, but it was nothing. But it was an old wooden crate inside the wall. Like what the fuck, you know? Why Keep is that wooden there? crate? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know I love their creeping up on you. That that segment is awesome, dude. Like I, I love the cockroaches. It's I love how everything's white, and you know that's it's it's, it's uh, placed on that fear of bugs. <laughs> um, but yeah. I gave Creep Show to love the wraparounds too, uh, and or Creep Show an eight point five out of ten. Heard you're a big fan of the wraparound and the reach around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh yes. All right, so back to me, number four. Toby Hooper's nineteen eighty two classic Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Oh, guys, this house is clean. Is it? Is it, though? I was pulling a JP. I was like, is it, though? <laughs> like, she had the cockiness to say this house is clean with that with that type of vigor. And then, of course, it wasn't. I just think this is the perfect film to introduce somebody to horror. A youngster. Yeah. I think this is the film you show, like the first horror film you show somebody who's. You're gonna show your kids. You know what, man? I actually did this recently. You know, I mean, it's not the first horror film that my kid has seen, but uh, Mm -hmm. I showed him to it last year, and he loved it. Awesome. I'm I'm, I'm a dick though, man, because as he's watching it, I said, you know, like clown. So he's he's underneath your bed tonight, man. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> you know, I was fucking with him, right? That like, clown oh, is scary to yeah, this. Oh, that's an adult. Yep. Yeah, the clown. He's like, no, he's not dead. You know, he did the kid <laughs> shit, right? Acting all tough and shit. God damn. But yeah, I agree, though, man. That's that's how it's got to be. Uh, you know, you got to show. Not for me, man. It's not a, for me. It's a great film. Great. Not for you, what? Oh, sorry. You know my story, right? I told Spielberg you did a great job directing that film, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what, what story is this, Dave? It was the first horror movie I showed Francesca when I thought she was old enough, and she was like, I don't even know. I mean, she's probably six, seven, eight, whatever the fuck. I showed her Poltergeist thinking, whatever, it's PG, she'll be okay. Well, she had no issue with anything. She didn't care about the guy ripping his face off. She didn't care about anything moving around. She didn't care about the fucking clown. None of it. However, during the movie, in the third act, at one point, she started crying. 
And I was like, oh, I felt like fucking horrible. I said, honey, what's the matter? And she said, is the little girl going to get home to her parents again? Oh, fucking <laughs> tore my heart. I was like, you just made a mistake, daddy. And I was just, oh, so it backed you say yes. You yes, blew she it! But later she dies at a young age. I, yeah, I, was, I was just going to say, I hope you didn't tell her that that little girl actually dies in real life. Yeah. <laughs> or that pretty much everybody associated with these films continue to die shortly after. That's, oh. that's yeah, such a haunt it's so to read fucking, about. It's so weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. Fucking I mean, strange. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I had a question. I didn't, I never really questioned it, but is uh, Dana Diane's daughter? Yes. She, she is. is. She is, okay? Both hot. Yes. No, because, I mean, it, they say that Diane is 32 in the movie and Dana is 16. It still, yeah. it makes sense. You could have a, a child of 16, but I could have sworn I read that, you know, the implication Shit. is that it's I got a stepdaughter. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think it was ever the implication. <laughs> JP, isn't this common in your kind? Mexicans? I'm sorry, I just made a racist In joke. your kind? Oh, there it is, there it is. What is that, a creep show joke? <laughs> Where's the sound effects now, dude? That's what JP's thinking. <laughs> you know, I never realized until watching it this time that LG from Texas Chainsaw 2 was in it. Is he really? What? Yeah, he's one of no the guys who's, who's ogling uh, Dana when she's leaving the house. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, Did he she spit? gives the finger to. Maybe he's yeah, blue though. Yeah. Wow. Great. Yeah. yeah. And he and he died. He died young. Also, I think he was murdered by a he chainsaw. Was, no, he was murdered young. <laughs> by, a real by a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had his skin removed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, seriously, he was part of the curse. LG. Wow. Oh, yeah. LG. Oh, LG. Oh, LG. <laughs> Is it just the first film that has this curse on it, or what about two and three? Cause... Two also, yeah. Two yeah. also, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the guy knew he was going to die. The guy that played Kane, he was sick. So that's no, no big yeah. problem. Yeah. Yeah. One of my, that guy's creepy as One of my having favorite... LG murdered, having the, you know, obviously Heather O'Rourke dying so young. Yeah, man. Yeah. One of my favorite poster arts of all time, man. Is Poltergeist three man? Two. Yeah, but too bad the movies. No, Poltergeist three is actually pretty fun, man. It's fun, but that fucking the the poster art for Poltergeist three man is absolutely phenomenal, man. That that sky is that's amazing shit, dude. It well, is cool. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah too bad it's, fi- it's filmed you know in what? Chicago, you... like Children of the Corn three. What's up with films oh, number dude, three? Dude. Like, I don't know why you got to hate on some just because it's you're they're using the city and it's not actually filmed there. But anyways, Poltergeist three is better than part two. I'm just saying oh, that. Oh wow, really? I personally All don't right. care for Poltergeist three or part two. I like part three more. You know what's weird? I was I was cold on Poltergeist two for the longest time, and I I, I got the Blu-ray about two three weeks ago. It was a, a five dollar buy with part two and part three on it. And I came home and I showed it to my daughter. And my wife absolutely loves it. She loves Kane. So we watched it, and I got the most out of it that I've gotten in a long time. Maybe because it was on blue and it was the experience. But I, I don't love it. But I I, I I give it a six and a half. But I, I enjoyed <laughs> it this time around. Three. I don't know. Last time I tried to watch three, I was just like, Nah, man, I'm a big fan of anything that's set in high risers or apartment buildings. I like that setting for a horror film, man. And that poster art just sucks me in. (laughs) I love that shit, man. It's good shit. Real good shit. What did you rate that, Brandon? 
Uh, Poltergeist, I give a 9 out of 10. Alright. Love the beast. Love the beast. (laughs) Oh, the beast. That's scary. It is. It's it's really terrifying. You know, it's... Watching the film, it just... It's got Spielberg all over it. Like, I mean, <laughs> it really does. It does. It does. But, I, I mean, I don't care. I'll, I'll, I'll credit Toby Hooper. Word. All right. Next up at number four, we have Poltergeist again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I first saw this film back in the day, VHS video store rental. I was, you know, six or seven. And... I was fine. The scene that creeped me out is the fucking pool scene at the end of the movie. Like that got to me more than any of the other scenes in the film. With the uh, skeletons. Yeah, yeah, when all the fucking skeletons pop up, that fucking scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. In the what the pool? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene. It's my favorite scene in the movie. It's awesome. Yeah, and they all fucking rise to the top, and it's fucking scary. Yeah. But uh, it's been a few years since I've seen this actually. So you left are- the bodies. <laughs> but you only move the headstone. That's <laughs> 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 the bit. I love that part. <laughs> but um, so it's been a few years since I've seen this, so it was cool to revisit it. And you know, it's a it's a studio, semi high budget made horror film at times. So you know, it's probably gonna have at least some sort of quality. When you really think about it, and you look at the list of films that we were talking about, like there's not too many studio films that were well made or even you know period you know it's a fair it's a year that well this is a, a mainstream successful there. like you know critically accepted yeah. film where yeah but like, i mean just like general like that that's because like, spielberg like, did a good job directing the film <laughs> <laughs> but um so you know, you you know what you're gonna get. Everybody's already talked about this over and over and over again with Poltergeist. I would assume we're probably gonna do it on the show sooner rather or later. So, I give it a nine out of ten. I have one quick question. Yeah. And uh, you know, the, the, obviously another great scene with the with the tree when it grabs Robbie mm-hmm. through the window. Yeah. It, it's doing that to distract to pull them away so they so it can get to Carol Ann. Now, is yeah. it? It's it's. It, oh, sorry. The. The beast and the the ghost they go after Caroline. Is it simply because she was born in that house? Because they reference that she was born in that house. Right. Well, it doesn't matter if she's born in the house or not. She no, has because- sight. That's why they can communicate with her more than anybody else because she, you know what I mean. She is in tune with them. Also, probably because of her age, I think would have something to do okay. with it. But she's was more she young? And, and she was born in the house, though. Yeah, the, just, yeah, yeah. She was huh. born. That I always just, I just always question it because I'm wondering. I'm like, Robbie was the one who was the scaredy cat, though. Right. So it's like it, it it's almost seemed like it would have made more sense, but that they were able to manipulate Carol Ann. <laughs> but it seemed like they would have been able to manipulate Robbie as well. Mm, because he's, because she's younger though. Because yeah, like, like Tangina yeah. says, it lies to her. It tells her things only a child would understand. That, yeah, that yeah. She is three years more younger. Young girl yeah, she's and five age. and he's like eight. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just. Wanted hmm. to bring that up. All right. Well, Christian. Yeah, here we go. Number four and kind of anticlimactic poltergeist. I've <laughs> <laughs> just been talking about it left, right, and center. I was, be- I was being kind of quiet, but like, yeah, it, it's it has that Spielberg lighthearted kind of opening. You know, you, you feel like um, you can feel the, the high budget here. Uh, but it does get dark for a PG movie, PG 13, whatever it would have been. 
that like we talked about the face being torn off. I, I used to be freaked out seeing the meat crawl across yeah. the tabletop yeah. and the maggots mm-hmm. on the chicken leg. That's the shit that grossed me out. The ripping <laughs> off of the face was just like the icing on the cake of like, okay, I, I'm I'm traumatized now. So for that, this movie has always stuck with me. I love it. I, I did try to show it to my kids a couple of years ago as well. And it was like kind of lukewarm received for my daughter who loves horror films. But then my son and I watched it again this year for this show when I was doing all the prep for this show. And we both loved it. Did you mm. tell him the clown's under the bed? Or, yeah. you, were, or you were nice? <laughs> He's not a dick like I am, man. The rain. <laughs> I threw him in the tree. Yeah. You get yourself down and then climb into your clown-infested bed. Prick. <laughs> <laughs> Nine out of ten. You're a lying sack of crap. You're a lying sack of crap. You're a lying, scheming, stinking, nasty sack of liquid crap. <laughs> That was Jeremy's review. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I still uh, love that soundboard, even if it's directed at me. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. All right, so coming in number four for myself, we're going back in time. And I hate to break up the monotony here, man, guys, but uh, my number four is not Poltergeist. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. Tenebrae. Tenebrae. Nice. Great, I'm wrong again. Nice. Another one wrong. <laughs> Two words. I'm still in this. John Saxon, man. <laughs> it's amazing. The hat. The hat. <laughs> I love fuck I love films that have to do with anything that's based off novels and shit. The storyline, as we know in the film, is the murders are being mimicked from this guy's book called Tenebrae. Love that shit. It's simple, but it's effective. It's like Stephen King wrote this shit. Exactly. It's fucking <laughs> Yeah, I awesome. like that stuff too, yeah. It's just, it's effective to me, man. I mean, this whole movie is just brilliant. There's so many layers to it and so much that, so much shit that's going on. Check out the full review. Not sure what episode it was. <laughs> uh, it was last year's Italian one. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. But uh, yeah, man, Tenebrae... Man, it's just so damn good. I mean, we've already talked about it a couple times tonight, but really great shit, man. It literally has one of the best soundtracks of all time. Mm, it's good. It really is, man. It's amazing. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it that we haven't said before. I feel like I mm-hmm. kind of burnt out on that one, but uh, I'm sticking with my, my initial rating, which is 9.5 out of 10. I think it's fantastic, man. There's so many awesome things to to dive into and talk about this one. Even mm. if you're not a fan of these type of films, man, check out Tenebrae. It might actually change your mind. You know, I feel like this one is a lot of people's favorite Argento film because they don't understand Deep Red, JP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I like this a hell of a lot more than Deep Red. <laughs> That's because you watched the wrong version first. Yeah, JP should yeah. start with the hatchet murder since it's only like an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> Dude, that and movie, then, that movie literally has everything up. cut out of it, or that version. Yeah, start out with the 80-minute version, work your way up to the two-hour version. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then watch you Unsane. Dude, and then watch what? Dave, and then watch Unsane. It's funny, Dave, like because 
Yeah, I, Insane's good. I, like I know that, that you're not the biggest fan of like the director's cut, which is what the 127 minute cut of Deep Red. I <laughs> yeah. personally fucking like that cut, man. I like the more shit that's going on in there and stuff, and I think it's a little bit yeah, more drawn. Like it is drawn. I don't out, even but... remember anything from that movie, really, honestly. Wow. Well, I mean, during the review, it was pretty prevalent that you didn't remember it. <laughs> but oh boy, because remember yeah. I said to you, I was like, "What are we doing?" Fucking yeah, like Deep Red is literally <laughs> at the bottom of my rankings of Argento films. Oh, I think, man. I, that's that's I think if you insane. shut off all your fucking <laughs> means to the real world and you sat down and watched Deep Red, you would appreciate that film for how Argento makes I will, films. I will watch it again. I, trust me, I yeah. will. Yeah, you have to. It's an amazing um, film when you really sit down and pay attention and just kind of break it down. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's a, not, it's as good awesome. As, not as good as Plumage, but it's second. I personally think that Deep Red is his favorite, or his best film. Plumage is up there. Tenebrae is right there too. If, if I'm talking, it's called, it's called Plum Ridge. Thank you. Oh, Plum Ridge. It is Plum Ridge. Not many See, I, just wish, I just wish somebody in the yeah. Yeah. in the bird with the crystal plumage actually had an awesome mullet. You know that would be the best thing ever because that's the real plumage in the world. Is awesome. I'm killing Christian. Kevin Dillon, man from the blob. That's the greatest plumage of all time. That's some sexy plumage right there. And that's why it is considered the greatest remake of all time. Not because it's the movie. I'm going to eventually. It's the fucking mullet. I gotta edit it. <laughs> Fuck it at I this want point. those episodes out, out JP. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll release yeah, them. Yeah, we should get I have four of them. I have one with Matt Wassell. <laughs> wow. And, and Unseen was the original American title for this. That's what I was referencing. Oh, oh. Okay. yeah. I thought you were talking about the, uh, the good 2018 film. Yeah. No, no. I, I have to still check that out. But no, when I first saw this, it was on video and it was called Unseen. Yeah. So, oh, no. Christian, how was that? Is it a cut version of the film? Just renamed? Yeah. So, like, how much is cut and what is cut from that version? Because I've never seen okay. it before. There's no ending. <laughs> no, cut <laughs> no. the ending I, off. Oh, so I they probably cut out the awesome lesbian entirely. scenes, didn't they? You know, like, great scenes. I scene do with remember the it being edited. Not totally, not totally gore free, but heavily censored. Probably kind of like Creepers was to Phenomena. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what yeah. they did? Yeah. They removed that one, the, the, the spray scene with the, the yeah. guy, you know, that, that yes. oh, entirely. The oh, you know really? why? The whole... It was yeah, political. But I... No, that girl uh, got married or was dating somebody that was a, a yeah, high-ranking Tom... official in yeah. Italy or something yeah, like that. She, and they didn't want that she... to be shown, so they took it right out of the film. No I think she, ma- she married him and had kids with wow, him. Wow, dude, that's a fact I did not know. A, a big, Crazy, political, huh? a, one of the biggest, most controversial political figures in, in Italy. Yeah. Ten minutes cut. Did not yeah. know. Did not know. Supposedly that. ten Shit. minutes were cut out of it. That's mm-hmm. it. Wow. Wow. I thought it was all the panty shots of the girl jumping over the fence. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> they're awesome, man. They were all beautiful. Man, yeah. those girls in that movie. Yeah. Really? Oh, even that chick is super hot, man. Oh, I know, dude. Yes. Like, oh, God, it's just even the dude Christian on the is a really an easy guy to make laugh. I'll tell you that. Oh, I, I, that soundboard man does it. I, Who it me? Really better. I nervously laugh at everything. Wait till I get the soundboard. You'll be fucking pissing your pants. Of course, is gonna be making fun of you, so maybe not. Yeah, man. Yeah. I I fucking I love Tenebrae. I'm literally wearing a Tenebrae shirt right now. It was, mm-hmm. It's know. true. It is true, man. They can they can actually yep. be nine point five out of ten. I'm sticking with my rating, man. I love it. It's a all right. It, one of our gentles best. Cool. Fuck yeah. Okay, number four. 
is a movie that I love from 1982, and it's called Halloween 3. Yes. It, season of the Witch. Today is motherfucking Halloween. Cheer <laughs> yeah. it again. Fuck you, little kids. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it's not it's fuck little kids. It's fuck you, little kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Foaming at the mouth. <laughs> this is a film you can get obsessed over. Like, I want to collect just as much stuff from this film. As, as the other Halloween stuff. I want to have all three of the fucking masks on shelves in this room that I'm sitting in now. I want to have everything fucking Silver Shamrock, anything that has to do with this movie. It's like, it ha- it's separate. Like, it's part of the Halloween franchise, but it seems to stick out uh, compared to the other ones for obvious reasons. But there's just something about it where I can obsess more, or maybe not more than the original Halloween, but just as much with Halloween 78, which is my favorite, as this. I just... Just, it just has the charm and has everything going for it. And my favorite soundtrack of all time of any fucking horror movie, beginning to end, brilliant. I listened to it at bedtime. I fucking adore it. It's, it's amazing. So much going on. Wait, I'm in love with fucking with Ellie. <laughs> um, great story. And what else can I say? Episode 23, Exploding Heads. You want to hear us fucking blow it for an hour or so. It's amazing, and I'm so glad people are not shunning it like they used to. Even yeah, it, time has changed completely. Nobody yes. really cared. Like before, it was like, oh, you know, everybody hated it because no Michael. Now it's like it's that's the rare thing to hear. No. I know. I feel like people, the people that are still hating on the film are the ones that just haven't revisited. They're like, no, nah, man, fuck, fuck that movie, man. It's got no Michael. And all of a sudden they hear like, no, oh, it's it's pretty good. They're like, oh, really? I should probably check it out again. Yep. You know, Dude, like I, I feel like that's what's going on. I was one of them people until like early 2000 and like I watched the other ones in the 80s and 90s of course all the time and all I, I know I saw this one at a young age and I was like eh no Michael and it didn't care for it just didn't never went back to it then one day it was like October and I happened to be at my buddy's house and I was fucking real high and we were flipping channels <laughs> and it came on and I just watched the second half and I was glued to the screen and ever since then I had a completely different appreciation for it. And now, like, I'm borderline obsessed, like I said earlier. So I adore it. And if anybody hasn't watched it and has that feeling and still hasn't come around, just fucking cast that bullshit aside and just take it in, man. I mean, this is like, if take there's a 23rd, I'll fucking watch it if it's on a Saturday because that's the first shot of this fucking film. And if it's not then, I'll watch it. Last year, I watched it on a Halloween night. I fucking, I, I adore it, man. It's got all the Halloween atmosphere and... What a great film. So, yeah. Happy nice. next Halloween, nine out of 10. Awesome. All right. And if you get all three masks, too, you can put them on, can put one on your Kenny Rogers doll, <laughs> one on your Prince doll, and one on your Dolly Parton doll or something like that. I don't know. You should have gone with three black dolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too racist. <laughs> you're James Brown, you're Prince. Your early Michael Jackson doll <laughs> and your and your Black Devil doll doll. Dave, Dave's just sitting there like. Imagine JP walking over there and seeing those dolls. He's like, "Who the fuck is James Brown?" Making fun of my dolls. <laughs> Imagine how uncomfortable James Brown Jeremy. is. Imagine how uncomfortable Jeremy would be. He doesn't even realize, but he's one of the sole reason for hip hop. Jeremy would be like, "Right, you have to get that out of the house, Dave. It's making me uncomfortable." Gotta get the black doll out of the house. Kenny Jeremy, Rogers. Thought, Jeremy that? thought that was the doll from the new Purge movie. 
Lady. <laughs> I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you. Where's the honor tune? <laughs> yeah, I need it. I need it. <laughs> oh, shit. You need the honor tune. Oh, boy. I gotta get me a fucking soundboard. Jesus Christ, it's so bad. Jesus. All right, uh, coming in at number four for me, before I stroke out and feel like Brandon, um, is uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. Has to be on my list. Like, there's no way this wasn't being on my list. Where was the question? I felt like it fit in nice at number four. Um, I I've watched this in 3D on the regular you know blue and red glasses and and I like it I, I it's cool I, I won't do that every time because it does it, it can give you a headache uh, but I still think it works you know pretty pretty decently for an at home version with that that type of 3D um, I love the music as well uh, this is one that I always watched as a kid I'd say probably you know definitely top top five most watched as a kid had it on vhs um i love the i love the entire final act i love the way that you know he takes off that mask that used to scare me when i was a kid and i actually like the look of jason in this one you know the every every movie has a different look in jason but i like this one you know he's he's still like you, you know very human looking but uh really fucked up looking too and um, I dig that. I, I like how they, you know, the, the hanging and, and the end, you know, with where he's in, up in the window and shit. Uh, just just fantastic all around. I like the biker gang. Um, they're pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's just it's fucking Friday, man. It's it's good shit. It's it's early Friday. You know, early Friday is the best Friday. Um, you know, even even in the Friday series, early Friday is the best Friday. You know, How many fuck, times should you fuck, say Friday? Fuck next Friday. Fuck Friday after next. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> take a drink every time he says Friday for fucking shit face. Do you speak it? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm coming in at eight point five out of ten on this one. And oh, one thing that I'll say: it? this is uh, what well, fuck? What was it? Friday, Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> early Friday. <laughs> Yeah. Huh? I'm fucking shit-faced. Dude, stop. <laughs> I'm taking shots uh, over here. Like, out of 10 like I'm a heroin oh, addict, man. Come on. Huh. 3D. Do you have a true 3D TV, JP? I don't. No, that's what I, I wish I did, man. I wish I did. I've always wanted one. Wait, where what? did you steal your TV? I mean, get your TV from? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting because it seems like every 30 years or so. Neither, man. All his little fucking siblings built it for him. (laughs) (laughs) See? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Back to you, Brando. (laughs) All right. Coming in at number three, 1982's John Carpenter classic, The Thing. Serious fucking Lee. Yep. Number three? three? Number three? Okay, number He's three. Show. Your shit's in number three? What's that? Your shit's in number three? <laughs> Are you fucking with what? me, man? Your shit's in number I three. Number, you know what his number one is, right, Dave? I thought I did. Oh, now I do. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? We still got two more movies. This is I don't even movie. fucking know, man. I'm lost. Damn, is. dude. Let me just say, this is a near-perfect film for me. Number yeah. three. Near-perfect. Back up. What do you mean near? Near perfect. Okay, what do you mean near? 
I'm gonna get there. <laughs> early early are, are Friday. Are you near? Are you near? Drink some pickle juice and calm down. <laughs> Music. Enio. Fantastic. Cinematography. Dean Cundy. Awesome. Uh, effects. Rob Bottin. Fantastic. I love this film so much, but the one thing I wish it had, and I won't go into too many details about the film itself, but I wish it had, no, is a clear, a way to look back on it and clearly under, clearly be able to recognize who's infected at what point. They say there is. I I, I still can't see it. They, they said it's the eyes. Wait till we call it. in the eyes. All right. You know what? They are the windows to the soul. (laughs) (laughs) but in in terms of the film itself the effects is what stands out for me you know don't you like that you can't tell that that it's hard to tell i every even to this day when i watch it i'm like i forget like who is the thing when and stuff like that well no i like that in certain scenes especially when they're testing the blood because it it just gets me every single time because i'm not sure i seriously even right now having seen this film you know a dozen times i still don't know Whose blood is infected? If you were to put it on, right yeah, now. I, I always forget. <laughs> yeah, all I know is you got to keep an eye on Clark, and Clark is the only one who's never infected. <laughs> keep an eye on Clark, but Clark is the only good one. Clark's the only one who's actually murdered in this film. But the yeah. the scene with the dogs being killed, the effects, you know, the defibrillator into the chest. I mean, it's just everything's fantastic, and I I love obviously the ending. I like the ambiguity of the ending. I don't. I know they talk about the eyes with with the final scene with Childs. You think and, it's ambiguous though? Yes, it's ambiguous. It's hundred yes, percent. Well, I'm I, I don't think it is at all. I, I mean, they have really. I mean, there's no choice. They have to die. No, no, no not, not that. No, it's me about, it's, about it's whether it's the thing or not. Who oh, is oh I thought you were talking about the characters. Who is the thing? Is the thing dead? Is Childs the thing? Because they always talk about did, did Mac thing? actually give Childs a drink of a Molotov cocktail? Okay. Yeah, which is I love that fan. I theory. love that series Any too. Good movie has great fan theories. Yeah. yeah, it is a great fan theory, and I love that. I just wish, I, I just wish from the beginning I, there was just some subtle little hints. Well, they say oh. in the com, I think they say in the commentary or something. Somebody, I seen an article posted about it. They said that whoever doesn't have a glare in their eyes throughout the entire film is the thing at that point. I've never watched it and like really paid attention to that. I don't even know if it's true, but that's what they said. It's not true. It's not. There's You've no t- you check. There's no yeah, way. I, I don't, I don't no think I've seen it. Why? This is what I don't get, Brandon. You are fake news. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I don't get. You thank, said thank you, you love the ambiguity of the end of the film, but you don't like it in the rest of the film. I don't like it looking back and seeing that the thing is actually all over the place. I want to see. I want to have a little bit better understanding of how it travels. But it doesn't. It doesn't break the film though, because there's no point where you're like that couldn't have been the thing there. You know what I mean? That's why it works. If there was a plot, plot I I totally agree with that. I just wish I could kind of piece it together in my head. Like, okay, here's the scene where you probably can though. You probably you you might be right. It's just not definitive. You have a problem with this, but I know what your number one film's gonna be. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and I'm gonna I, and we're gonna be talking about that. I don't think you know what my number one is. I guarantee it. <laughs> oh boy. All right. So what's your rate? <laughs> Christian, let me go ahead and just stop you right there. Yeah. For good. <laughs> <laughs> I rate the thing currently. At 9.5 out of 10. 
He's gonna hate on for John Carpenter. I think that, that's yeah, what I, that, I, that little ambiguity is worth a half point. You say, Brandon, what's your favorite uh, Carpenter film? Uh, Salt on Precinct Thirteen. It's a good pick. And Halloween. Yeah, it's well. And both are, both assault, are ten out of ten. Assault is a ten out of ten. Both are ten out of ten for me. And the thing, look, Dave just said, you know, wait till we cover it. It could very easily, in a feature review, be a ten out of ten. I could call it a ten out of ten right now, and and still. And still not, still wish it had the uh, a little bit of, of clues as to who's infected when. As you should. I could, I could. I'm not going to right this not. time. I'm not going to. <laughs> so weird. Actually, I never this, really this thought a, about it. I never really a, thought about it. This is a show we're doing probably soon. Actually. Well, you just put uh, the, thought, the thought in my mind because I never really thought about it before. Like. Yeah, it's just because I've heard people's theories about being able to tell. I've heard about the eyes and this and that, and mm. I haven't seen it. And it it really doesn't hurt the film, but uh, it's just something I would personally like. Let's do it together. Let's have okay. these guys on our show. We'll do the fucking apocalypse trilogy. I'll do it. I'll do I'm it. I'm down. I don't think. I mean, everyone's getting upset. A nine and a half out of ten. Well, well the first the dying. first thing film, thing for another world, the Howard Hawks is coming to fucking Blu-ray now, man. I, and I own the DVD, and I've so never that's watched. Exciting, man! I've never seen that movie. Yeah, me either. Never, really? Got, I've never oh. seen it. Oh, I got that old shitty snapper case DVD, so I'll be happy to <laughs> get rid of that. All right. Yes, yeah, so nine nine and a half out of ten. Chair, you're muted. You're muted. You're muded. This is the best Ar- review of arms, the night. Actually. Arms are in the. Well, this is isn't this normal? Doesn't say anything. Yeah. Okay, one of those fucking. One of those. Or so, or so. He's doing his more so. Oh, there it is. I blew it. I like Christian dropping a Marcel Marceau. And that wasn't even a review. It was a cock. It was a cock. Wait, what about a cock? Mm. You blew it. That's the maturity of exploding heads. <laughs> 22 shots can't drop Marcel Marceau jokes. <laughs> they, don't know who, they don't know who that is. Marceau <laughs> who what? All right. Uh, Tenenbrae is my like, number three. Is that the three. guy who talks to us? <laughs> Sorry, Tenenbrae. Tenenbrae is my number three. Everybody's already... T- Wait, what? You even say it right? Tenenbrae? is my number 30? Is that what you just said? I said, you if you would have heard me, Tenenbrae is my number three. <laughs> <laughs> I actually prefer Ninenbrae to Tenenbrae. And it's actually, it, 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 it's Tenabra. Tenabra? <laughs> Phantom of Tenabra. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? <laughs> it's more insulting coming from him. <laughs> that was a good cue up right there. That was good. That worked. Yeah, that was a good one. That one. All right, Tenenbrae. Uh, this is probably my third favorite Argento film behind Plumage and Deep Red. So you were so high on Plumage, Kevin Dillon. Oh, yeah, I love it. Greatest Plumage ever. I love Plumage. Plumage is good, but moods. Quit blowing Kevin Dillon. Oh, fuck off! Ever. Like you don't fucking. You don't even pay attention when you're watching the Blob remake. You're just looking at his plumage. <laughs> he does have he does have nice plumage, but you've been talking for years about that plumage. <laughs> He's ever. literally been talking years about the plumage. <laughs> and the plum rage. The plum rage. <laughs> the plum rage, yeah. The plum Y'all rage. don't know about the plum rage. Nope. Y'all are laughing like you know about the plum rage, but yins don't. <laughs> Another two years. Yep. <laughs> 
Five-year anniversary. You'll Damn know. you, Dave. Dave predicted that, too. Of course he I did. did. He did. Fucking Nostradamus over here. Nostradamus. Nostradave. Thank Nostradavis. you. Yes. <laughs> Definitely one of your many nicknames. Awesome. I'm embracing that one. Yeah, he's putting on his hood now. He looks <laughs> he's like, you're damn right, I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> you definitely look wiser with the hood up. <laughs> All right, that's what it takes. <laughs> you damn wise guy. All right, sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead, please. Oh, yeah. Well, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners, thank you. You are home, you dumb fuck. At your mom's house. Thanks, JP. Thanks. Thanks for yeah, telling me. Mom. We already wasted so much time that I could have reviewed the film, so I'm just going to give it a nine and call it a day. Thank you. Ten and break. I'll, I'll talk about it. Oh, your third favorite. Come on. you got to hear. Um. Brandon, talk more about it. <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm having a lure moment right now. Uh oh. Uh oh. What do you like about Tenebrae? You're freezing up. You wrote papers on this shit, man. Reference your papers. No, 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 no. I didn't write papers on Tenebrae. I wrote papers on Deep Red and Plumage. But it has similar themes. I don't think it has as much as a a sexuality uh, theme as much as Deep Red and Plumage. I mean, we have a sort of thing with the woman and our main character, but it's not really that much. I think what you really see that watch this film for is the uh, soundtrack, the awesome Argento cinematography and camera work, awesome effects, and overall your basic Giallo story. You know, you got those four things all in one, and it's an Argento film. So you got all five of those things. You automatically are probably going to have a good time. And if I don't think if you like any of his previous films, you probably won't like this film as well. I just think it's all. See, I disagree, man, actually, because I think people would like this film even more because the narrative is more linear. It's just straight through. It's it's a very easy film to follow, unlike Mm -hmm. uh, Deep Red and Plumage. And those other films are a little bit, you know, mind fucking a little bit. You know, you watch Tenebrae. I think it's pretty straightforward. You know, I think it's the perfect Ooh, gateway know. Argento film. Really, I honestly think this is the easy one of the easiest giallos by Argento to follow. Man, I have no issues ever watching this film. I agree with it. I think the fucking very last thing when we find out what's going on, I think that's always been confusing. <laughs> but not compared to Deep Red and Plumage. Like, I think it's and it does make more sense than <laughs> yeah or, or Suspiria. I think it does make more sense than those films. Even Phenomenomenomena. I think, you know, all those movies, that's definitely the most easiest one to follow now that you've said something. But, I mean, it, it, it's an Argen- a really solid Argento Giallo, so 9 out of 10 for Ten and Bray. Nice. 9 out of 10 and Bray. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually a really good joke, Dave. I like it. That's not bad. You deserve that, that was you, clever. You deserve that laughter. <laughs> yeah. My number three is Tenebrae. I mean, I've been. Uh, this is what's going to be happening all show. I contribute nothing else. I did talk about this earlier. I mentioned how I absolutely love the John Saxon scene, John motherfucking Saxon scene in broad daylight <laughs> when he's when he's out and uh, he gets killed. I think that's just masterfully done. Um, of course, we talked about the the other murders in the film, but the script itself, I. I I almost feel like Basic Instinct tore a page from this. <laughs> almost. Where's the, the vagina? Basic, yeah. <laughs> really? Where's the, the vagina? Huh. Oh, yeah. 
at the basic level, I think kind of ripped on this movie a little bit, uh, brought it to, uh, American audiences because, uh, you know, this is still more of cult following. We all like to think of Dario Argento's, uh, as like a world renowned and he is, but I, I, you know, not to the same degree as a lot of these Hollywood directors and whatnot. Yeah. This is, this is probably my third favorite of his films. I, you know, I'm high on opera. I seem to be the it's one that always high. brings that one up as my, That's one really of my favorites. Canadian. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. I love opera. <laughs> this, guy hates, really, this guy hates football and fucking loves opera. Where do you <laughs> live? Where do you live in Ontario? <laughs> oh, oh, see? Yeah. Up in flames with BC. Uh, <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love BC. <laughs> you should. Castle Castle Castle. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, and then of course it's Suspiria, but this is this is right there with it. I, nine out of ten, phenomenal film, and it really this is the year. And I guess I got to get that Blu-ray based on what you guys said earlier today. That's great. Yeah, definitely. Fucking rights, man. Is it just me or John Saxon dubbed his own voice in that film? Right? Did he not? Oh, you. Yeah, it does sound like him. It's got to be him. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm pretty sure it's Italian. Him, but yeah. it's and like I was watching the film today. And I'm like, man, it's him, but it's like not him. It's like mixed weird. Like it's fucking weird. Well, they always did that, didn't they? Like even if they had English actors, actors and actresses, they would do their part. Well, a lot of then- a lot of the times, some of those actors would be like, hey, you know, we know what's going on. We're gonna dub the the voices over and shit. But they they sign the contracts and like I'm doing my own voiceover. Because they because that's them on the screen. They want people to hear the voice too, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm fucking positive it, it's definitely him, but it sounds different. It's weird. It's like they mixed it to sound like it wasn't him. I don't know. It, it's strange to me. But wow. I don't know if you ever noticed that before. Like it, it seems odd to me. There's something weird about his voice. I don't know. But should have brought up more. Uh trivia on what was exactly cut other than just 10 minutes but uh we could assume it's mostly gore obviously it seems to be what the fate of most argento films in in north america uh until the onset of uh, dvd i think that was more america though man i think if we had got those releases in canada would not have been cut we probably would have got the extended cuts with more gore because <laughs> we don't have the sense yeah, of laws you could be right. I've told the story before where I actually caught opera on TV. I, I happened to flash through, never saw the film, but I knew as soon as it came to it, I'm like, this, I think, is an Argento film. Is that, that film that I read about in Gorzon or Fingori at the time? And then, of course, that in, the, the famous, I was going to say infamous, but that famous uh, bullet through the keyhole scene happened. Mm-hmm. And, and I was just like, I was like, oh, beautiful. Awesome. And that's what he did. He manages to stage murder and make it brutal and beautiful mm-hmm. <laughs> all yeah. at the same time. And this film is no exception. Lesbian scene, man. <laughs> fucking so, f- so fucking good, man. Oh. Yeah. I think I might overflow my cup here, man. <laughs> yep, that's going to happen. So, coming in at number three for myself, might be a little bit of a shocker to some people, man. Aha, I know what it's going to be. Is it shocker? Craven Shocker. That has happened before. <laughs> uh, no, it is not. But it's a film that we, you know, just recently talked about, and that's why I was kind of giving Brandon a little bit of a hard time about it because 
I was playing it up, man. Carpenter's the thing. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, man. I am one of those people that fully admit this is Carpenter. In my opinion, this is Carpenter's best film. I agree. You know, I I love this movie, man. You know, I rewatching it last night again. I was just like, damn, dude. It's so fucking good, man. All the actors in this film do such great jobs. Um, atmosphere, effects, hold up still. It's some of the creepiest, awesome shit, man. Like, the, you know, the thing with the, you know, the double faces and shit. Like, I, I love those effects so much. So good. Uh, score, the atmosphere, everything about this film is just top notch. Um,. I can't say anything bad about this one. You know, you were talking about Brandon. What were you talking about earlier? <laughs> the ambiguity of not knowing who the thing is when they're the thing. and That's right. The thing. So I never really had an issue with this. I, I don't know. Were you, like, were you it's, over- not, it's not even about not knowing who it is at the time. It's about being able to look back on it after watching it many times, being able to be like, all right, here, come up with theories and be able to be like, all right, you here's can. where this... But are you just you overthinking it. it, though, or is it just Maybe, maybe I am. Maybe I am, but to me, I, I don't I think know. It's, I think it's blatantly obvious what's going on, you know? And I don't know, man. I, I just... I, I just don't think you need to overthink it too much. I think it's actually... Maybe pretty... I am. Maybe I am. I, I could be. I'm yeah. not... I'm, I have no response to that. I could very well be overthinking it. Kurt You've Russell's, been known to do that. Kurt Russell's the man. I have. <laughs> I just, I just think this is like one of the most in, insane things for for Carpenter. You know, he goes from Halloween. You know, he did some projects, and then we got fucking the thing. This movie is like production wise, so good. It's so damn yeah. good. Effects wise, setting, cinematography, you know, story effect, like everything about this film is just, in my opinion, it's top fucking notch. It has this atmosphere where you know that where they are in the Antarctica, that this is probably not going to end good. But in your heart, you're like, man, this shit's, you know, it's got to end good. Yeah. But it fucking doesn't. (laughs) It really doesn't, man. And, you know, and I love that shit, man. I love the way he ended the shit. He didn't end it on a high note with, you know, the fucking... The government coming in, somebody coming in, rescuing everybody and be like, hey, man, let's get the fuck out of here, man. We got some thing around here, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're going to die very quickly as soon as the fire dies. Though. Dude, as soon yeah. as they blow the shit up in the end, you fucking have this feeling come over your body where you're watching it going, that's insanely shitty, dude. Because you got these two it's, awesome it's characters. It's also good, though, because that means that maybe the thing won't get out. Exactly. They're good. They right. pretty, I mean, we understand. They, they've saved the world, potentially. But, like, honestly, dude, when Kurt Russell and Keith David are talking to each other, like, it brings a tear to my eye, man. I'm like, dude, that sucks, man, because there's those – they are the heroes, man. Yeah, and especially they're, Mac. And they're fucking, His sacrifice. Yeah, His sacrifice. dude, and they're fucking dying. It's just yeah. – I love this movie on every <laughs> level. The emotional level of the film for me, like, I was literally almost tearing up last night, maybe because my wife was giving me shit, too, but I don't know, man. But, <laughs> but, like, I was fucking loving this shit. I was, oh, man, it's so damn good. It's a perfect film, in my opinion, man. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I don't, I I don't think movie. there's I don't think there's special effects that have been done since that are as good as this. 
No, they're so good, man. They're it's amazing. It's the only so the film that rivals it for me is uh, Tom Savini's Day of the Dead. A fly. It's crazy how many dogs die in this film too, and I'm just like, man, ten out of ten. Kill those fucking dogs, and I was like, no. It's, it's so amazing how short this film would be if the freaking uh, the Swedes. What were they Swedes or Norwegians? Norwegians. If the Norwegians had just had been better shots. You try to shoot something <laughs> hanging out of a helicopter, dude. Do you dude, ever shoot guns? Do you have any idea oh, yeah. how hard I, it is to I shoot? Wanna, I won a silver medal in Athens in uh, biathlon. No, you didn't. In <laughs> Athens? <laughs> ah, guy... What year was Athens? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. 1935, I think. Come on. Come on. Try to shoot something while moving, and that thing that you're shooting at is also moving. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what the funny part of that end is? I always thought, oh, they're doomed, but I never thought they potentially saved the world. I thought, oh, fuck, they're doomed. They're going to freeze to death. Then there's going to be a rescue party. Uh, yeah, no, and it's then They're going to be unfrozen, yeah. and then civilization is doomed. Yeah, definitely possible. Yeah, That's how I always thought. Yeah. I said, See, the story... I, li- I like the fact that like these heroes die because it, it, it makes it more, I don't know, just dramatic i guess it's well, for the movie yes. it's sad yes. it's fucking sad but like i think at the end the way the ending goes down is perfect yeah it's, it's perfectly perfect. emotionally you know the the whole movie's perfect yeah it, is. yeah it really is man and no I, you're, you're right because they end it there yeah with yeah the, let's just hang out here for a while dun, dun. but even their yeah. conversation <laughs> at the end like Amazing. you can tell that fucking kurt russell keith david they're they, they're they're kind of beating around the bush like what do you want to do you know, yeah. it's really warm around here right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. The, yeah, and they're like, you know, it's you know, the fire's gonna die down. Like, what do you want to do? Well, just wait Let's here for a little because they know they're fucking gonna die, dude. <laughs> I love that shit. I love that. Carpenter didn't cop out on this ending, and that's what makes the movie a ten out of it's ten. It's sad that the movie didn't do well financially. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, following uh, after one me. of the biggest travesties in the history of horror movies. Yeah, but you what, know what? what? Who gives a fuck? Because now we all have it now and everybody loves it, so it didn't make a damn bit of difference. Well, yeah. I would have liked Carpenter to fucking get paid on that shit. Carpenter's dude. just fine. True that, man. I, you got Exactly. Paid. I was got just paid. about to say his Halloween, name. Halloween, I'm not worried like, about how good? Oh, yeah, now he's yeah. fine. He's old as fuck, too, though. He sells every fucking script, every movie gets remade, and he hates dogs. And how yeah, good is Wilford Brimley in the film? Come on. Wilford Brimley yeah. is like, he's, oh. fuck, he's so goddamn good in this movie, man. Oh. Yeah. Fuck, I love the casting, man. It's just, like, so He's solid. So good, So fucking solid. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> He's got the diabetes. <laughs> I got diabetes. Now, let you, me ask you something. My name's John Memphis, and I got diabetes. Christian, I'll, I'll ask you this. <laughs> okay. If, for some reason, after the film end, Mac decides, okay, Childs is, is the thing, and he kills him, sets him on fire, and then decides to ultimately sacrifice himself does that mean the thing is definitely dead if one of them was the thing or is there a chance a, a, a rescue party could eventually come and the thing lays dormant well, well who the thing- I, I just say the way that he ended the movie as moods pointed out as as we all know is perfect i'm saying i i guess where i was going with it is it leaves your imagination to think what was going to happen next and go from there nowadays they would show the rescue helicopter yeah. coming in, and yeah. then it would fade to black or whatever. Or they would have the ending you just mentioned, and then maybe have him walk off into the distance, knowing that he was going to die, but that it was going to lead 
that that could lead to something else. This one ends the story very downbeat, of course, but it leaves it open to the sense of yeah, their story is done. But what if you actually think about what would happen next? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, if, if one it's of gloomy, them but it's the fucking thing, ambiguous. And they don't man. kill each other, and then the eventually they're found, they're discovered. Then the thing's gonna start over. Again. Yeah, but can you blow up the thing, or do you have to freeze the thing? Yeah, well, it seems like you had to freeze it to trap it. Exactly. Because yeah. you, ki- you couldn't kill it. But they're going to exactly. take the bodies and they're going to unthaw and they're going to. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like. That's it, where, it, but it might it, be. Well, well, that's not, that's, that's that's thing, not actually it, true, though, man. Good. You're in Antarctica. It doesn't. You're not. If you're frozen, you're not going to unthaw out there. No, it's, no, they're going to take the bodies when they're eventually discovered. If one of them, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. If they take the bodies, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's it. Like, I mean, it seems like fire did destroy them. Destroy, destroy it. But if one of them's infected, which we yeah. we know is the case, then it they they both die. But that's not the end. Yeah. But it's actually great that they never really did a direct sequel. Like they really just did that sort of pseudo remake well, thing, you, right? You think though, a direct like sequel a is cool. such a big damn Very movie, cool. though, man. Because if one of them, yeah, if it ends where or if it picks up where you know they they take these bodies back and they're infected and shit, and then the whole world is like, you know, it's a big fucking movie. Yeah, like somebody like Carpenter couldn't do that movie. It's too big. We get like an Escape from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? You know, you have to give that. Shit to bl- you have to give that shit to Blumhouse, I guess, and make the fucking yeah. ultra shitty new Halloween film. So <laughs> we, we don't. We you know what? We don't want that movie. As they've said, like I mean, it bombed, and I guess although there's a cult following, and then we did get that remake in 2011. The reality is that pretty cool. The that movie, <laughs> who said that was pretty cool? I said prequel. It's prequel. Prequel. It's a prequel. <laughs> I thought you said yeah. pretty cool. I thought too. pretty cool. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, we we need to move on. Sorry, we just gave a full. A so, anyways, full that was that was the thing, and ten out of ten. Yeah, move it along. I was like, a, that was like an hour. <laughs> Who's oh. next, Christian? No, awesome. Dave, 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 okay, um, um, where the fuck are we now? Okay, okay, here's another movie. Actually, the next two. I've said it a few times before that there's four movies that are very special to me, and they've always been there. This movie, I'll tell you what, I, I watched this um, a few weeks ago, and for a moment I thought about putting it ahead of the movie that stayed in the same spot. This is still number three. The other one is still number two. Because I love this movie so much. And it's fucking, I know this movie word for word. I know every freaking musical beat. I know every fucking thing that happens in this fucking film. Poltergeist, 10 out of 10. Fuck you. Move on. Really? <laughs> Poltergeist, 10 out of 10. Wow. Crazy. Yeah, he loves poultry. But that's yeah. not what I, I thought it I was. Knew, I knew he loved that movie. It's a fucking amazing to me. I think it's a masterpiece. I think it's the perfect fucking horror film. Yeah. Did that make the Hall of Fame? Um, I actually did. I didn't. I was gonna mention this. I didn't keep track of whoever uh, rated what. So Rob's gonna let us know uh, after the show. Airs oh, dude, we usually have a fucking of, celebration every time know, someone gets in the Hall of Fame. But like, holy fuck, did we ever fuck that one up? Yeah. Aww. Wow. Jeremy, sound effects. You Rob blew it. Yeah, we blew it. <laughs> we fucking blew it. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. All right. So uh, my number three talked about. Uh, it is. Dario Argento's Tenebrae, or how'd you say it, Christian? Tenebra. 
Ginebra. This movie, man, I'll tell you what, dude. Watching it this time, like I liked it last time, but I really liked it watching it this time. This is only second time watching. It it may it all felt more cohesive this time. And I just love first like the the sh- the shots in this film are so good. Um the the setting, the locations that they pick. Whoever picked the whoever scouted these locations is is amazing because it just feels so elegant. And um you, you know when when you're when she's being chased by the dog and then later the killer and th- those like wooded scenes it's it just so good. It's just it looks so well. Uh it's lighted so well. Um the house that they that, it's that lighted they so well. Yeah, what a Again, retard. sorry, I have to play it retard again. Retard alert. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to play it again, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah it's the, lit it, so well. it, it's tired i'm tired man <laughs> sorry uh yeah it's it's lit so well you hey you're the fucking king of not talking so i don't even want to fucking hear it <laughs> yeah you're you, tired, you man. we're always recording at this time God i know damn. but i i'm i felt like i was stroking out a little bit ago <laughs> i don't know what's going <laughs> on <laughs> you sound like you are right I, now yeah <laughs> Now you know how I feel when play, I fucking play the stroke clip. So fuck play you. the stroke clip. Yeah, I'm like lightheaded and shit. Uh, but Tenebrae, awesome stuff, man. It, it's it's probably let's get, let's. my second favorite Argento next to Suspiria as of right now. Yeah, boy. Uh, but yeah, it's good shit, man. And I lo- I like I think the plot is kind of it, it's it's a gateway. Like I feel like it's a little bit more easy to comprehend than most Argento films. Um, and, uh, I love the double, the double killer thing going on in this and the kills. Great. Great kills. Beautiful. Like Dave said, beautiful women. Awesome. Love it. Nine out of 10. Beautiful. Back to you, Brandon. Back to me. My number two film is, must be the season of the witch. Uh, <laughs> oh, where's the auto tune on I'm that wrong. shit, man? Mine was, come on, it's way better. I know you're wrong because you were giving me hell about the ambiguity. Season of the witch. Fuck those little kids, man. This to me, I, I'll I'll compare this perfectly to to one of Christian's favorite films, Toxic Avenger. That's how this has grown on me. To just become one of my favorite films might not necessarily be the one of the best films on the list, but it's one of the most fun, and I just love it more and more each and every time I see it. Tommy Atkins is phenomenal in it. Um, the violence in it is just fucking brutal. I mean, we talk about it. Obviously, they're killing kids in this, but even the scene with Marge, that scene is just horrifying. When that uh, the tag back uh, backfires and freaking blows her face off. Oh, oh misfire. Yeah, misfire. <laughs> Backfire. <laughs> awesome. Man, it's such a great scene. I love the film. Like I said, if we don't think that uh Tommy got that third channel shut off in time, Cochran's <laughs> a huge, huge body count for him. He definitely did it. Yeah. No, he didn't. No. For sure. Then it's then it's brutal. It's it's horrifying. It's more horrifying than any others in the franchise. Wait, didn't you? Did Dave say that you hear kids screaming? Yes, at one point they they were going to have kids screaming when the credits rolled. So that obviously that's the implication. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that I, I that. totally agree with you, man. And, yeah. and the way that you compared that, it totally makes sense because you you accept 
the craziness of the plot. Yeah. Plot. It's like a robot girl coming back to attack Terminator style at the end. Awesome. Uh, and that always, else. That like, always terrified me too. Cause I wondered at what point, like at what point was she human up until never. Oh, please, I can't fuck. stop with that. <laughs> robot pussy. What are you talking about? Okay, robot pussy. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Small we'll wonder. Off I want to end the movie right with that. Fuck it right in the pussy. I guess Jeremy, Jeremy can't <laughs> not fucking knock shit right now. Uh, nine and a half out of ten for me. N- near All perfect. Right. Christian, All what, right. the, what the fuck All is right. with the ten out of ten? But I've never asked you this. Oh, what? Well, toxic Avenger. Toxic Avenger. <laughs> Dude, you know, okay. I love me I love me some okay. trauma, man. I'm a big ass like like actual trauma production films. You know, yeah, well films. there's three there's three trauma production films that I that I always I put up there. And it's Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High, and Tromeo and Juliet. Mm. Those are the three that I, I love. Now I'm not saying they're all ten out of tens, but I was just going I think nostalgia just overtook me when we did that review and I said, I don't know if I could do it. And these guys are like, Yeah, do it. And then I just went, Okay, ten out of ten. And it, it's great, but I will admit the big there is a big flaw. The big flaw is that Julie and what's her face should have been killed. I know they show them kind of die, but there is a, a scene that they pop back and come come back in the oh. movie again in the Japanese version. They oh. should have had really brutal deaths, and they didn't do that. What so the that's hell? Did you riled up to nothing with ten out of ten? Were you like at that moment? Were you going for shock value? You're like, man. No, it's my favorite trauma movie, and I, I it's again one of my favorites growing up. I have it on my top twenty. I still thank hey, you. It's an absolute perfect. No, no, no. Uh, I, I like. I yeah. totally. I, one, I like. I love Toxic Avenger, man. I love it sh- yeah. so much, man. So with. Uh, like Class of Newcomb High. Like, where do you put that shit? Like, where the fuck you know? is this going? Uh, maybe eight and a half out of ten. Eight, Jeremy, who gives a fuck, man? Listen, yeah, I, just... I was driving my car and I was taking a drink and I spit out my drink and almost wrecked my car when you gave that shit at ten. Because <laughs> I was so shocked. What the best trauma movie? Oh, it's funny, right, Jeremy? The best trauma movie. One of the most I've ever watched growing up. It had a huge effect on me. I yeah. I could quote everything from it, like Dave was mentioning from Poltergeist. I can, you know, quote like yeah. the stupid things when he grabs the popcorn when he's helping people around town. It's like, uh, uh, and the popcorn's <laughs> all popped. Just stupid shit like that. I just the movie has a charm to it yeah, that yeah. I just appreciate. Plus, it's super fucking violent and just a hell of a lot of fun. You gotta watch that Japanese cut. It's so on Blu-ray, so, right? Yeah, yeah I agree, man. Character. I agree. It's it's super yeah. fun. I just. To this day, I could not believe the 10 out of... I was like, wow. Yeah. Fucking... It just... I was not expecting that. You know, I was expecting a high rating, that kind of thing, but like, 10 out of 10? I was like, holy fuck. Ter- Terror vision. It's crazy, man. Terror vision. But, <laughs> Terror but it was... <laughs> the contrast was we just came off some 10 out of 10s with, you know, the thing, and then we're talking about Toxic Avenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind well, of hey. funny to me, right? Nice. But, you know, anyways. I just figured that shit out. My top three of this day, uh, of this list here, they're all on my top 20. So, nope. Yeah. Wow, crazy, crazy. That's yep. cool. That's we, here, get right? my, we get our top two, twenty. We get our top twenty. Mine too, also, Dave. Yeah. My top so, three are my top twenty. There you go. The orders yeah. got switched around a little, but they're in there. Great fucking year. Of all right? time. Yeah. Wow, crazy man. Yeah. Of crazy. all time, yeah. It's funny, man. Mm-hmm. Like within my top ten, twelve, mm-hmm. or whatever, I have about like two directors take up half of it. It's, weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fucking bizarre. Of my all-time <laughs> films. I like that. Well, that that show's coming soon, so 
Yeah. Five episodes. Spoil that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. Th- I'm not saying a thing. But. Oops, I just spoiled it. Anyway, spoiled what? Wait, what? You spoiled <laughs> what? You just <laughs> said you spoiled it. Spoiled did, what? Did he fart? Did he fart? <laughs> I thought I. I thought I blew up episode 150 where we, we were doing. We announced it like fucking three episodes ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That's, That's fucking news. amazing. That was amazing. Are you sure? His old fucking Dude, stuff. 100% were you were there. Yeah. Shows you how much I pay attention. He yeah. recorded it. How do you not pay attention during the show? How do you not pay attention to the things that you said? <laughs> if know. you don't, how do you expect us to? All right, guys. Yeah. We had a conversation about 100 and 150. So and, oh, my God. Dude. And 50? Fuck's sakes, dude. Awesome. That, that was awesome. <laughs> Oh my god. Whose turn is it? Yeah, where the fuck are we? I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to go. It was oh, supposed okay. to be me before you let me do it. Uh, the Thing is my number two. We all talked about it. Fuckers. Carpenter is... Oh wait, that, I'm still in it on you. Yeah, you're still in it. You're still good. Uh, the Thing. Uh, it's You know, it's one of Carpenter's best probably behind Halloween. Um, you know, the effects, everything that everybody's already talked about is is in full force. Uh, I'd be curious to see if we end up doing the trilogy and we could dive deeper. I've never noticed the eyeball thing glimmering. Maybe I haven't paid attention, but I've no, never that, noticed nobody it. Nobody would notice that shit. <laughs> nope. I know I'm going to see this in 70 millimeter at the end of the month. Oh, finally, nice. it's been one of my bucket list movies that I've wanted <laughs> to see. It's so bucket available. List. 70 millimeters? Seriously, dude? Yeah. That's, that's ins- your bucket list. <laughs> that's insane, man. Fuck. I've Wait. talked about it before. Like, if there's one movie I want to see on 70 millimeters. I'm sure me and Chris will never have it's... that opportunity ever. Unless, no. we go down, unless we go down. You know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If he goes down to Chicago or I go to LA or something. But... Whoa. Wow. It's crazy. Wait, this is on your bucket list, but it's your number two film of the year. <laughs> I mean, to see, no, 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 to see film wise, like on film, like 70 millimeter film, like, and, and, and I'm going to trade your smart ass. No, I just I, can't remember the last time it's played here on 70 millimeter, at least not since I could remember. So, no, I mean, man, they usually awesome. they always show 70 millimeter all the time. The thing, 10 out of 10. Check it out. It's great. Cool. Yeah. And his number one probably doesn't play on any millimeter. That's why, <laughs> you know? I'm not huh? a smart ass either. I'm just saying. Probably I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, it probably doesn't show. <clears throat> All right. All right. Christian. Uh, oh, shit. Fuck, yeah. My number two. You Dr. blew it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Butcher MD. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I not even this year. It fucking should be. And for gore purposes, it's a shitload of fun. I love that movie for gore, but it's not on my list. It has the best dummy death in any film ever. <laughs> dummy? dummy? Dummy. Oh, it's a gummy. Okay. That and Nightmare City. Two uh, best opera dummy has the best manicarino. Absolutely. My number two is Creep Show. Uh, we just did a huge dissection on it on uh, Exploding Hands as well. I'm not keeping trying to toot our horns, but we just talked a whole fuck whack of on it dissected each little segment it's a hell of a lot of fun one of the best anthologies out there i i kind of like creep show trick-or-treat uh and tales from the hood those are like probably my top three to round it out it's a nine and a half out of ten 
I've had it at a perfect score before, but I'm just hovering uh, just below it a little bit. Nine and a half out of ten. Keeping it consistent with my last rating. What's your and, favorite segment? Uh, something to tide you over. For yeah, sure. yeah, that's mine too, man. Yeah, JP, it, you're the only weirdo you think, that has the other. What do you, what do you think about Why? the? Uh, are you a fan of the Amicus anthology films? Is it the Asylum? Amicus. It's Amicus. like, like the, the Amicus UK. Studio. Uh, like like Dr. Terror's House of Horrors? Yes. Wasn't, yeah, a, yeah. wasn't Asylum in Amicus anthology? Are those yes. the older ones? Yes. Like the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like the 70s. Oh my god. I well, we I watched they, them when we were on that kick when we were doing some Exploding Heads and I was like, it got me watching some of the old ones again. So, I mean, I like them, but yeah. I just maybe it's just the fact that they're a little bit more like dated. I, usually there's a segment or two that I pull out of it like Tales from the Tales from the Crap, uh, 1972, All Through the House, yeah. or whatever that's called. I love that one. Is that a French one, Tales from the Crap? <laughs> Every time I say it, <laughs> fucker calls me out on how I pronounce that. He's so close to Quebec, fucking man. That's just coming out of him right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have a delicious... What would you like? A delicious Tales from the Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this. Give him the laughter. No, no. <laughs> awesome. But yeah, no, I mean... I, yeah, I guess I don't. I don't. I haven't watched them nearly as much, though. Uh, that's for sure. The ones yeah. I watch over and over again are literally Creep Show, Creep Show Two, t- um, Trick or Treat, and I guess more recently Southbound. Yeah, I don't think we're as familiar man. with the. Hard what about VHS? I'm glad that you guys like that shit, man, because I thought it was the only one that really loved Southbound. It's, I never heard anyone talk about it. Yeah, they I, talked I think about it. Was it, my, a lot it was my that number year. three. No, but like, like not in, like, really, like as in, yeah. as being like a you know one of the all time great type yeah, anthologies. We, you know, it's like fuck. I I don't know. I just wasn't hearing that shit. But and I I don't mind VHS one and two, uh, Jeremy. I, I just again, it's I like part two. Seconds, I, yeah, that that cult one and two is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last two segments of VHS two are phenomenal what's the last one the alien yeah, yeah. that was done by yeah. jason, yeah, jason eisner. eisner jason yeah, eisner that's, did a, that's that a great one Fucking, th- those are the two best segments in the entire well, trilogy i guess if you want to call it trilogy yeah they never made another one so in my in my opinion six but. senses part two never happened fucking to that shit they came out all right really? so coming so in at number two on that oh boots did you, did you rate that? Oh, yeah, nine yeah, nine and a half out of ten. Sorry. Yeah, you get it. All right, coming in number two is a film that has, actually has not been mentioned tonight. And this one's going out to my homeboy, Brandon, because I love him. I'm just guessing. <laughs> okay. Actually guessing. <laughs> Does he mean me? <laughs> this is going out for you, man, because I know you love this film so much. So much that it wasn't on his top ten. Exactly. Exactly. It's a little bit of sarcasm in there. In case you guys didn't catch it. But pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I know this. I'm I know sure. he's not a big fan of this film. Uh, I like it. I just don't get the, the hype. Oh look, uh, they've got it right. Is there is there a hype behind No, that this? would be that would be That would be number one. This is number two. Oh yeah. I don't understand how like there's hype behind pieces. I, I don't get it, but People um seem to blow pieces. People do. People do. People do blow pieces. Yeah. It's fun. It's exactly. Goofy. I'm it's not fun. fucking blowing pieces at all. I just I think it's it's always been a film that I okay I'm blowing pieces right now, but I fucking always enjoyed the you know one of the biggest sellers to me in this film man is my boy Christopher George man 
that guy had this reign between like boy? the mid seventies. Fuck you, Jeremy. He had my book. <laughs> he he was like he had this reign between the mid seventies and early before he passed away. Yeah. Before right after this was, and he did so many damn good films, and he was it's such a fucking shame, man. Such a shame. Yeah, he went he went to pieces after this. <laughs> Those are the jokes, it, man. You gotta, yeah. You just, you saw my face. You saw my face there. Everybody saw my fucking face. But man, you know, pieces is honestly, it's not that extravagant at all. We know that, man. It really isn't. It's it's a Spanish giallo. This movie is not a slasher. It's it's nope. a fucking giallo, and I fucking hate when people lump this film into being an American slasher. It's first of all, it's not American. It's a Spanish <laughs> film, and it's a fucking it's giallo. it's the end of the giallo reign. It's it's a fucking Where's giallo. Black, a hundred black clothes, yes. black mask. It's a fucking yeah. giallo. Like it's not like it has some amazing ass kills. It man. really does, man. It, right from the setup of the film, I love the opening scene, man. You know, with the kid and the puzzle and shit, and then all of a sudden, the stops of the film is you know, the, somebody's killing off people and they're creating a puzzle of basically of human parts, yeah. and that's a, that's what it is. It's a giallo. It's it's a mystery trying to figure out who the fucking killer is, and it has the most awesome kills. It's got great music. It's got fun characters, and. I don't know why this movie doesn't get more love, man. I really don't, Brandon. What is your deal seven, with this fucking movie? Seven, like, at, seven out of ten for me. I'm not a hater of it. I'm just, here, Brent. Because you think I'm in a seven out of ten as well. Seven out of ten. Yep. It is a fun film. Fun. I just, it's just, it's silly. It, to me, it's not like everybody was when we were prepping for the show. Everybody's telling me, "Oh, pieces better be on your list." And <laughs> People are saying that shit. Like, really. The, the, I, I was surprised that it wasn't on more lists actually, but I, totally I mean, forgot. I'm not I a totally huge, huge fan of it, but I, I was surprised that I thought I totally I, forgot I didn't know. it was eligible for this year until Moon just brought it up. I, I won't lie, man. I won't lie, man. The first time I watched this movie, I swear I saw it like a heavily cut version. I, I, I don't even yep. remember the first scene Probably in did. the film, man. Like, it, yeah, that it, shit was cut to pieces. The, <laughs> there it is. There it is. Sound effects. We oh, missed it. Missed opportunity. Um, <laughs> But the the opening scene with, you know, the kid and the mom and shit like that. The first time I seen this film, I swore that whole scene was cut out of the film. I don't remember ever seeing that. You know, shit. <laughs> I feel like you, you saw it. You the chainsaw scene. I'm like, I honestly oh remember the chainsaw scene opening it. Yeah. But it, cut the shit too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, this movie has been cut to pieces. But anyways... No pun intended. Uh, but uh, when Grindhouse put put this out, man, you know, I mean, I had the the DVD, the, the Arrow one and shit like that. But when this thing came out and you actually got the, you know, the backstory, all the insight into it, it's like, it's, dude, it, I, I'm such a, it just elevated my appreciation for the fucking movie, man. And it's not just your generic slasher, man. It's a fucking giallo. I'm not saying that it's going to make it any better, but it does for me. It's got those characters that actually makes it a little bit better and shit like that. But my God, dude, the thing why, why it's so high on my list is because it's memorable. It's one of those films that I can go back to constantly and just appreciate for what it is and enjoy it every single time I watch it. When I watch this film, I loved it even more than the last time I'd watched it in the previous time. And I've watched this, you know, this release many times as I've got it. And 
we actually covered this on an early episode yeah and this is why i love media you know we get these yeah, it's, awesome it's a releases. beautiful release it's a it is it release. is a great release we, i bought it specifically yeah. for we, this 82 Pro. we get these features nice. and you get to fucking know about the film and it's just like oh my god dude this, this it's just why it, did they stop it, doing releases it blew my i shit think they're out. going under it blew my yeah. shitter out, dude. It blew my shitter out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, I fucking I, I blew my shitter to pieces. <laughs> I absolutely can't recommend this film enough, man. You know, but now you make me want to go put it on, put on the special features, especially now. You know, it's not a perfect. What was film. your rating? It's not a perfect oh, film by any means, man. You know, there is a little bit of issues with it and stuff, but again, I love it. Nine out of ten. So. All right, nine out of ten. I got These are my notes because I actually this is one of the ones I put notes for. Hold it, or I'll blow your brains out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the TWF, the exactly. kung fu scene out of nowhere, <laughs> the bad chop suey, <laughs> and a bastard, 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 <laughs> and then everybody is too, <laughs> and everybody's too damn busy to talk <laughs> yeah. to anyone when anyone has a question. Hey, I got. Can I talk to you? I'm much too busy right now, dude. <laughs> like some of the best uh, kills, man. That chainsaw kill. Come on, man. Broad daylight. Oh, there's some fucking, great kills. Fucking kills. Yeah, the kills are great. I love it, man. I love it. So good. Awesome. Okay, my number two is a movie we just really dissected not not too long ago on Exploding Heads. I talked like a motherfucker that entire show. I think I talked 60% of the show. These guys probably wanted to kill me by the end because I was blowing it so hard and going every fucking detail about how awesome it looks, the colors, the presentation, (laughs) and every fucking thing. The soundtrack, which is extremely overlooked, much like the film before that was my number three, Jerry Goldsmith did with Poltergeist. That's what John Harrison did here with Creepshow. And I think it's the perfect blend uh, of any fucking type of anthology, Romero's direction, King's writing, and Savini's makeup. Fuck. Boom. Power. Power. Fucking amazing. Shock. I love this film. I can't go on and on and on about it. And I've done it before, and I'd like to do it again. That's how much I love it. It's 10 out of 10, and it's I fucking adore this film. I, I knew from Skeleton Crew how high you were on this movie. I almost picked it as your number one, but I was like, ah... I think, you know. Uh, 10 out of 10 and number two? Fuck. I did, I yeah, did this year has three 10 out of 10s. Three movies in my top 20. What can I say? You know? This is awesome. Isn't that interesting? We're talking about how high my ratings were in my early stack, but I only yeah. have one 10 out of 10. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's actually a number three? <laughs> I don't know if any other years have this many 10 out of 10. Maybe 81. I don't know. but I, I, w- I have no idea. I would think 81 would for me. I don't know, though. I have to look, but... All right, sweet, dude. Uh, my number two is a film that I absolutely fucking love. Everybody's talked about it, I think, except for me. And that is Amityville 2, The Possession. Uh, I watched this movie as a kid, similar to Dave, Home Alone. Oh. And I was flipping through the channels, and I caught it Macau early. Early. And I remember not knowing what it was for years. I was like, what was that movie? I thought it was either a Poltergeist movie or an Amityville, but I knew there was a bunch of each of them. Or at least I thought there was a bunch of Poltergeists. There's only three. But I, I know there's a lot of Amityvilles. And it was a couple years... Like when, when I first started collecting DVDs, I bought the Trilogy DVD set. And 
watched too. Amityville one. You know, I like it. It's cool. I seen it on B. I rented that a bunch on VHS and stuff. Then Amityville two, and I was blown away. But the only thing I didn't like the final act, the the Exorcist final act. <laughs> Over the years, and especially this last time watching it, I've completely accepted that final act. And I actually like it because you realize how fucked up. Like, he's fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry, JV. This is too funny. This was my moment, damn it. I'm sorry. You I fumbled through all my reviews. <laughs> Moods, Moods is putting his dog into the camera and making it like, laugh. Oh. <laughs> Equivalent to YouTube dog videos. Um <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? That's funny. Oh, that's that's funny. No, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, uh, I, you realize how fucked Sonny is. Like, he, there's no getting out of this. Like, what? You fucking killed your whole family, bro. You know what I mean? Even if you can get demonic, like, demonic. Demonetized? Like, yeah, demon, <laughs> demonetized. Demonetized. <laughs> 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 De- like the exercise the exercise what the fuck ever you know get the demon extracted out of you um you're still fucked you're in prison forever man you know what i mean like there's no getting out of that the scene where he's going down into the basement that scene where he's home alone Whoa. is chilling to me dude i love it love it love it i love the, the the how evil the incestuous thing is and it just it's as evil as it gets, you know, killing your fucking your sister and killing your family. I mean, I, how much fucking more right evil- no pussy. <laughs> he did it, um, he does it to hurt God. That's fucking yeah, crazy. that's a great line. I oh, fucking man. love that line, man. Oh, and uh, the the uh, there's so many good scenes in it. I love the dysfunctional family aspect early on. But then you have that great moment where even while he is like possessed still, the, the dad like gives him a hug. Like you ever fight with your yeah. father or something and then like you kind of reconcile a little bit <laughs> I, that's that's what that feels like you know yeah. and uh i love the mother too because she start she knows something's wrong here and and that's all good it's it's really an amazing movie and i just go up every time i watch it uh i'm at a nine out of ten on it nice. nine out of ten amityville 2 the possession i, the I best always amityville. I always felt that the ending when uh, Father Adamski tells the other the other priest to get Sonny out of here that he means like take him and go away with him, not walk him outside to the cops. <laughs> JP, so why is it at a nine out of ten though? It used to be at an eight, and then an eight point five, and now a nine. It could only go so high because of of some of the because the first act, the first forty five minutes, is it's so, so much perfect. better than the second act. Yes, yeah. it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah, that, I agree. I agree. You That's know, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 higher on the second act now than I or the third act than I ever was right. because okay. I, I okay. see it kind of. It's actually kind of scary still, and like I said, I mm-hmm. the the sure. tragedy of it all. You know, and dealing and and having to live with that afterwards, even if you are saved or or whatever, it's it's just works for me, man. It's fucking dope, dude. But it is still an Exorcist ripoff by the end, you know. So, sure. but you but know, a damn it's, good one. It's damn it good. Does, it is damn good. And if they showed yeah. penetration, maybe nine and a half, ten. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. How about when the how about when he turns into fucking into the sister for a minute and he's like, "You wanted it, dirty priest." Oh, he yeah. fuck that shit. Yeah. Great. You yes. know perfectly well who I am. Does oh, that make you want to fucking reevaluate the Exorcist, JP? I've have. 
I did reevaluate. I just watched it in a theater. Yeah, you just said something last show or two shows ago now. Don't you pay attention to your own show? <laughs> Fuck no, I don't. <laughs> Fuck no, I don't. You yeah. no, but, yeah, but you I, Canadian I, I, shit breeder. I know you did, but like, are you, did you watch that film with a critical eye again, or did you just watch the film? No, I watched it with a critical eye. I love. I, I mean, oh, I've always you thought you can't the go to the drive and watch a film with a critical eye. Come on, dude. No, I saw it's it in a theater. Dude, fucking fun there. A theater. It was he a even theater. said it that he had to go across the way in the theater to go to see the other movie. See, I do listen, you fucking asshole. Yeah, no, The Exorcist is great, man. The Exorcist, I, t- I said it hit, it hit perfectly on, on seeing it in the theater. He won a whole yeah. bunch of prizes. He won some speaker or something. And I told Carly JP earlier something. that I never listened to him Wait, when he reviews films. Are you saying he stole a, a car stereo? Is this no, he won, he won it. He won it. Yeah, I won it. From yeah. this car um, right here. Because he left their windows Mexican? open. I won it from that one over there. I won this thing from that one over there, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, but, uh, yeah nine out of ten on the, the driving because he stole everyone's yeah, speakers. <laughs> Hide your tape text. JP is here. Uh, tape All text. right, it's time for number ones. Whoa! All right. All right. Here we go. My Brandon, drum roll, sound effect. Brandon, number ones. You guys know what it is. Let's roll. do it. Let's do it. I think I'm <laughs> That's incoming missile signal. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the purge sound effect. Oh, is it? Oh, fuck. Oh, the purge. commencement of the purge. What a terrible oh, yeah. franchise that one is. Did any? Did I, no one guessed my number one? Did they? No. Who would? What the fuck is it? I mean, what the fuck Jesus. is it? It's Dario Argento's Tenebrae. Is it really? Yeah. Ah, dude, yeah. I, I was so far. I didn't know you off. were that high on that fucking movie. I've always said it's one of my two favorite Argento films. I thought you were a nine out of that Tenebrae. <laughs> Stealing Dave's jokes. Come on. Nice. Oh man. That's how we like, beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> the girl on the beach was played by Eva Robbins, who was born on December tenth, nineteen fifty eight, as Roberto Coati. <laughs> wow. Good timing. Good timing. Like it. Damn, dude. Oh, man. What can I say about this movie that hasn't already been said? The absolute best soundtrack I've ever heard nice. in a film. It's so fucking good, man. It's so, so amazing. Every yeah. musical cue in this is fucking on point. The cinematography is amazing. The shot of the lesbian's house from outside. Oh, my God. Such a great. It, it, Great it's it's amazing. Like I'm like, how the hell did they do this? Yeah, I'm just picturing this massive like setup of cranes and all kind of shit. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> you know I was watching it with my father and he loved the film too. By the way, but you know he's like, oh what? you know I'm like, look at how amazing this shot. He's like, oh wow, look you're seeing tile roofs. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah, but look at like you ma- like it's it's, uh, it's like it's retard like- alert. Retard alert class! I'm playing that for him. Uh. It's so amazing. The the kills are just so mean-spirited, so violent. I love the twist. Beautiful violence. Beautiful violence. I love the... um, I like that term, man. I like that. I think I said that in my letterbox review of two words. You're doing two words now, too? No, I'm not. But I I like the idea. Get out of here. God damn it. Um, God damn it. I love the double twist. I love the fact that uh, you get pieces of this pieces pieces <laughs> of uh, of our main character's backstory that helps kind of put together what the second twist is 
about his suppressed rage and 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 hatred of women, it's and it just his play is blown rage. It's it's really fantastic, and man, just that final scene, just the end scene with the screaming is haunting. Oh, awesome, haunting. Wow. The first the first time I saw it, it terrified me, and it's that still, alone is yeah. what's worth her being there. Everything I said about her character yeah. in the film. They, although it's not really her voice, but the way. But yeah, just just her presence being there and hearing yeah. that scream and oh, it's haunting and it's just oh, I love it. It's uh, it's it's in my top twenty. It was actually I think before the thing, but rewatching it this time, I you know, it, it was perfect for me. I, I couldn't find any fault with it. It's a ten out of ten for me. Nice. That actually, I'm pretty sure that would put it in. In the hall of pa- hall of fame, not yeah. hall of fame. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm fucking oh, up. But but I'm ta- I'm telling you right now, with with my top my top three was my hardest to decide here, decide where to put because even though I gave Halloween and the thing a nine and a half out of ten, I could have very easily done what Dave did because they were all in my top twenty and given yeah. all three a ten. I really could have very easily have done that. So, uh, an amazing year. Fuck awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, Tannenberg made all our lists, right? Yeah. 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 I, I love Argento. It's one of the man. only films that did, though. Yeah, for sure. Argento's just, he, he really is amazing. And like Dave said, he, he he's really the most consistent. It's really incredible, the, the run he's had. Mm. I'd say him and Carpenter. Yeah, Carpenter. Yeah. I, I, well, Carpenter, I don't know because I don't watch his non horror, so I can't say. Well, I'll I mean, say, I'll, I'll I'm saying if you just good. judge his horror, though, too, it's pretty Dave, consistent, right? Have you seen Assault? I've seen nothing except street horror. No, nope. I'll tell you what, though, Assault, Assault is borderline people. for sure. Yeah, Assault, Assault, on, Assault on Precinct Thirteen is bonafide ten out of ten. Yeah, absolutely, it's and then a you perfect got. Film. I think I gave it a nine point five. But Big Trouble in Little China is like a perfect film. Starman's a great film. I can't watch that film. Which one? Which one's his <laughs> first? What's that? What's one? Which is his first film? What is his first film? Was it uh, Dark, Star. Dark Star? Yeah. Okay, that's the one. I seen that in the theater. That was even pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's no doubt he's uh, an amazingly talented director. Oh, he's my second favorite. I, I was just saying. It's amazing how that dude didn't get more fucking props, man. It's such a fucking yeah. shame. They're like shame. critically, yeah, like by like the mainstream. It's sad. <laughs> you know, I'm but, actually kind of you know. I'm happy because what he's doing now is good too, you know. Yeah, good for him, man. I I I I like Carpenter. Hey, look, I mean, the new Halloween just made what, like eighty million dollars? Oh, yeah, and probably, he probably just made weekend. twenty million off that right there. Oh yeah, so. huge success. And you know yeah. what? I'm I'll be the first one to say it. that is fucking awesome. I'm so happy to read that and see that, even though I personally wasn't a fan of the film. I wasn't a fan I, of the film either, but Carpenter getting the fucking uh, yeah, the money absolutely. is good, man. Yeah. yeah. I was a fan of the film, but I was a little disappointed. I was a fan. I wasn't disappointed, and that score kicks ass. We said that. We even said that. That was that was like literally the the biggest thing that we stressed was how good the score was in the film. It's phenomenal. There's some things that all this all this like a Jalo track. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All the spots are great, but but anyway. (laughs) But I digress. Yeah, that that fucking movie. (laughs) So. Yeah, Brandon, good good pick, number one pick, homie. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Okay. <laughs> My number one is... 
Okay. Uh, I was right on you. Did anybody else get alone him? in the dark? Yeah, I, no. got, yes. I got Jeremy's right. I was yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. yeah, JP, we said at the beginning of the show. Yes, I'm we just, know. I'm just showing. Just showing. Yeah. Ha! So this movie has a really awesome uh, premise to it. We already talked about it. It's oh, no, I pretty much ha- half slasher, half home invasion film. And I think what really makes this one stand out, in my opinion, is the... The performances by the entire cast in this film really elevated it for me. Otherwise, I think, once again, uh, you hear on on the show when I talk about films, and one thing that I really just focus on the most a lot of the time is is the acting, and that really makes or breaks a film to me, in my opinion. You know, If you have bad acting, your film's probably going to be complete garbage. So whenever I see a film that is, is interesting to me and has amazing acting i think it it elevates it for me and it just has some amazing atmosphere when we see these characters walking around and and shit's wreaking havoc outside and and they're just moving around and and it's it's shot really well and then towards the end of the film we have a total different kind of uh tonal shift where it gets uh you know more batshit crazy and and it's just a really fantastic movie i wish it gets a blu-ray release or something down the line so i can pick it up and spread the love and people watch it and show that uh people want it so alone in the dark it's really good give it a nine and a half out of ten nine and a half nice man nice was that on everybody's list too yes it was on mine on mine not dave's not me not dave's I didn't rewatch it. I gave really? it a seven point five. I gave it a seven point five when uh, we did it uh, on our, our show number one. And ever since then, did you ever just watch a movie and even though you rated it something, you have zero desire to ever watch it again? That's what yeah, happened ha- it happens to me. to me all the time. It just yeah. happened. So it happens to I, me with every movie. <laughs> I, really? Yeah, I love rewatching. I, I couldn't watch it now. I couldn't enjoy it. Put it on the list. Seven point five. Luis Mom is real. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> I hear you, Dave. Throw the fucking flatulence. I hear you. <laughs> hey, man. I was just saying, man. Like... <laughs> uh, so me. All right. My number one. No suspense. You all know it. The thing. John Carpenter. Ten out of ten. My second favorite Woo-hoo! horror movie of all time. One, it was. One. I had it as my favorite for the longest time, but when we revisited Psycho again, I said, fuck, damn this movie. I absolutely love it. Did you and say, fuck, damn Psycho. this movie? That sounds like <laughs> you, you hated the fucking movie. movie. <laughs> no, that it, it, it just is so damn good that I, I put it on the pedestal in the number one spot, and, and, and the thing took the second spot as my second favorite horror film of all time. It is perfection. It's my favorite John Carpenter film, I but I do I love it. Yeah. Halloween as well. I love Assault of 13. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm Precinct 13. I love a lot of his films, but the thing is just perfect. It, the cinematography, the framing of the shots, the, we talked about the effects already. You're making uh, me want to watch it right now, homie. There you go. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it, it's just it's just a great film start to finish. In the words of LL Cool J, JP, get a haircut. You get a haircut. What is that on top of your head? A fucking tree? 
One last thing I'll add about the thing is it doesn't even feel dated. The one, one damn agree, shot man. that makes it look dated is the chest video yep. game. Yeah, that's the Other only that, fucking thing, man. Uh, oh, the Commodore it, 64 chest yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. But then you can almost chalk it up like they have like no resources out there. <laughs> exactly. That was in storage for fucking twenty years. It looks like it could have been made years. last year. And of yeah. course, we know Kurt Russell's much older now. But I'm saying. Despite all that, just from the look of the film itself, and in Guardians of the Galaxy, but you can't though. But you can't though. They have they had all the top notch uh, technology at the time out there. Well, I just mean it could have been in storage somewhere there, and and he found the game on it or something. Because they're you know same thing with the VCR and stuff like that. You know they say yeah. they see the same tape over and over again. <laughs> Cheating bitch. Uh, so, <laughs> it, it honestly doesn't matter to me either. Ten out of ten for me. You know. So yeah. Yeah, but all right, moods, you're up. All right, man. Pretty sure nobody fucking guessed mine. No, I, I don't. <laughs> is it is it the zombie, the Confederate zombies? It's New York Ripper. I'm pretty sure, oh. Jeremy, that I talked about how much I hated I know, that fucking movie. I know, I'm being a joke, you fucking dumbass. I know you don't like you're it. I know it's the worst film. You're being I know. But anyways, you know. I feel like this might be a little bit biased, but at the same time, it's not. It is the New York Ripper. Yeah, well, all of our lists are biased. Yes, of course they are. <laughs> but, but the thing is, man, I fucking watch this movie like 10,000 fucking times. <laughs> like, I love the New York Ripper, man, for multiple reasons. It's a unique giallo slash slasher set in gritty fucking New York and it has the most awesome killer ever and I'm saying that man you know the quacking come on I, think the I, I like the quacking that, that shit I doesn't, remember hearing reviews where the it doesn't fucking like, happen I like the quacking I love dumb <laughs> look at his mouth and spend open the entire time <laughs> no I'm, I'm kind of just spaced I love the New York Ripper it made my list <laughs> Who, who's my Christian again it made, no it made mine it made my number nine spot yeah it was oh. my number nine too yeah, I know. I, th- I, I thought was... there was a terror vision thing again. <laughs> no, 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 no. This one I, I'm totally cool with. No, I... but man, is classic. I actually thought it was a dead giveaway, considering that how much I talk about New York Ripper and how much I love that fucking movie. I know it's not perfect. It definitely is not a perfect film, but it has everything that I want. It has the sleaziness. It has the amazing um, soundtrack. It has the awesome kills. It has the great gore. It has just the aesthetic is amazing. Everything about this movie turns me on. I break on my KY every single time <laughs> I watch this movie, and I just I watch it with friction. So <laughs> <laughs> this is how I do it, man. Oh this is how I do it, man. You know, faulty and friction, man, equals you know. I've said many times, man. I, how much I love this film, and I, I admit every time it's not perfect. There's problems with this movie. There definitely is, mm-hmm. but for me, it's my favorite movie of 1982. It's a nine out of ten, but I don't give a fuck. It is definitely my shit right there. All New right. York Ripper, Falchi, recognize nice. the real. Coolio, nice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. I thought it was funny when uh I think Brandon led off with New York Ripper and Jeremy's like, "No, no." I, th- I was expecting a little bit more. 
He's holding back right now. You know he's. Just I learned my fucked. lesson. He's, he's so fucking pissed off right now. I learned he's, my lesson. I was about to press like retard alert, but I had to hold it back. <laughs> <laughs> but it can't be when it's personal preference. You can't come here. I retard. understand. I learned my lesson. I'm not questioning your ratings ever again. Nice, cool. Don't fucking do it. What do you got, <laughs> Dave? No surprise. The thing. Yeah. Awesome, awesome movie. Awesome effects. Awesome soundtrack. Uh, probably the best cast of characters ever in a horror movie as far as my level of enjoyment of every character and their dialogue and just mm-hmm. I there's nothing negative I could say uh, Rob Bottin is on a fucking uh, an ungodly level here with yeah. what he's doing here and uh, I mean, the isolation the, the setting claustrophobia oh dude it's just so an me- amazing film, and it, it, this is one of the few movies you can say probably is perfectly made. Mm-hmm. So, uh, short and sweet, ten out of ten. All right, it's, man. It's amazing I, how it can be claustrophobic in such a huge setting like the Antarctic. Yeah, no, I say yeah. that all the time though. That's like, a, like uh, a movie set in a boat in the water is claustrophobic, or even a raft or whatever. You're in the giant ocean, but yeah, it's, it's such a grand scale, but you're confined yeah. to such a small quarter of it. And how, yep. and how they frame it. it it's yeah. it's all that framing yep. and cinematography that just, it, it's perfect. Yep. And, and mine, number one, obviously the thing it, it's, it's one of my favorite horror films of all time. I think that it is probably in the top, you know, two or three best made horror films ever. It's a masterpiece. I really don't have any – it's like one of the only films where I have zero complaints at all, like nothing. I can't even think of something that I don't like in it. It's it's just perfect. And every I remember the first time I watched it, I was just flipping through the channels. Like, like most times, it was either a video store or flipping through the channels back when you didn't have a uh, guide. There was like no guide to tell you what you was watching. Uh-huh. And I seen it. And I just I fell in love with it. It was it was I so it. cold, man. It, yeah, it was so cold, and you get that you you can like feel the cold in that movie. It's so good, and I even bought the PS2 game that came out because yeah. I was such a big fan. Of it. And that was good. a good game. It was, like, it was a good. Game. It was pretty yeah. freaky. I never yeah, finished it. It, it follows the story out like after and stuff. It, it's cool, man. It's a sequel. Um, yeah, it's a sequel. There's your thing, sequel right there. Let's <laughs> review it next show. All right, I have it. Just saying. <laughs> um, but. 10 out of 10. Fucking perfect, homie. Perfect. Oh my movie. god, it's time. Please don't be 1997. Well, no, uh, I think honorable mentions if anybody has them. Um, and then we'll since, since, I went, since I went first, let me just shoot mine out. I have real quick. One's like, the, like cla- <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cla- class of 84, <laughs> I excluded because it wasn't hard. Cat People, Durfan. Human Lanterns, The Entity, Burned at the Stake, Next Akin, Pandemonium, Friday 3, Silent Rage, Turkey Shoot. Those were my next 10. Silent Rage. Hmm. That, like, that sounds like Silent a poem or something. Did you just put Pandemonium in there? What the Hell fuck? Yeah, I did. Seriously? I, I loved it. I loved it. What you got, Jeremy? Uh, I don't know. You caught me off guard. One second. I thought that was cutting off. Okay. It's funny if you played the second verse. <laughs> uh, Creep Show, Friday 3, The Entity, Basket Case, Pieces, 
uh, The Beast Within, and that's it. All right. All right. Well, I did shoot out a few of these earlier, but uh, next of kin, but- Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker, The Entity Pieces, Q, which was shitloads of fun, Venom, which is arguably from this year, and The Incubus. And I do want to say Deadly Eyes because although my, the transfer awesome. I watched <laughs> sucked, I don't have the Blu-ray oh, that cost Blu-ray's 80 bucks. Uh, I had one that showed tracking and looked like it was through copied from a video <laughs> tape. And I just love the opening where there's a newscast that says, we are losing the war on rats. <laughs> Possibly one of my favorite lines of the year. It is true. We are losing the war on rats. Oh, yeah. Watch the rats documentary on Netflix. Yeah. It's creepy shit. <laughs> Word. Yeah. What you got, Moods, for honorables? Oh, man. Class 84. Fucking creep show. Of course, I was... Ah, I'm surprised that. that didn't make your list, actually. Yeah, man. I had Friday 13, part 3. Uh, Poltergeist. Man, fucking raw force, man. I love raw... I seen you rated that high. I didn't get to it. What y'all think it about raw force? Too, it, I, I did, I, it seemed like a kung fu movie or something. What it's raw, all over the fucking force. place. It's it's raw like, force. Raw force. Oh, raw force. I can't understand a word he's fucking saying. He sounds <laughs> demented. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? You can't fucking. Another rape said, film. I said raw force. Raw force. <laughs> I loved raw force. That was the first time watching. Yeah, me. dude. Mexican, of course, is there. Slumber Party Massacre. Incubus. He definitely said Mexican. I swear to God, that time. <laughs> what did you think Mexican? of Human Lanterns? Did you watch Human Lanterns? Human Lanterns was absolutely amazing. I love that film, yeah. man. Don't go to sleep was oh man, dude. That yeah. movie, that greatest TV film. Oh yeah, Murder by Phone is pretty good. Yeah, Murder by Phone, but uh, yeah. All right, that's, that's probably it right there. Office. All right. Tales from the Crips. Who? Uh, oh, I forgot they, about the fan. Have any I forgot about the fan. The fan. I got. I shot that out as an honorable mention. Yeah, dude. I, like the I love the fan. The fan. Der fan. Good, fun? good fucking movie, hey. man. Yeah, really good movie. Yeah. Uh, Hospital Massacre. I like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Drawn that Drip Blood. I know some people don't like it. Love it. I, I like it. Butcher Baker, Nightmare American has, has already been mentioned. Um, visiting Hours. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I really liked Visiting Hours. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Great, great right. poster, too. Yeah, oh, great poster. And Silent Rage, right. I like that too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Silent Rage was yeah. fun. Yeah. First time watching that wasn't lit. Dude, so fucking funny. <laughs> when the guy walks in the club and is yeah. like, "You motherfucker!" Like <laughs> 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 fucking died at that part, man. <laughs> so good. All right, uh, my my honorable mentions. I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, I. I liked uh, the Beast Within a lot this time. I, I I don't know what it was about. I think I had like a six point five last time I watched it, and then this time it just just hit for me. Really dug it. It's such a weird, bizarre movie. Uh, and then Visiting Hours was another really high one on my list. The Incubus, like I mentioned, and then one that wasn't horror, but it was eighty two, and it was a revenge film that that I decided to check out was Death Wish Two. I really liked Death Wish Two. I had that ranked very high too. But yeah, I Death Wish Two is awesome. Horror. Yeah, that's great. So, that's it. That's the honorable mentions. Again, lots of rape. <laughs> lots of rape, yeah. <laughs> Add uh, black actually, candles to that if you want so even more sleeves. Oh, yeah, yeah, black candles. Jesus. Yeah. All right, are you guys ready? Please don't be nice. the next top ten? 
calling right. 92 right now. So what All are right. we doing here, man? So, so the 80s here, are out, right? 80s are out. 70s are back in. Please, God, now. Uh, 69's on there. And then our random one before 69 is 51. That was the random one that picked up. 51. 51. So we got all, we got all the 70s minus 76, 69, 51, as well as all the 90s except for 96, and all the 2000s except for 02, and then the 2010, Man. 11, and 12. Man, I really hope we don't get 51 because there literally is not even 10 horror movies from easy show <laughs> like i'm not even joking like week. there's like three there movies not? even I don't, made i didn't look beforehand no it's it's like three movies well well you Plus, have a one in 32 shot of it happening if that happens that's gonna be fucking we, we're gonna have to re are you ready that. drum roll please anybody he's got the sounds what the fuck if he can't, I don't, I don't have, have a fucking drum, drum roll. roll. How do you not have a drum roll? He's got everything like, but a most... drum roll. It should be like the Saturdays. first sound effect on the damn right. yeah. board. Fucking Wait till I have a sound Play some drums with your dreidel, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Randomizer. Hitting it. Please, and for love. The winner is... 92. 2,000-something. Fucking 72. Oh, oh. It was Thank so close to 74. Mother Fuck. Fuck. Oh. Back to the 70s again. No, uh, dude. We have Dracula AD. So what do we have? Let's pull up the list here. Okay, I have thing an you got we is have... a fucking Argento. We got tans on the crap. We have Asylum. <laughs> we got Baron it. Blood. Ben. Beware the Blood. Blackula. We got it. Blood <laughs> Feast. Blood Freak. Blood oh, of Ghastly Horrors. What the fuck with you? Do you know that shit? The, the Cannibal Men. Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things. Uh, Bob Clark. Bob Clark. Death Line. Death Line. Death Dream. I already said that. Don't Torture a Duckling. Dr. Fives Rises Again. That's a good one. Dracula AD 1972. Last House on the Left. Frogs. There's the actually some good girls. movies from here. Horror Express. The Last House on the Left. Uh, Night of the Devils, Night of the Lupus, Ben Lupus. <laughs> I already said Ben. Um, you mean Lepus? Yes. Oh, <laughs> the thing with two heads. Night of the Samuel uh, Lupus. Power people. Night of the Turkish Lupus. The man from Deep River. Frogs. Asylum. Asylum. Yeah, man. we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. That's okay. You know, were right, though, it was a number two, dude. Isn't that weird how that happened? What was number we, two? We had, we had uh, our first series. It was 86, 76, and 96. Oh, the thing's and with now, two now it's 82, 72. That's fucking bizarre. And 02. It and is 02. a little bit fucking weird. That's why I predicted 92. I didn't predict 72. I predicted 92 for it to be 82, 92, 02. Oh, I'm excited. That's not, I'm not hype on this, but whatever. It, uh, we're, we're not it any just go in with a with a clean mind, dude. I, I like some of those films. I have a top ten already just by looking at them. Let's go ahead, go do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> let's give our top tens right now. And we'll see how they pan out after. Yeah, let's just do the one. next show right now. Number ten, yeah. Tales from the Crepes, a French extreme. Fuck off, you fucking piece of shit. Come on, you finally gave me. Speak it. All right, so let's shoot for like uh, 2019, April, May, June, somewhere around there. <laughs> well, Brandon's only going to have 100 films watched by tomorrow. <laughs> oh. 
I'm burnt I, out, man. Somebody tell your brain and watch. Can we even hit 172? I I don't even no. want to fucking think about watching. Movies I don't even want to commit to this show, to be honest. It has uh, Vengeance oh, of the Zombies. That's an action. I love um, you guys, but I don't know if I have another hundred movies in me. Did you all, Dude, don't there's do There's not it. even a hundred films from 72. Come on, man. Twenty-five, man. You could make a list. Dude, with you could. Oh. Fuck. This you is, know what? This is why we rule and people don't recognize it, man, that we put in the work. Well, it is our show, so, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> the flesh and blood uh, you, guys got, the out, you, you guys got outwatched by our, you know, our hosts, our co-hosts. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, it's like, yeah, it Brandon always outwatches me. <laughs> Nobody can beat Brandon. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Yeah, that's it, man. Hey, listen, what what do you guys got going on exploding heads coming out? Plug it up. Fuck this shit. We don't want to plug. We, we're the number one show on the fucking network. What are we plugging? You know what I'm fucking tired <laughs> I mean, of? Most I'm, of fucking, I'm fucking tired of this shit, man. This is fucking bullshit. So these downloads are going towards your guys' shit. Fucking it's your, bullshit. It's, your fault, it's actually your fault for having such a popular YouTube channel. People are like, fuck downloads. I'm waiting for it to hit Moons' YouTube. Yeah, man, my YouTube, shit has been bumping this download. month, too, man. I come back with 31 days, and everyone's like, Moons is the shit! We <laughs> <laughs> started doing the uh, early release on Patreon now, too, so yeah. that's, the, that's, that's doing pretty good. But, yeah, no, that's, a, that's a good perk. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, this month so far, a few hundred subscribers, man. Good. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's a celebrity. I'm over. I'm over eight thousand now, and no one even fucking said a thing because y'all don't give a fuck. I learned my lesson last time. When I hit five thousand. I'm like, hey guys, hey five thousand. We don't look at your channel every fucking day. <laughs> like what the fuck? I'm like, holy Damn. shit. Christian's Sorry, giving you a heart. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, but fuck. I hit eight thousand. Everyone's like. Crickets. All right, just straight awesome, crickets. Straight we need we need the crickets uh, sound effect. Was it just about, supposed to be about? Jeremy us doesn't give a fuck. He's right so now? goddamn yeah, jealous. Yeah. He's like, how the fuck does this I'm guy kidding. have eight thousand fucking subs? Canadian. Let's just say this: the year of the franchise is coming to a strong close, and then of thank course, God, we'll... I'm franchised out. Yeah, how do you think we uh, feel? Franchised out now since that shitty ass house. I know where you were. We were there last year with the fucking franchises, dude. Yeah. I'm franchised out on our show too. I can't we fucking believe, Dave, it. that you like that film as much as you did, man. What me? Christian was the one that was blowing the fuck out of it. I, I, just, you guys I can't both, wait to hear man. what you what guys had fuck, to say man. now that we recorded. Christian was recording from the theater. I don't even think he came home. I think he set up in the theater. He was so excited. I was. I was very I giddy. I swear y'all was, missed like, some of the fucking obvious shit flaws in that film. I, I don't know. Wait, wait till they li- listen wait till to the Just listen to our show. And I, I want to listen to you guys is what you guys had to say about it because I'm very curious now. Right, right. We just... had a good time reviewing it. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. <laughs> I'll leave I it at that. I was happy with it, too. You know? So your next yeah, episode is Friday, Friday 13th, though? Uh, In a bit, yeah. I think. Oh, for real? Um, Friday 13th? Like, like half the franchise or the full thing? We're doing the full thing. We just don't know. I, I, we just haven't decided if it's going to be one show. Because it's a lot of... It's one show, man. One like massive. We made, JP, like, a... it could it could potentially be a twelve hour show. It'll break or record. long. It is lo- more. It will be that for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. When we did the That's Halloween, the it'll we be had... the definitive Friday Thirteenth show. It was already good. It would be We did eleven yeah. hours on Halloween, man. You know, so I can wow. see y'all because you guys are big fans of you know Friday the Thirteenth and shit, man. It's gonna be long. It's gonna be Damn. real long. I have a, I have a. It's gonna be like Jeremy's gonna die when we do that we shit, do. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm dying right now. Yeah. Right. No, it's gonna too. be real fucking long. It's gonna be, like Nightmare is is the shit I'm looking forward to. That's gonna be the longest I think ever. We're talking like eighteen to twenty hours. What the <laughs> fuck? I ain't talking about them damn movies for that long. Because <laughs> that's my shit, man. Uh oh, retard alert! That's my franchise. Retard man. alert, class. That's my uh, franchise. Oh uh, well, no, this was fun. Yeah, man. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. yeah. No, I'm tired, man. I I, I was feeling down earlier. I'm like good now. I've been up since like fucking five a.m., dude. I'm about to puke all over the floor. Dude, it's (laughs) fucking nine thirty where I am, man. Yeah, he's the lucky one. He's so lucky, dude. I know know where y'all are, man. It's fucking yeah, nine o'clock. I'd be fucking. It's eleven thirty. Ready to go, man. It's not. He's (laughs) real lucky. Boom, you can watch a movie when he finishes. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, fuck. There. I gotta fuck work that shit. But I'm by myself, man. I got shit. I got nothing to do now. Oh, watch Picking your shock tops. Fucker. Fuck yeah. How dude. many in did you get? Uh, 12. 12. 12? You drank 12 in five hours. During that I show, man. I drank 12 drink. beers in like five and a half hours. Can, I, can you see shit. the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, I can see it. All right, take buzzed. Take us out of here, Jeremy. I'm good. I'm good. good. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 145. Please give me a second when I pull this up. (laughs) Stop (laughs) pressing buttons, dude. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 145 of the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast. If you want to follow the man Moods himself, you can do so at youtube.com slash mood 616 and go and congratulate him for passing 8,000 subscribers. As well as you can follow JP on his channel at youtube.com slash double shot J and tell him that he is I a Mexican asshole. And you didn't even say anything. Fuck you. Whoop de doo. He passed 100. 1,500, damn it. Oh, I think we passed 100. <laughs> As far as you can follow me on my channel at youtube.com slash nesruler22, but you will not see any videos. I just passed the one year. I just passed the one year. What? Ooh. Mark? One year mark? One the one year, year anniversary since I stopped making videos. One year. As always, you can leave us a voicemail at 724-426-6665. Yep. And as always, you can leave us any questions at the 22 shots of moods and horror at gmail.com. It's 22 shots of moods and the horror at gmail.com as always join us on the facebook page facebook.com search bar 22 shots of moods and horror podcast follow us on twitter twitter.com slash 22 shots podcast and please get the sand sucked out of my vagina patreon.com slash 22 shots podcast and if you want to follow um these exploding head douchebags you could do so at facebook.com search bar exploding heads podcast that should do it Wait, what? Our movie podcast. <laughs> okay, whatever. And that's all I could say. And now I'm going to say. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm, fuck this shit. I'm out. Oh, that just got me flagged right there. Thank you for that. That just got me flagged. You might have to cut that off. I think, I think Team America probably already got you flagged like eight times, bro. Ugh.
You flags. know what's fucking weird, man? The last couple shows we've done, I haven't been flagged. Which is weird because we swear and do racial slurs like through fucking four <laughs> hours of shows. And I don't know how the fuck that shit actually is monetized. But You're getting flagged on what? YouTube? Yeah. Oh, fuck we yeah, dude. Because of our language and shit, man. Yeah. We always yeah. get fucked over on that. If we sample shit, we usually get flagged too. Oh, the well, samples course, are big yeah. time. One yeah. of our episodes is blocked. I think Final Destination, actually. Oh, thank yeah. God. That one yeah. sucked. All right, guys. I got to get out of here. Same here. All right, gents. I got to work early, too. Thanks, guys. Awesome Awesome show. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I rule. Later, guys. You do rule. You do rule. All right, dudes. Bye, guys. Everyone going to bed? Everyone's going? Yep. Yeah. It's fucking midnight. Hang the fuck up. Later, guys. Good show, guys. Peace. I probably should have recorded that thing. That, that's terrible. <laughs> what, you didn't record the show? <laughs> Not the second half. God, Jesus. <laughs> I probably what? should have recorded that thing. I, I just realized there's no fucking recording for the second half. You're joking. Oh, oh I'm staying on because this, this might be fucking epic. Oh, my God. That's so bad. He's joking, right, JV? Uh, well, you, you recorded too, right? I did record, but I don't know how good my file is. Dude, that's so bad. My shit wasn't recording, man. Dude, sh- please tell me you're joking. I think he's I can't tell. He's so fuck- he looks so fucking high right now. Dude, where the fuck is that goddamn fucking file? What the fuck just happened here, man? Nah, he's carrying this on way too long for it not to be a joke. <laughs> yeah, I have a heart attack. <sighs> He just wants us to stay online with him. <laughs> You're smiling. Are you joking? I recorded it, so I'm not even that upset because I recorded it. I but think I have he's to get through joking, my but man, he looks fucking. Who's the best up? actor in this motherfucker? Fuck right? you, man. I hope you fucking. That was epic, man. I totally bought it. <laughs> I hope you have blue balls for like a month. Yeah, oh, shit. I probably will, man. My wife's out of town and fucking. Uh, you fucker. I did have it recorded. Though, so. I got everything recorded too, though. It's all good. I'm saving. Myself. No, when I came back after, I actually stopped it when I, you know, when we did that shit. But I can't. Even we're doing the eye movement, looking around at fake files. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> fake files.